to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. Welcome. Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us on this Monday. January 13th, 2014. Fantastic. Uh, Phoenix Supercross just finished, and there are shit tons of topics to talk about, as well as a few things that happened uh, on TV commercials and with some other teams that we uh, we want to discuss. Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Also, our great partners, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, a Service, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, and Optrix all on board with us. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me in the studio is a former top privateer in the sport, two-time Montreal Supercross winner, two-time German Supercross champion, and one of those guys that just gave it his all. The Jason Thomas. What's happening, Steve? Thanks for coming in, buddy. Yeah, anytime. Usually you're on the phone. Well, not really anytime, but at least once a year. Usually you're on the phone. Yes. Now you're in studio. It's, it's fantastic. It's a fair assessment. I, I Thank you. Uh, Jason Thomas brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing, uh, the official gear of Andrew Short, Weston Pike, who's on the show tonight, Matt Gerke, Jimmy Albertson, and many, many other riders. How are things down at the Fly Racing? Uh, I would say actually great. Yeah, you just released a uh, carbon F two Andrew Short replica helmet. We did, yes, and uh, we we are very excited about that. The Trey Canards will be released soon. As soon as we can get Trey back out there, uh, we just kind of want him to be the one to break those in. Do you literally like you're releasing them? So are there a bunch of helmets sort of like in a pen? And then you pretty op- much, you I mean, open they're them. sitting in a warehouse, and the, and the warehouse manager is literally and yelling at us every day because they are in his way. They're backing him up. Yes, uh, can't wait to see those things. That's uh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, taking your calls, handling the scenes, handling things behind the scenes, dealing it uh, out, dishing it out, as well as uh, making sure everything runs on time is uh, Devin. Devin, what's up? Nothing much, guys. How you guys doing? We're good. Thanks for coming in tonight. Yeah, that's no uh, that's three shows in a row. Oh yeah, fantastic. Hasn't quit yet. Uh, it's never, early. It's I was early. Say it's only six oh five. I know. I can't. I can't wait. Uh, we got a great show though. We got uh, Ryan Villapoto and uh, Weston Pike, yep. Nick Way. And Nick Schmidt. Strong lineup. Right? We're top top who? we're at the top of the sport to the true privateer. Who are you looking forward to most? Uh ten o'clock. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, uh you you might be waiting a little longer. We don't stop at oh, 10. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that, that wasn't in my contract. Okay. Well, if you hear the sound of the uh the headset slamming down, that is not Kenny. That is JT leaving. <laughs> uh don't forget you can get this thing on iTunes, you get it on Stitcher. Uh, you can get on the Pulp app. You can listen live on the Pulp app. You can listen uh, on the archives on the Pulp app. And uh, happy birthday to Swisscore. It is happy birthday to him. I didn't, happy I didn't text him. I actually saw a tweet. So I know you're out there listening. Happy birthday. Swisscore. Swisscore. Swiss, Swiss, very neutral. Swisscore, the man who has the strings to this puppet empire. Yes. Puppet Pulp MX empire. Nice guys. Step aside, he says. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Uh, so, yeah, thanks. Thanks, you guys, for listening. We appreciate it. Um, and uh, also, uh, the, speaking of our, our partners, um, did you know, JT, that... Uh, Probably not. 
Jason Anderson, W Wheels guy. I did. Oh know, yeah, I actually did not know that. Oh yeah, runs the Talon Carbon Hub. Wow. W Wheels setup. Must that must be why he's winning. Two for two. Yeah. And get this. Impressive. So, Cole Seeley. Yep. Charlie Designs. They okay. used to run W. Ooh, they don't run W wow. now. They don't run W now. Yep. Don't really know what happened, but I just know they don't run W. Right. And now W wins. Must be something to if it. If you're John Anderson, you're very excited you got, you got down an, at you're, W You're Wheels. just building an ad right now. Yeah, you're yeah. just, yeah. Creative minds. A picture of Seeley getting past. Look what happens when you leave. <laughs> um, but, hey, uh, you want to freshen up your old bike? You want to uh, get an extra set of wheels for your new bike? Uh, or you just uh, – Let's just say you're loaded and you want to make your bike look sweet, Talon Carbon Hubs. Uh, JGR also uses the uh, W wheels. They use the Kite Hubs, though. A little different. I don't kite, know what that means. Kite, Talon, whatever you want down at W wheels. They'll okay. build you a wheel set however you want. And, of course, uh, uh, Acrobus. Can't, can't, can't say enough about Acrobus. A Cherubis. A um, One of the funnier moments on our show, our old producer. Yes, unintentional comedy is always the best. Uh Acherbies, 40 years of manufacturing experience to become a world leader in accessory plastics. Acherbies Racing Development Program supports guys like Roxon, Pastrana, Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Dungy, all use Acherbies. Uh, uh, skip plates, fenders, hand guards, anything you want, Acherbies is there. They've been doing it for, for so long. Uh, www.acerbis.com. Speaking of Travis Pastrana, JT, you heard that Pastrana in the Nitro Circus has racked himself up. Yes, uh, yet again. Friend of mine, Randy Richardson, sales, Michelin salesman to the stars, uh, was at his event in Cleveland. Part of their show, they have this contraption that throws them into a front flip. And actually, Randy was telling me how he couldn't believe they're doing this, blah blah blah. And then, of course, Saturday night, uh, Travis crashes, breaks his ankle, breaks his tib fib. So once again, Travis is injured. Uh, you just got to wonder when is this guy going to back it down you know and that's what i was speaking with randy about it it's just like man this guy's got a family now he's married it's you know got a kid when yeah when um, do you take stop taking the risks like that my first question to you was does the show go on because he's a big draw he's I a would, huge draw for i would assume thing. he's gonna have to still be there in some capacity you know right, make him right, some kind right. of master of ceremonies or he's got to be he's he's the show flipping his wheelchair yeah he's the right. one that's doing the today show and on and on at these basketball yeah. games intros and stuff like that so there's no way i don't i don't think it can be successful them sell enough tickets to without him basically as soon as he can be back he's got to be back and uh don't forget stick around on the show we're gonna have the btosports.com tweet it segment the nfab question of the day and uh we have a little the NFAB question of the day has a little audio involved with it as well, so that should be interesting. Oh, wow. Uh, X-Brand goggle tear-offs and um, uh, race tech suspension emails. JT, where do you want to start? Chaparral's commercial at Supercross or Colt Neck getting the Moto Concepts fill-in ride? What do you want to start with? I'm staying far away from that Colt Neck deal. I like Colt Neck, but you have your own issues going on with that situation? Uh, no, yeah, just where do you want to start? Um... I, let's go with Chaparral first because the Colton okay. Act could drag on forever. This could be an hour of talking. <laughs> no, no. Listen, uh, so Chaparral has a commercial at Supercross. I, I didn't see it in A1 commercial. I think it debuted. They didn't run it. Okay. They didn't run so it. it debuted. I, was, I met with Dave Dameron this week, and he oh. was complaining that it didn't run. Okay. Yeah. So they run an ad, and Don Maeda at Transworld, a friend of ours, uh, Instagram this a little bit. Um, How about us both name dropping right now? Oh, I was with Dameron. Oh, yeah, I was with Don Maeda. Oh. No, I just read Don Don's Instagram, but – um, basically, the ad is such the rider is out in the uh, pits. He's uh, looks like a first time rider or something. He's got an older bike. He has uh, some janky gear on. Probably four Manitoba titles as well. Yep, has some uh, janky gear on, and he's getting mocked 
by other riders at the track before his setup, and he has to go to Chaparral to get a new setup so that he looks, you know, sweet. Um, the the problem is is that the rider getting mocked. Well, for, for one, for two two reasons. One, is that really the message we want? I don't know. Uh, it, it's pretty like, rough on your casual fan that just they just think dirt bikes are cool and they go riding. It's yeah. kind of a dig at them, a little bit. I think anybody who's riding a dirt bike is uh, is cool. Yeah, is, that's is, who. Yeah. And, and as a salesman at my real job, that's a guy I want. I want him to ride dirt bikes. That's a guy that's going to yeah. go into a dealership such as Chaper- Chaparral or, or wherever and buy fly racing gear. I, that's you know that's a crucial part of our market. So it's kind of like eh. I don't know. We don't have a lot of riders well, these days in this industry. So. I understand Chaparral's point that they want that guy like, oh, Chaparral's the place you need to go. But making fun of them a little bit may not be the best angle. What about having the guy making, being made fun of also has X-Brand goggles on? Now, it's a five-year-old model yep. that they don't sell That's anymore. That's the model I wore. Oh, I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, so, okay. Um, if you're Rich Taylor at X-Brand, he's not happy. No, no. I, it brought me, brought me great humor I, I yes, loved it. yes 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 you, made you my and james lissamore very happy made my day lots of laughter directed towards me yes um who does the x-brand goggle support at the races but if you're rich or if it was fly racing or if i'm rich i'm pissed if, i would not if be that's an old ratty fly racing jersey not happy you're not happy no. so um i don't know if that commercial that commercial missed the mark in my opinion i don't know i understand the the theme behind it but you know, it's one of those things that I'm learning more and more. You really, really have to be careful about what you put out there because stuff is open to interpretation so much. And people are going to – you can say one direct thing, and if you ask eight people what you said, you're going to get eight different answers. So you really, yeah. really have to think stuff out. I mean, you can't miss the X on the strap. No, It's a no, shot. Yeah, it's, it's a close shot. Pretty brutal. I wonder what they were thinking. You know? What are they thinking? I don't know. You got that's that's kind of what I'm getting back to is you really, really have to think of every possible scenario that can come from what you're putting out there. Yeah. I didn't like it, but I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if it's gonna I know Rich was reaching out to Dave Dameron, the owner of Chaparral, to see to say, Hey, what's up? Because Chaparral does great business in X Brown goggles. Lots of business. Absolutely. Um, so that's, that's pretty bizarre. much everybody in the industry, honestly, does a lot of business there. Right. Very, very bizarre commercial. And, and I saw it for the first time and I'm like, oh, whoa, hey, whoa. And I, again, like, what? Okay, so take away the X brand goggles. Say he just had a black strap, uh, like Chad Reed. Um, it's still a sort of a mixed message commercial. Like, you know, hey, let's laugh at this guy. I don't know. Yeah. that It's a little bit of a bummer. It's for sure a bummer for X brand. Uh, it's a little bit of a bummer just because I have to be extremely careful about stuff like that. Like I would never make fun of a guy who's riding a dirt bike for any reason. So mm. I wonder for us, no. for X brand, it's obviously a big deal for me. It's kind of like, eh, whatever. You know, I don't really have a dog in the fight, but I wonder if he's going to get any backlash from that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Um, second thing to come out today, uh, Colton Eck. Uh, we've talked about this on the show. Motor Concepts has a cool deal going on where basically via social media, and I think results also. Um, they awarded a ride for the West Coast and possibly for the Nationals to a top privateer on the 250 Supercross West Coast class. Cold Neck was the winner. Uh, he qualified for his first ever main in Phoenix. First, second ever Supercross. So, JT, I mean, how, many, how many Supercross did it take for you to make the main? It's uh, a good question. Two. My second one. So you and Colton my Neck. Se- my second same, one. Same program. Yeah. Uh-huh. So congratulations to Cold Neck for uh, making the main in Phoenix. And uh, full privateer. So I there was sort of a 
results slash social media voting criteria to get on the team, and Colt Neck uh, won it. So congratulations to him. We tried to have Colt Neck on the show. I texted Colton this morning before he that was even announced. I said, hey, can you come on the Pulp Show? Because Race Tech suspension suggested it. Colton's been using Race Tech suspension, which, of course, as we know, is a privateer's choice for suspension out there. Uh, Michael Lieb, Chris Blows, lots of guys are on Race Tech, and uh, they're probably the oldest and one of the more, more successful suspension companies in the business. So I text Colton Neck and to come on the show. Then the press release comes out announcing that he won the Moto Concepts ride. Therefore, he replies back to me, I don't know if I can come on. Text me back, I can't come on. And nothing against Colton Neck. He's a good it's kid. Not his yeah, fault. not his no, fault at all. Like, no. He would gladly come on the Pulp Neck show. Uh, and I and I thought regard I thought, well, when I saw the press release that he won, I'm like, even better. Even he's, better. He's called into the show and asked questions before. He has. Yeah. Yeah, he's a listener. Yeah, yeah. So nothing against Colton Neck. I think it's so cheeseball that Moto Concepts doesn't let the guy come on the show. Mike Genova not happy with me over having Jake Canada on the show. Despite me having uh, Mike Genova himself on the show two or three times, having Mike Alessi on, having Tony Alessi on, they're pissed at me. I, it's stupid. It's uh, so stupid. Yeah. So let's, let's do a good thing by giving a privateer a ride. And it's a good thing. There's no other way to put this. It it's a good thing. You can't, you can't twist this any other way. So let's, let's do a good thing, and then let's just screw this. You know, Let's not talk about this good kick. This good thing. It, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, yeah. it's back ass words. I can understand. Publicity. I can understand his point a little bit, but it is a. It's a bit childish in the big picture. I, I had Jay Canada on. Big it, deal. It, I understand it. I and I read the the text back and forth some somewhat between you guys, and I do understand his point. I understand your point. Um, I think both of you have valid issues with what went on, and, and you're both right in a sense. The only, I think, the real only loser in this situation is Colt Neck. Colt Neck yeah. loses. And, yeah. But I really don't think I don't think Genova cares about being on the show. And I really think deep down, it's not a big deal if Mike Genova's not on the show anymore. Whatever, everybody kind of does their own deal, and everybody lives a happy life. But feel a little bit bad that you know Colt Neck, in his situation, he has help right now. But moving forward, shows like this are what get privateers out there. Sponsors like. You know, all the show sponsors listen to the show. They are going to get more familiar with this guy moving down the road when he sends an email or he ha- he needs help. Oh yeah, yeah, you were on the show. You you know, you sound cool, yeah, right? Absolutely. Uh, who's having Nick Schmidt, Schmidt, Nick Schmidt on? Yeah, this show. He's riding great. Made two main events. We're having him on tonight. Yeah, uh, and he deserves it. And uh, you know, if 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 every team held a grudge like Mike Genova holds against Jay Canada, we'd be in a lot of trouble because riders come and go. Teams come and go. Mechanics pass through the industry. We're all a big traveling circus that switches teams and switches jobs. I think they do, though. I think sometimes they do. The teams I've been on, there are some guys that are just like, hell no. We'll never touch that guy ever again. Right. So They fired Jake Canada. How's Jake Canada's career going along? He hasn't exactly taken off. He's been riding well. Right. Which is but- what Genova's point was. Yeah, you were kind of on the side. Well, yeah, you're, you should. You're going to do great. Blah, 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 everything's going to be fine. What am I going to tell Jake Cannon on the show? Well, hey, Jake, yeah. I said, hey, Jake, right. Mike Genova said, yeah, you, you really blew it. You wouldn't take up drug test, uh, and he goes, that's not true. Yeah, am I supposed to be? You're a fucking liar. Let me put you on a polygraph. No, yeah. I, I asked you Jake have to the take question. people at their word on the show. I asked Jake the question. Yeah. That's all I can do. Um, and but apparently, um, Mike Genova is looking at that one incident of having uh, Jake Cannon on the show. And uh, cutting his nose off despite his face, and never mind the other times that he's been on, that Tony's been on, that Mike's been on. I'd like to see another radio show that gives 
any team owner the platform that I gave Mike Genova to well, ramble on and on, which I like Mike Genova. He's got some good ideas, an outside businessman who's made a lot of money, and I told him such on the show. He has some wacky ideas. He also has some good ideas. Well, and I, and I like Mike Genova. I really do. Uh, he once offered me a job, and that has nothing to do with it. But I like the fact that he he's an enthusiast. He's not making any money off this sport. He's dumping tons and tons of money into it, and he – he, you know, he, he does this smart top thing, and he and he obviously is is tried with his Moto Concepts uh, stands and on and on and on. But long term, I don't think there's a future. He's not going to be really get any financial gain from this. It, he likes doing this. He enjoys being at the races, having a team, being involved. So I really, really like that side of it, and I appreciate him doing that because there are a lot of guys out there. Michael Essie is is a top level guy, but he's obviously benefiting from Mike Genova being in the sport. Uh, kids like Colton Eck. There are literally probably 20 kids that Mike Genova has in and out of has had in and out of his program that would have never been in that situation without Mike Genova. So he has done a ton of good. Uh, it's just unfortunate that you get into these situations where feelings got hurt, people are upset. What did I do? What did I do? Well, nothing. You, you in my to, eyes, look, I did nothing. You have to look at the big picture. Obviously, I'm looking at the, the Washougal was a job. huge deal. Washougal was a huge deal. Uh, then with the Jake Canada thing, if you start looking at it. Uh, cumulatively, there have been a lot of issues between both of you that are going to cause strain on the relationship. And I think he may take the Canada thing and it may not have been a big a deal if that was one isolated incident, but there have been, there have been a lot of things go on and I'm not placing blame or fault with either of you, but the more negative incidents that happen, the tougher it's going to be to have a positive relationship. So I just report the news, bro. Yeah, well, sometimes the news isn't good. So, all right, let's people move don't, on. People let's, don't like. Let's move when on other from people that. People talk negatively about them. In, yeah. in this media, in this sport. Uh, congratulations to Cold Neck uh, for getting the ride, and good job, Moto Concepts, on that. So, it should be interesting to see how he does. Uh, Sinjin. Hey, real quick, whoever, everyone that voted, good job for Cold. Yeah, you're a buddy. Um, you're a buddy of Cold Neck. He's got to be pretty happy, huh? Yeah, I, I talked to him a little bit. I know he was really busy today, um, but I talked to him just for a short period of time. Uh, my question for you, kind of, is: <clears throat> I know you want to get off the subject, but yeah, we do. Do you think well. there's? Do you think there's any way um, that Genova and them don't want him to come on just because you know it's so much? Like I know that he was out there today, and I'm sure it was a really busy day for him. Is it all because you think it's more of just like a fuck you, Steve, yes. or do you think there's no. any way it's just like he's he's going through so much they just want him just to chill, or is it all fuck you, Steve? No, no, no. Uh, I, t- I tweeted a little bit this afternoon, and Mike Genova reached out to me, and indirectly he said uh, he will not let his guys on my show. Oh, so it's like it is yeah. like a fuck you, Steve. Uh, it's I've disrespected um, and uh, and I've disregard uh, anything about his his team. So okay, all right. Just curious, and just so you know, yeah, he was always a listener, Colton, and his dad listens. They all, like his whole family listens like religiously. Wow, good job, Colton, so. uh, winning that. It's gonna be interesting to see how he does. Thanks, Injun. Yeah, get that later. All right, all right. Let's move on to Phoenix Supercross. Let's not forget we got your emails and voicemails uh, coming up as well on the show. Ryan Villapoto, Nick Schmidt, Wesson Pike, and Nick Way. All coming to Nick Way. Good job by Nick Way. Absolutely. Big strong bounce back weekend. rebound. Big bounce back. Do you think if we ask him about the strong bounce back, he's going to just say, I, I rode great at Anaheim? He, he will not admit that he bounced back. Uh, He'll be like, ah. It was extenuating know. circumstances. He kept crashing, and, and it right. wasn't like he was just straight up too slow all night in Anaheim. But no matter how you can twist it, and Nick's a little bit crazy sometimes anyway with his theories and what he thinks is yes and no stuff. So, Whatever I, we we both know it was a great bounce back. A lot yeah. of people. There was a lot of people saying, "Oh, you know, Nick's Nick's getting old. I don't know how it's going to go this year." I actually have money on Nick 
for a certain number of main events. You do. Yeah. yeah. So I believe in him. I think, uh, I think he's a smart racer and he, and he's done this so many times. He knows how to get in those main events and, and more times than not that he's going to get in there. And that's when, just like myself, that's when he does his best work is when he has 20 laps to sort it out. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 702-586-7857. MX Sports is done. Call in any time and, uh, and uh, tell us what you think. Let's go to Phoenix. Um, okay, RV had a great race, no doubt about it, passing all of his main competitors. Um, do we see – are we in danger of seeing like a streak here? Like a, a run, a little run by RV? It's always possible when you're talking about RV. Uh, I think – I mean, he was leading Anaheim 1. Right. Made a mistake. But yeah. – and this weekend he rips through the pack and wins. I don't think Although you're going to see challenge. like Carmichael in a one type streak or anything right. like that, just because I think too, there's too many guys that are too close. RC was just once he figured McGrath out, he was just so much better than everybody else. So I think you're going to see him uh, rack up a lot of wins, but it may be you know three in a row, then miss one, then two and two or three more. You know what I mean? That kind of yeah. situation. It would not shock me at all if he comes out and wins wins Anaheim two at all. You know, yeah. I, he's my favorite for sure to win. So it's a little scary that he was able to come back from tenth or so, eleventh. You know, he seems to be the only one. Well, James did it at Anaheim one, so we'll see if mm-hmm. he can find that form once yep. he gets better from the sickness. But he is consistently the only one that can come from the back to the front. What do you make of Stewie's? Stewie's weekend. Big crash in practice. Yeah, big crash. I didn't know what to make of it until after the race he talked about being sick, which makes a lot of sense to me because it would explain how he looked all weekend. He just had no fire, no intensity. Um, he just I don't want to say he got pushed around because that's not fair to him, but he really didn't have that James Stewart uh, aggression out there that we're so used to seeing. Anything different? No. <laughs> Nothing? No. Okay. No. The only uh, thing different was that he looked worse than he did at Anaheim 1. Yeah. But he did say he was sick. So, yeah, let's see what happens. Um, Chad Reed, one good race, one bad race. That's your guy, Chad Reed. So, we'll, he's he's got a big A2 coming up. What What's what's he what's he going to be? What's he going to be? Is, is We're going to see what's going to happen at A2. I think it's going to be very telling. Uh, I feel he needs to have a strong race again to silence the critics. I think he did a great job of that Anaheim one, but the problem when you have, have a really bad year is that as soon as you have a bad race, everybody's like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. You know, So he really, really – I don't think he cares so much what people think, but if he wants his competition to think he's for real, he needs to come out and, and be back in that fight again at Anaheim too. Justin Brayton was good. Congrats to the JGR guys who are now looking like geniuses uh, having Phil Nicoletti in the background. What the hell happened? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, obviously the Josh Grant thing's not so good, but Brayton was incredible. Yeah, he was um, good. Making a run at uh, RV even he a did. little bit. And I, you know, I don't think RV is so worried about Brayton. I think once he passed Brayton, it was kind of the, you know, the pulling of the tear off, just kind of like, okay, got him, you know. Yeah, yeah I'm RV, you're not. But Brayton fought back. Uh, I think Villapoto made a huge mistake. When Poto made a huge mistake, which opened the, I don't think that, that Brayton is a guy when Brayton is a guy when wow, I'm back. You know, if it was Barsha or somebody like that, I think he'd be a bit a bit more worried. What's Brayton's biggest strength? Do you think the whoops, whoops well, and starts without a doubt. Whoops and starts. Yeah, he's good at starts, huh? Yeah, um, yeah the whoops. Were, he was good in the whoops this weekend. And Always has been. Even in Arena Cross back in 2003 or two or whatever, he was incredible in the whoops. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even on KTM with no link. Always. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just he's just good at it. It's like Chad Reed. He's good at it. Stewart. Yeah. They're good at it. Um. You were not that good at it. 
No, one I of mean, your weaker I, moments. Yeah, I think being obviously being shorter, uh, I didn't have access to really, really change my bike quite a bit, like Carmichael or somebody could to improve themselves. Yeah, Fonseca, their bikes were tiny. You know, yeah. I, I didn't have resources like that, so I think. Cut your subframe and you called it a day. Yeah, I didn't. Ha- I couldn't make my shock shorter. I couldn't lower all. I, you know, I just didn't right. have access to that. So yeah, Se- I sucked there. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Give us a call if you want, um, and uh, tell us what's on your mind. Um, what we're going to give away right now is uh, the Moto Company, uh, one of our new sponsors for twenty fourteen. We have the Moto Company hoodie. It's an all black hoodie. Uh, Moto Company on front of it. Um, definitely uh, a pretty sharp looking thing that tells everybody um, your uh, your uh, sport. And uh, don't forget, if you go to the Moto Company, uh, they're giving away a two-year subscription to Racer X. Racer X, you heard of that magazine? Uh, it's pretty I, good. I don't know. I, uh, I have to get back to you. Uh, TheMotoCompany.com. Uh, fifth caller right now wins a sweatshirt for the Moto Company. So uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. And the fifth caller right now wins the, uh, wins the Moto Company sweatshirt. So we're, uh, we're looking forward to giving that away. We've got a Tech One Designs pitch shirt coming up. Uh, pitch shirt all with the, with the, the show's logos, show sponsors. On it, or you can pick and choose what you need, what you want on it. But Tech One Designs, they're uh, they're on it, and uh, they do a great job. So um, thanks to those guys, we're going to give that away in a little bit. We're going to try a new segment. Uh, I thought it worked well last week. Cold calling Kenny. Thought it went really good. Yeah, I mean it wasn't. I, mean, we got I don't old. think it was a design segment last week, but no. But yeah, let's try it let's again. Go with it. Yeah, let's. Cause I I think I mean last week we got a lot of info. It went really well. It's going to go really unpredictable, I think, I think this I, segment. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we're not going to really know uh, how it's going to go. So we're going to try to cold call Kenny uh, in a little bit. And uh, CCK? CCK. Uh, cold call Kenny. And uh, see what uh, – I got a few, a few questions for uh, our great Kenny Watson. So Barsha on Roxon. Roxon Instagrammed a little note. Not happy. Going to get him. He said in the Racer X interview today, too, that – Told Jason Wygant that uh, that guy's got one coming. I love it. We need, we need stuff like that. What did you think of the move? It was on the start straight after you come on. Um, flat start straight with a little bit of a powder berm. Definitely. Barsha was definitely trying to make sure Roxon couldn't turn. I don't think his intention was to make sure Roxon was on the ground. But I, I've seen Roxon – or I'm sorry, I've, I've seen Barsha do, Barsha do literally, literally dirtier moves. But at the same time, Barsha was incredible in the heat race, Dungey in the main event. Uh, he was on, he was back to his Bam Bam ways. So he obviously has made an enemy out of Roxon for now. Uh, I think Dungey was a little perturbed at the way he passed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know OS, he was pissed off about the heat race. So yeah, I, you know, as a, as a pure spectator, I think it's great. I, I want more action like that. I think if, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to be the guy that, that Barsha was running into, but I think for the for the fans, it's awesome. Right, we got our winner, uh, right, Devin? We got our winner for the Moto Company sweatshirt. Yep. Uh, what's the guy's first name? Can you say it on the air? Uh, Eric. Eric. Eric's uh, congratulations to Eric for winning the uh, Moto Company uh, sweatshirt. Are you sure um, it's not Lou? We had a little issue with Lou last <laughs> week. What? Oh, Lou's back. Turn your mic on so people can hear you. Motley Lou is on one. Okay. He wants to talk about arena cross. Lou. What's going on, Steve? What up, man? Hey, this whole uh, RC road to Supercross, we got to see Plessinger this weekend, Dude, two nights in a row. How about, how about, okay, listen, I like Tyler Bauer. He's a friend of the show. Uh, good guy. Kelly Smith, those guys are buddies of mine. Uh, I don't know if Gibson's still racing. I haven't seen yeah, him. Zach Ames. Okay, fly, fly. Bauer, Zach Ames, uh, Jeff Gibson, Kelly Smith. And this kid shows up that's like, oh, I got to race these things to race Supercross. 
and then he just dominates, wins two out of the four main events, right? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say dominate, okay. but he was on the pipe, that's for sure. That is a star racing guy now. Uh, a little bit of a bidding war last year at Loretta's with Rock River. He came to Loretta's as the Rock River guy. He left uh, Loretta's as a star racing guy, and I think there was some friction there. But Plessinger is the next guy for star racing to join Jeremy Martin and Cooper Webb. But he was good, Lou? Oh, he he was good. He was on it. He had a little uh, dust-up, uh, arena cross dust-up in the in the lights class on Saturday, but he got up and went out there for the two main events for the, the big bike class, and he, he showed something, I'll tell you that. He was on it. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I didn't see any highlights or anything else. Did uh, Bowers stay out of trouble? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I, I think this new system that we have in arena cross where the top ten or so in points, and then you go into the last, you know, they reset. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, going all out, which I can't blame the guy. A little right. banged up, a little bit of a limp this weekend. Yep. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, did, 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 I think the change is good. I went with uh, somebody that's not any Moto fan in the, the two main events and everything like that. They enjoyed it. So the, maybe um, something to think about for Supercross. Did anything fall off Donk's, uh, Bauer's bike at all? No, but I was talking to Donk. He said, you suck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that motherfucking Donk. <laughs> I supported Donk. Uh, no, that, um, that's, uh, that's addressing the note. Thanks, Lou. Yeah, no problem. Take Thank it easy. you. All right, that's a report from Arena Cross. Are you surprised that Plessinger would do that? It's I a am. little bit surprising. Because it's a different type of racing, as, yeah, we, as we've talked about. It is. Um, but these kids are good. Right. So, I mean, if he, if these guys were bidding on him and, it would, and you know, he's going to be expected to be on a good team like Star, uh, there's probably only a couple of guys that I would expect to be able to run with him in, su- in a Supercross environment. Mm-hmm. So you would expect him to be up front as well. Uh, Devin, we have a cold call, Kenny. And the results, please. Uh, first time was uh, phone was off. Second time went straight voicemail. Okay, fantastic. That has been cold calling Kenny, everybody, on the Pulp and Met <laughs> Show. So, uh, fantastic job at that. <laughs> We're off and running. We're yeah, off and running with Kenny. that segment. Cannot wait. So, love this guy right here. Was Roxon's move? Was Roxon right to say like Barsh has got one coming and all that? Is that like I don't know if there's a right or wrong, but. Roxon has always been one to speak his mind. Yeah. He doesn't pull punches. So, no. Uh, I, I think it's awesome. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I mean, if, if this was, you know, and football. And Bam Bam's not scared. If Bam. this was football, they, they're mm-hmm. getting in fights before the game and all kinds of stuff yesterday. So, we need more of that. And Bam Bam's not scared. No, right, bring Bam Bam it. doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. Bring yeah. It. He's, um, he's on board. Why do you think Barsha got that haircut? Because he looked ridiculous before. Yes. I, I mean,. If I have to choose, I'm I'm going old one You're over the new one. That doesn't surprise me with you. Why? Because that's typical of your style. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Um, I I think that uh, I think Barsha looked. He had a homeless man look to him. Yeah, that's not but, marketable. But now he's sort of got a boy band look to him. Yeah, that's marketable. Okay. Yeah, and I'm speaking on a level of they're trying to build ads and do things with their spin. You think they told him to do that? No, but they oh. probably like it. I mean, they're probably oh. somebody whispering is here. Hey, maybe clean it up a little bit. He really cleaned it up. Yeah, but that that stuff matters. Like if you're Alpine Stars, who's a global brand, yeah, and you're like, yeah, we need to do pictures, we need to do all these things. They're probably not excited about just an unkempt, crazy look. You know, they want something <laughs> yeah. that they can put out there that looks unkempt, respect. crazy look. Yeah, it's kind of what it was. <laughs> it's like an under, you know, underpass. The um, the bar show look would have worked good with shift ads back in the day when they were doing those uh, killer, crazy serial killer ads. Remember with Hepler? Hepler oh, wasn't yeah. in it, but it was <laughs> yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. Um, 
Um, let's go to Dale. Dale's been waiting. Dale, what's up, man? Hey, Steve. I just want to say, and, and I called in to the I show before A1. I said Stewart was going to be a lot better this year, so I agree with you. He yeah. is a lot better. Hey, I, another, I another well. thing to that Plessinger kid, mm-hmm. I, I just I happened to watch Loretta's uh, the 250B today on YouTube, which he won. You know that kid, his background is GNCC, which is kind of funny. Yeah, he's off-road kid. Yeah, yeah. That's... That he's doing well in arena cross. That's kind of funny. Yeah, he's going to leave that off-road world in a second if he if the Supercross motocross thing works out because it's more money than that, for sure. Yeah, Weege must love the guy. Oh, yeah. No, no. Weege is already bragging this weekend about his wins. Um, at a, Move your cup because of the camera. Um, Weege is already bragging about his wins this weekend about how the GNCC series groomed him. So he's all over that deal. Hey, I was going to say that Devin is way better than Tits. Okay. And I called in tw- but I called in twice so far tonight, and I went to voicemail. I never did that when Tits was there on the phone. Just saying. Uh, Devin, uh, he's- Dale has an issue. With, oh, with I'm you. sorry. He was I'm probably calling that, Kenny, that. What's going on? Cut him some sorry. He's probably calling Kenny. What's up, Dale? We're in mid-segment. Talk to me, bud. No, I was going to say, I-, I thought you were doing a way better job than Tits, but I called in twice, and it went to voicemail. Oh really? Never ever did that. Mm. Yeah, never. That never happened when Tits was man. I'm just saying. That's right. just saying. Hashtag, just saying. Hashtag, right. hashtag just saying. Uh, uh, probably was all busy. And... Show. You're doing a good job. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Thanks, Dale. All right. Thanks. Uh, well, you know, uh, Devin got some. Has got his half payment today. He did. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the downward slide. Begins. It's like a big NFL player getting that huge contract. Begins they just now. Mail it in. Yep. Begins now. No, this is going to be the good show. Okay. So yep. next, um, next week it's just downhill. Yeah. Will Hahn had a good ride, underrated ride, uh, 18th to 10th. Aggressive. 10. Yeah. He was lighting people up. No. Uh, was it Alessi? He Gurky. Gurky. In the semi, last lap. No, no, in the main, I mean. Oh, I saw him pass maybe. a couple guys in the main. Yeah, getting in there. He lit Gurky up the last lap, and they were both in. I was like, whoa, because yeah. that's, you know, yeah. obviously Gurky's my guy. Right. I was, like, a little bit surprised, and I, I understand he's being aggressive, but I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if it was the smartest thing he's, ever. He's but sticking it in. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. I, I think he probably feels a little bit of pressure to a Tomac out. He's got to be the guy. So You think? You think a little bit of that? Uh, I mean, there, it's got to be, even subconsciously, there's got to be a little bit more expectation put on your shoulders when I, – and I think he may have a problem with Tomac being the team leader guy because mm-hmm. they both – you know, he won the title and Tomac didn't. So, But I, I still think there's that – there's that feeling out there that Tomac's the guy that's expected to win, and, yeah. and will you know? Obviously, they was, want him to do good, but he was uh, he was sneaky good. There's yeah. no doubt. Um, so congrats to hey, uh, Will Hunt. Yeah. What's the difference between Tomac's and Han's bike? Full factory versus you know modified okay. production. Bike. Yeah, yeah, I figured, yeah. but um, yeah, it's a full deal for. Okay. But um, Han is more like on what a Wyndham had. Although Wyndham got work suspension taken away from him, and then when he came back for Honda outdoors, full factory bike. No, when he went came back for factory Honda. He said, After that. he said, I'll come back and ride for you bastards, but yep. then you're giving Next me a – Next year. Yeah. Yeah. And Got so his Han, bike back. Right. So he was basically pretty smart about that. Yeah. Um, and, it's all uh, about leverage. This oh, sport is all about leverage. You're telling me. Uh, Tyson. What's going on, guys? Uh, I know you guys are talking about the 450s, but talking about the, the lights. If I'm Dean Wilson, am I worried yet? Oh, yeah. No, no. You're, yeah. You're panicking. Yeah. JT? I have, you know, we've been talking about this for two days now, and and we still are arguing about it. Is I don't think it's panic time. Maybe worried. Worried's fair, because I think he expected and everyone expected him to do better. But it's it's not going to help to hit the panic button. Nothing good is going to come from that. So you diagnose a problem, figure out what's going on, figure out what's wrong, 
and try to correct it. He won his heat race. He was really fast in practice. He was what a, is a going on? Much better Dean Wilson than we saw in Anaheim one. I don't know. I, I'm not. You know, I'm not him, and I'm not his trainer. Oh, so. you're not him. Okay, thanks. Yeah, you're I, welcome. I, 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 I don't. I, I don't know. know. You know, I would love to know. I'm. Sh- I honestly think he would love to know at this point. So, if this, I'm if I'm Dean, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. If I'm Dean. Great radio. What are, you bro. Do- what are you doing? If I'm Dean. Well, that's great. That's just fucking great, man. Now, what the fuck are we supposed to do? We're some real pretty shit now, man. You finished. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do? Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? We better get back. That's what I'm doing if I'm Dean Wilson. I am freaking out. Game over, I'm yelling. Well, unfortunately for Dean Wilson, all of his friends just didn't get murdered by aliens. Which right. is what happened to Bill, or what's that guy's Bill name? Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How's, how's, uh, how's Mitch doing? Yeah, I, I tried to talk to him after the race, and he wasn't really having it. DeCoster declined an interview also saying he was frustrated. A lot frustrated. of frustrated people in the pits. DeCoster said, I'm frustrated. He says, get me next week. And Mitch just, glare, <laughs> Mitch just glared at me as he was having a meeting. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot I'm of frustrated in round people. Two. Mitch, Sealy's probably pretty frustrated. Dino, that Mike whole, Genova, that team. Mike Genova, Dungey. Yeah. Genova, uh, Alessi's bike had issues at the end. So Alessi's probably frustrated. There's a lot of people pissed off. Yeah. All right, Tyson. Thanks, man. Thank you. Uh, another call. Brandon, what's going on? Hey, what's going on guys? Thanks for listening. Hey, appreciate it. My uh, first uh, ever call in. I, I appreciate you guys putting me on. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Long-time for, listener, yeah, first-time caller. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Yeah. Uh, we'll be here every Monday night. It's a little radio nice. slang for um, Yeah, so my question was, uh, so RV2 led led the pack uh, maybe two, two-and-a-half seconds uh, in, in A1, and then, uh, you know, last weekend in Phoenix, he led it for maybe a couple seconds. Now, my question is, is is RV2 getting slower, or is this pack getting much, much faster? I'm looking at my expert here. Well, I thought you were going to jump on it. I, I don't know I don't yet. know what it's, I'm talking about. When are you going to realize well, that? Yeah, but it's still your show. I feel like RV's fine. He was, he was really sick at A1. He didn't let that on, but uh, Mathis can attest to the fact he could barely talk, and you just didn't see the same RV as, as normal. Phoenix... I know it was hard to tell because you weren't there in person probably, but he came from the back to the front on a track that no one was really doing that on. No one did that all night. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was impressed with his ride. He he didn't run away from everyone, but for him to come from 7, 8, 10, whatever he was, pass everyone, Barsha, Stewart, Dungey, everyone, and get to the front and basically control the race, I still feel like he's he's the guy to beat. I mean, there you know he, he drove that point home. Uh, pretty strongly, I feel, just by because everyone he passed had to watch the champ go by again and go to the front and win the race. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried at no. all if I'm, yeah, Ryan Villapoto or his no. team or anything. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're Ryan, you're like, okay, another weekend, accomplish the goal. Let's move along. Hopefully, I won't have that bad of a start again. It'll be much easier. Who was the fastest qualifier uh, this weekend? Villapoto. He was. Yeah. yeah okay. Villapoto. Yeah. Exactly. So that's yeah. uh, that's what I was kind of thinking. So, yeah, again, uh, hey, kids, hey, Roxin, hey, right, right. check this out. Yeah, Boom. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, right. I, mean, it, right. I, think, right. I think A1 was an anomaly. You right, know, right. I just really do. Mm. Uh, nice. Brandon, um, we got another Brandon on the line here. Is this Brandon? Yeah. Yeah, what's up, guys? Brandon wants to talk to, about RV also. So both Brandons calling in to talk about RV. 
Well, I just thought that I was looking at the lap times, and he dropped it a second, half a second the lap after he passed for the lead, uh-huh. and and another half a second the following lap. And also, I was listening to the Fly Show earlier while I was working. Yeah, I did on Sunday talking about Dungey, and I'm not a Dungey fan at all. I hate Dungey, actually. Why? Wow. Why do you hate, why do you hate Dungey? Strong words. <laughs> Only Mathis hates Dungey. I, I just think he's a bitch. That's all there is. Wow. To it. I think yeah, that the, Brandon. The championships. I think that the championships that he's won have been because people were hurt. Wow. wow. And that's cool. He still did it, but he can't. It very rarely does he beat these dudes straight up. Several of the top. But is, that, is that worthy of? Am I still on the line, guys? Bitch. Yeah, you're, you're there, Brandon. The other Brandon's still on. We got both Brandons on. I don't know if that's worth. Oh, very on. nice. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he can. He can pound me. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Ooh, that are you, I'm any are you offering? I'm a bitch. Too. Are you offering? I'm just saying <laughs> that I think that he is due a little bit more credit. He is a champion, and I think you know everybody's so down on him on his aggression. And yeah, he he sucks at passing, which is part of the reason I say he's a bitch. <laughs> but I think he's also thinking down the road. You know, it's a it's a really stacked field. I haven't heard DB weigh in on the field this this year, by the way, and I, uh, I do he, want to hear that. I like DB. He thinks it's deep. A lot. Just, it's just in. He thinks it's deep. Well, he's awesome. <laughs> but anyways, I think that Dungey doesn't even care right now. As long as he's on the podium, I think he's looking, you know, 12 rounds in to be second in points. And I'm curious what you guys think about that because most of what I heard in the fly show earlier was just, Saying that he needs to be more aggressive. Well, JT and I. Did you listen to? If he doesn't think he can survive being more aggressive, then second or third is what he needs to get. Am I wrong? We, myself, Jason Wygant, and JT here. We did a Racer X podcast wrap up, and uh, Weege and I are on the side of Villapoto's pass on Dungey was not good. JT's on the side of what was he supposed to do? It was. It just. It showed me a little. It showed me something that I'm like wasn't that blown away with. He really right, checked he let up him and, by, took yeah, a right and a left hand turn, as we said. If you reverse that, is is RV hanging a right? Is Stewie or Reed hanging a right? If they didn't no, hang a right, no. they were going over the hay bales. No, I, no. I agree okay. with you, but do you think he just doesn't care that much right now? No, because he, he, he cares. cares. He two or cares. three of these guys are going to get hurt. No, no he no. cares. He, you can't question the desire or drive of a dude like Ryan. Dungeon. I just feel like when he doesn't think he has mm-hmm. it, when he doesn't think he has it, he's not going to put himself in a spot where he blows it. When the nights he feels it, like a la Minneapolis, he's going for it. He's won plenty of races. When he feels like he has the pace to go, he's going. I don't think I just don't think he had it. He couldn't catch Brayton when he got in a second. He couldn't do anything with Bill Poto when he went by. I just think that was what he had. And what you know, he's not gonna so he's what, not gonna bury himself. So whatever in the ground it is, whether it. it's his setup, whether it's his head, you just think he just he didn't have it. Well, right? I mean, he was right there with the leaders. It wasn't like he was 10, right. 10 or fifteen seconds back. I just don't think he could go anymore. He was giving everything he had. Bill Poto had more. So sometimes just right. nights go like that. You know, instead right. of and Stewart, being, being right there with the leaders and then just stepping past them the way Philip Poe right. did are two very different things. Right. I just think his, his approach and a guy like James Stewart are very different. Where Stewart, the old James Stewart, if he didn't have it, he was just forcing it anyway. If he wasn't feeling right. it, screw it. I'm just gonna make. I'm just gonna make myself feel it, and then I'll, right. he would auger himself into the ground half that's, the time. That's doing called that. rape in some countries. <laughs> but it, it's, it's just a different approach. Their their approach to a, a series is just different, and it may be to Ryan Dungey's detriment at times. I I, I can agree with that. But it, it also, when he's won his championships, it has worked to his benefit. 
Thanks, Brandons, both of you. Right. Thanks both to both. Hey, hey, just want to give thing. just want to give a, a quick shout out if I could to uh, BTO Sports rider uh, Adam Intignat, number seven twenty two. He's from uh, Lompoc, California. Yeah, uh, that's my hometown there. So just want to give a big shout out to him. Intignat is cool. I interviewed him last year. He's a good dude. Yeah, he uh, finally he made a main last year. I'm I'm waiting yeah. to see him make another one. That's sweet. Right on. Cool. Hey, are you, am I still on here? You are. One more question. What about Aaron Hansel? What about him? What do you think? Is he an all right dude? How long have you guys been working with him? I grew up with him. No, he's a good he guy. He me a lot when I was a kid. No, Hansel, man. He's cool. Yeah. So I Hansel at A1. Right. Good dude. Yeah, I like him. He's an awesome dude. JT? Yeah, super nice. I mean, uh, super nice. We don't, we don't obviously have too much face-to-face interaction. You know, yeah. any of us together, but obviously we all, you know. He's hot all, right now. All, Hansel's hot right now. Yeah, we're yeah. always passing emails amongst Thank, each other. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you. All right. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break of the night. But let's try to squeeze in a couple calls. Nash. Gentlemen. Gentlemen, what's up? I got rapid fire for you, Steve. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Bring it, bro. Did, did you drop your nachos really for real when you saw Wake crash? Yes. No. Did you really? No. You really let go of nachos? No, I was there. He did not. Thank you, JT, for the voice of reason. Uh, rapid fire question number two. Will you ever get Dungy on a post-race interview? Like, I'm figuring yes. you could put a disguise on, no, and I, jump out of a porta pot and no, say, listen. I'll, I'll get him. I'll, I'll get him. I just, just, Thank you. Just, That's yeah. your mission for the year. Pretty pleased with sugar on top. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, question number three. Um, will, will the retaliation with the Barsha – Slash, uh, rocks and incident keep going. Uh, JT hopes so. <laughs> I think I think without a doubt. I think okay, I, don't, I, don't, I think Barsha was probably like f you, bro, when he read the mess when he saw or heard about the message. Oh, and bam, bam. Yeah, I, I don't think he cares. I, I really think he's like, okay, let's do this. And Roxon, <laughs> when he gets a shot, he's going to take it. So, yeah. yeah, nice. Did did the X brand legal team call Chaparral yet? For that awesome commercial with commercial with the kid uh, riding through the pit looking like a spode, where and he's got X brand goggles. We on. we Did talked about it at the beginning of the show, Nash. Yeah, I don't think they're too happy. I think there's definitely going to be like, hey, come on, can we do something about this talk? That's so, unacceptable. Yeah, I love it. Very nice. And uh, I'm surprised Weege wasn't running out on the track hugging Brayton when he oh, came. Oh God, he was so excited. How sick he, was it? In the, he kept, how sick was he? Was he over the top? He kept saying, "We can do this. We can do this." I don't. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't think he could really get out of his chair at the moment. If right. you catch my drift. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love it. Thanks for the Christmas presents, Nash. I'm done. Cheers. Thanks for the presents, Nash. All right. See ya. Last call before we go to commercial. Linda. Linda. Yep. What's up? How are you? Hi. Thank you. I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? We're, we're great tonight. What's ha- What's happening? Well, my question is, I was at the race, my first uh, life race in Phoenix last weekend, and I don't know if you guys noticed, there was a voting board where you had to text in right before the main event of the 450, and there was a little photo listed, um, Roxon, Reed, Stewart, and others, but Dungy was not among them, so I don't think that's quite fair. Um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, last year, they didn't have like a heat race winner listed. Somebody came out and won a heat, and then he wasn't listed. It was like a big guy, and we were laughing. I have no idea, Linda, how that gets chosen or whatever. It's nothing personal against Dungy, I'm sure. Um, 
JT, any, I, I don't, I, it just, I don't it's know. It's probably idea. just an oversight. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, they, they can only do so many guys probably, and who knows, they may rotate those guys. Yeah, somebody you know, gets know. left out. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm, I hear you, though, Linda. I, I don't, but I don't know what, why that happens, but we, we have laughed at that before because sometimes they've had guys that have no chance of winning up there. Okay, because actually I even uh, watched the recorded race on TV the next day, and even uh, in the commercial they listed the top riders and they talked about the top riders, and there was actually Barsha in there and all the others, and even there was Sanji missing. And I'm like, what's going on? Is there like something it, like going on against Sanji? No, 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 definitely not. No, nothing. Just, just. Just oversight. No, no, yeah, he's one of the stars of their sport. Yeah, yeah they, would, they would never. And do look, that. look, why? He he never says a bad thing. No. He's always well spoken. Uh, he's a handsome looking dude. He's a poor past champion. Yeah, he, he he's hard to hate. Yeah, I, I mean, the guy earlier called him a bitch. Absolutely, thank yeah, you. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. So whatever was said first, I'm I'm very thankful. Thanks for putting me on because he's such a humble guy and uh, he's one of the few guys who stays grounded and is very very consistent. Might not always push it, but. He is absolutely up there with his consistency. When uh, when he retires, he'll be one of the all-time greats for sure. Thanks, to, thanks we, Linda. We need to put Linda on the line with Brandon. Yeah, they, Linda, they, yeah. They Linda, hash, Linda hash can hash it out whether, yeah. whether Dungy's a bitch or not. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks, Linda. Thank you. All right. Who knew that women listen? Besides Pookie. My mom listens. True, Cindy. Does Debbie? Only, no. when, only when I'm on. Yeah. If Cindy's listening right now, hi, Cindy. She's not. She's, she's going to bed. She just texted me. Good night, Cindy. Nash. Hey, I totally I had a mental flame out. Hurry I up. forgot to tell you. What's up? Did you not notice that the first Brandon sound a lot like, and may I quote Kenny, Mike Ginobili? It sounded just like him. I'm telling you right now, I'm downstairs in my basement with a tinfoil hat on my head trying to conduct it. <laughs> we uh, we can tell. Yeah, we, we can tell. Thanks, Nash. I'm serious. <laughs> Thanks, Nash. <laughs> we know All you right. are serious. Uh, JT, real quick before we take a commercial break. Uh, Josh Hansen was going to race Phoenix. He was. He rode Press Day. Yep. What? Uh, but initially, he race. initially he wasn't going to. That wasn't his intention. Just then doing like felt, a video or he something. He felt great in, pra- in uh, Press Day, and he's like, "Let's go, let's do it." And then uh, the word I got was part of his penalty from the Alex Ray incident at Anaheim last year was he had to take uh, certified anger management classes to participate again. Uh, he was fine, blah, blah, blah. They took care of that, but he never did the anger management. So when he went to sign up, they're like, okay, where's your certification, blah, blah, blah. And he said Jack Dickelson's right over there or no? <laughs> yeah. He, he was like, oh, man, I completely forgot, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, go do it, and you're fine. Right. You know? So obviously he Who was, knew the AMA would, like, stick to stuff? Yeah. I Good mean, job, AMA. Do you think, though, that they just don't want him out there? No, no, I don't think so. No. No, why I don't, not? I don't know. I, I think they're trying to eliminate guys they consider to be troublemakers. Wow. The last time Hanny was on a track, that wasn't good. But Hanny's good. And that, I heard that from – he's a good rider. Oh, well, of course I he's heard, a good rider. I heard yeah. people at Phoenix Press Day being like, wow. He jumped a section that nobody else did, nobody else did on Press Day. What did he do? Some quad somewhere. I, I still couldn't figure out where they were, but I had numerous people telling me Chad didn't do it, <laughs> on and on and on. Nobody else did it. So the guy's skills are undeniable. It's just – Right. For him to be a serious racer, he's going to have to kind of change his lifestyle. What was the word in the anger management movie? Ar- Zarumba? Aruba? Wusa? Wusa? That's on Bad Boys too. No, that's not the word. Wusa. 
Goose for Goose for bra. Goose fraba. Goose fraba. <laughs> That's it. Was the word in the movie? Yeah. Hanny Goose fraba. All Thanks. right, everybody. Taking our first commercial break of the night. Weston Pike's going to come back on. Uh, Nick Way's coming on. Uh, then we're going to have Ryan Villapoto. Then Nick Schmidt, the milestone assassin. And uh, we thank everybody for listening on the BTOsports.com. Uh, Pulp Mech Show, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Cherubis, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, the Moto Company, who gave away a sweatshirt from those guys. Check out themotocompany.com and Optics, and we will be right back on the show. Thanks. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Blighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? 
It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they are available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand got Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, Proven on the track. 
your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Micah Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
They shot a movie once in my hometown. Welcome back, Pulp MX, Pulp MX Show. Yeah. Old school Aaron Smith is hard to beat. <laughs> That's tragically hip. Oh, and, really? and that, those gentlemen right there, perhaps put on the finest rock concerts I've ever been to. That sounds like a, like a nursing home, tragically hip. Ah. Like everybody just busting their That's hip. Gord. And Gord we trust. Fantastic. Blow it high dough. I like that the intro song has a has the F bomb. Here we go. When you blow it high dough. Blow in high dough. Blow at high dough. Blow at high dough? Is that what intro song? Oh, the Matthew Good thing? Yeah. Oh, we're hardcore, bro. F bomb. Did, did I tell you the story about how I picked that song? Like Howard Stern. Did I ever tell you the story of how I picked that song? Uh no. Before uh the Moto Show started with yeah. Paul Lindsay. Yeah. That ha- is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull. Did we have that? That the, song? That show for the I didn't Paul Lindsay. To that show. For the Paul Lindsay episodes. I don't know. I don't I don't don't know. Anyways. I forgot what I was going to say. Welcome back. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces. Hey, uh, Atlas Neck Braces number one athlete, RV, coming up. Phoenix Supercross winner. Over or under uh, number of times he makes fun of me. Uh, 27. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Fly Racing owns Jason Thomas here. JT, we got some stuff to give away. We do. Talk, talk about it. Uh, so it's our Fly Light Hydrogen Gear uh, designed and built exclusively initially for Trigon and Andrew Short to race in because it is so light and that's what they wanted. Team Honda wanted them to come out with something that was specifically built for high-end Supercross guys that took all the weight out of the gear. Uh, we launched it last year, the beginning of the year, and it's done incredibly, incredibly well. Uh, so now we have four colorways instead of two, which we have the black and high viz, which is a yellowish color. Uh, so we'll just give it away. 
We have 34. Size 34 pants. And size large jersey. Size large jersey. That's yep. what we got. Yep. We got some samples. If you don't, if so. you win and you can't wear it, give it to your buddies. Yeah. Please don't sell it on eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please don't do that. Um, okay, and so what we're going to do uh, to give it away is, um, JT, you were uh, never better than you were when you were number national number 36. You were never better. I think that's not true. I, I no, In my heart, that was when you reached your pinnacle. Okay. When you were 36. You were a full factory rider. That's bad news. You were a full factory rider drawing a $75,000 salary. You wonder why people think you're crazy. So, in all, and because of that, uh, we are going to get, take the 36th email into contest at pulpamexshow.com. The 36th email gets fly, light, hydrogen gear, size 34 pants, size large jersey. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Number 36, because JT was never better. And he was number thirty-six. Our next guest also is uh, um, um, probably been never never been better. Although he's number forty. Do you make this stuff up? You just like he's. Ne- you don't think Weston Pike? No, no, ever- no. The thirty-six thing. What? As far as what? You're. I, I don't. That was like one of my worst years ever. No, but you were a factory guy, and you you look good. You're JT. Uh, yeah, Troy Lee Gear. Your look was sharp. You're a factory rider. You were on top. You had that condo in Tampa where I stayed. <laughs> it was a nice condo. We went riding together a few times. Like, life was good when you were 36. I guess. I don't know. Dude, it was You're good. crazy. All right, okay, Sorry, whatever. Bro. I mean, look. I didn't look as good as Weston Pike does. No, no, because Weston Pike is a fly racewear yeah. athlete. So, And he actually goes fast. Hey, did you know Weston Pike's appearance on the show brought to you by Vortex Racing? I did not. If you want a discount on Vortex sprockets or bars or anything Vortex makes, uh, go on the uh, sponsor deals on Pulp Mech Show. Dot com. Uh, Vortex is, uh, besides the sprockets that James Stewart wears, they also run, uh, uh, they make a sweet bar. It's a V3 motocross handlebar. 29% stronger. Nice. Did Moser write this? Uh, probably. 29% stronger than a competition. You can ride with the confidence knowing that the Vortex has put years of research and development and testing into those super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. Let's not keep them waiting any longer. It is uh, arguably the number one privateer in the sport today. Weston Pike. What's up, Weston? Are you able to talk like uh, your lungs are sore or, or what? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm going to be off. That crash was bad. You saw the crash, eh, Wes, on a video, right? Yeah, I watched it, yeah. Holy sweet Jesus. Did you spin coming out of that turn? What, what happened? Ha- yeah, what the hell? What, what are you do? What, what went wrong? Um, I don't know. Just a slippery spot of the track all night, and I just, uh, like a last-minute kind of, Spin up the face. I kind of slid around the turn, and then, I mean, I didn't have the best drive, but then, like, right when I got into it, I kind of had a little bit more spin, and it just shot me running low, and from there, it was done. I know that feeling at that track. You think, like, especially if you screw the turn up, and then you're dependent on, you know, that last face drive, and you spin, you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it on Brett Q's Instagram. I imagine it's out there. Maybe, Weston, do you have it on your Instagram, or... I, I yeah, I got it on mine. Okay, Weston Pike's Instagram. Watch this crash. Oh. It, it's, it's, it was way worse than I thought. I saw Weston down, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, right, shit. Right. You know, that's, Weston's one of our top guys. And then I watched the video. I was like, holy moly, how did it even get up? Oh, so, yeah, bad. Um, are you okay? Like, you're going to race this weekend? Yeah, I'll be racing this weekend. Uh, just, uh, I was just kind of coughing up blood for about four hours after. Um they just sent me to the hospital just for precautions, just so nothing was wrong. And then um, just kind of, you know, sore wrist, sore hips, and, yeah. you know, just kind of feel like an old man right now. But 
It's I know good, the feeling. It's a good thing you don't believe in hospitals and coughing up blood. Um, <laughs> All right. Damn, dude. Yeah. Well, hey, look, um, you had some bike problems at A1, but um, as I wrote in Razorhead, you had the sixth fastest time in the main event. Um, in Phoenix, you won your semi. Um, so you 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 know you you have a DNF and a and a and a DNF two DNFs to start the year, but I don't know if there's been too many guys faster than you. So you got to be um, even though you have DNF DNF, you got to be happy with how the season started, right? Yeah, you know, I'm definitely happy. You know, I'm my my speed's there, and you know everything's been going well. I just gotta you know not have mechanical problems, and then you know we gotta just you know work on stay on two fields and finish in the races. And then, you know, from there we should be able to build more and get stronger. So, um, and I was talking to your dad a little bit. Your program's uh, a little better this year, a little tighter with your success you had last year. Talk about uh, who's helping you and kind of how it all came together. Yeah, so um, as of for 2014, motorsport.com came on as a title sponsor. Um, they came aboard as of my other sponsor from last year, which is still this year, is uh, HyperX. Uh, race where it's just due, and he kind of put the whole thing together and, you know, was dealing with Jerry and everything, and that's kind of how the whole motorsport thing came apart. And then, you know, from there, it was like, you know, we can afford to, to do all the rounds for Supercross and Outdoors and, you know, get a rig and kind of have a better presentation than, you know, than previous stuff. So, I mean, it's been, you know, as of, as of right now, everything's been, you know, going pretty well. So it's it's... Pretty cool. Yeah, the uh, I don't know if all those guys wearing your shirts are on payroll or not, but your whole pit image is a lot better than you and Lou in a van. Like it, you've stepped it up, man. You look like you got like a well-oiled machine going on there. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely cool. Yeah, you know, we got you know got a step people one of the tents. It's nothing like a you know the factory team, but mm-hmm. you know with the amount of people we have, you know that's as many people as you actually need to actually do it right. You don't need the extra thirty people to be surrounded. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and did Suzuki and Yoshimura help out a little bit? Did they see some some results? Obviously, what you did last year, and did they anything? Did they do anything? Yeah, no, they're they're both helping me out this year. They came on board and you know wanted to support me as a privateer, and you know I I, really, I enjoy riding Suzuki's and I enjoy all the um, Yoshimura products and stuff like that. So it's been that's been awesome that they came aboard and you know wanted to help out more. So mm-hmm. and, uh, it's been awesome. What do you think, JT? What's Weston's improvement this year? It's there. It's uh, noticeable. I, I really think it's just been a continuous process. Um, I think it's been steady since, you know, 2010, 2011, 12. I think it's just gotten better and better. Uh, and, you know, we started to see huge improvements in the, in the last summer, even, you know, the end of Supercross last year. Uh, I just think he's ha- he's on a much more steady program where he's not switching bikes every week. He's not going from, you know, Yamaha to Kawasaki to Suzuki and right, back. Right, so right. Uh, he's got some consistency in the program, and, and he's got a good bike. I'm sure Yoshimura's doing great things for him, and I think he's, you know, he's on the right track. He's got a lot of people helping him, uh, showing him the things you need to do that are going to get you to the top level, and it's just, uh, you know, it can't happen overnight. So he's he's it's building blocks. 702-586-7857. If you have a, a call or a question for Weston Pike, uh, call in and uh, how's the jump doing that you hit it? Did it make it or did, did it, was a jump pronounced DOA? <laughs> I don't know if you feel so they moved the jump. So. Oh, dude, that, God, Weston, that was gnarly. Did you, did you get up or did you yeah. did you get met, uh, muled off? Oh, I got right up, but I just my legs were <laughs> of like you did. Right, right. paralyzed for a minute. I couldn't feel my knees or my legs, so I kind of like had to pull off the track and yeah. get right back because I really couldn't walk on. So, damn, yeah, that's that's gnarly. Um, hey, what? Uh, and yeah, and again, you said it uh, for people who are wondering. 
doing all the outdoors too. I mean, last year you raced three of them, top ten I think every time. Maybe I think you, you did five of them. Five. Of yeah, them? I did five. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll fire a list some more. He told me three. <laughs> um, so you did five of them, um, and I, man, you had some great motos. And so you're doing all of them this year, and. Geez, geez, JT, is Weston maybe a better outdoor rider than an indoor rider? You know what? I would I would have said definitely a few years ago, but I really right. don't think there's yeah. much difference now. His, his skill set's improved, and I, I don't I don't think so. I think it's he's a top legitimate top ten guy in both series. And 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 the uh, yeah the speed is good in the field. Obviously, we talked about it. And then there's Weston who gets the sixth fastest time in A one. Like it's like yeah, and and he's still overlooked. Yeah, you know yeah. it's. When is it? When is the day going to come when we're not just shocked, like that he's ninth in the first practice and yeah. he's sixth fastest? You know that that day is coming. Right. You can't do this continuously, I, race after race. Before it's going to become, oh yeah, yeah, Weston's top right, two big deal. Right. You know, and Weston, it's cool because you're not you don't have any factory parts. You're doing it with all the stuff, all your sponsors over over um, over the counter stuff and testing and and working on the bike and helping it out. And you know, it says something to the. To the guys that say, oh, if I only had that bike. Say, oh, if I only had that bike. Reed's beating me is I don't have a factory bike or what, whoever beating me. Um, there's Weston on a bike that you can kind of buy. I think there are certain guys where that may be true. But then there are other guys that say it. I'm just like, dude, give me a break. <laughs> Some, you, NASA, NASA could hand you a rocket ship and you're not, you're not beating any of those guys. So. You never said that, JT? No. I was very. So you didn't think when you got on the Husky that things were going to turn around? I thought things were going to go downhill. <laughs> the first day I rode it. Well, you took the Before money. Before I got my bike, I thought, yeah, we're going to the top. Right. And then I got my bike driving home, and I go, oh, we are what do you so think? effed. What about Lance Lampson? What do you think uh, he thought? Of? He thought he was going to the bank. Yeah. Yeah, he was going he's to like, the bank. yeah, cha-ching. Speaking of bank, Weston, are you doing okay as a privateer? Are you, are you making a little bit of money, and you're able to uh, – you know, like focus on training and practicing and all that is, is it financially wise? Are you, are you making a good go of it? Um, you know, it just, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say, you know, it's with the sponsor money I have to go racing, you know, it's still, I'm still on a super tight budget. And, you know, this year I still will be putting out a fair amount of money out of my own pocket to, to finish the series. But, you know, with the help of motorsport and, um, you know, fly racing and everybody else that's helped me out, you know, this season, um, you know, it's you know, I'm making a little bit of money, but it's not like I'm making a killing. You know, I'm still on a privateer budget, and yeah. you know, it's still it's still expensive to go racing, especially to do it at the level I am now with you know a big rig and you know, gas is expensive. And I got yeah. you know I got a full time mechanic driver, and you know I I have people that I got to pay now, and you know it costs it costs a lot more money. So it's you know it's it's right. still a struggle, but you know I'm I'm happy with how everything's going. I'm happy with what I got. So it's what's you know, I'm, I'm fine so what's the one thing that uh that you do that is sort of privateerish that you wish you didn't have to like is there more driving or do you still are you able to fly to all the races or is there some piece of work stuff that you wish you could have for your bike or is there something where you think about man this would be easier if i was a factory guy is there one thing that you think about um besides going to I mean, the bank i, I don't know dude chair. i mean i've been I've been proud of for so long that, you know, I actually, <laughs> right. I enjoy working on dirt bikes and, you know, I, there's really, right. I don't know, it's a hard question, you know. I, I, I can tell you what it used to be on Fridays when I would get to the track, I would <laughs> go to my truck and drop my bike off mm-hmm. and I would walk by Weston and he was balls deep inside his motor, changing, putting a new piston yeah. and stuff. I'm like, I'm going to the hot tub. Hold on though, Weston is balls deep? Yes, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Not He's Louis? rebuilding his motor at the track. I didn't know Weston would like, do that. I'm out. I'm going to the hot tub. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
car's picking me up out front. Right. And Weston's just, yeah, trying to fit this cotter pin and, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, wrist yeah. pin, whatever those things are. I don't even know. You, how can, to you can do a top end, Weston, on a four-stroke? Oh, I can do everything, dude. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's I, cool. I, Look at this guy. Yeah, Look at this guy. I, I was, like, pointing I, and laughing. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was a bird, uh, Ty Birdwell's mechanic and Fernet was doing all the work, yeah. he had a meltdown, a, a psychotic meltdown one day over the fact that he was working on the bike <laughs> while Birdwell was in the hot tub. Literally. Same scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was freaking out. Right. And I'm like, sorry, bro. Like, you don't have money. <laughs> um, but, hey, Weston, what uh, – and, and for this weekend, too, um, uh, Weston Pike and Nick Way sharing autograph table. Saw that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Both smiling. Well, yeah. Motorsport guys. Well, uh, oh, okay. So, yeah, we're both, we're both motorsport guys, but – the I whole see. Phoenix setup is the most stupidest setup to to try to you know mm-hmm. do autographs for people, especially when my truck and Nick's truck are parked behind huge ass semis, and you can't even. Everybody's asking like, oh, "Where you put that? Where you put it?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm in the back behind all the semis," and you know, so Nick Nick had a little bit of an opening, you know, so he shoved the table out there in between two rigs, and we kind of just shared the little table. So that was, uh, I like it. You know, good. We can get some autographs out there. I like it. Uh, Chris has a question for you. Chris, welcome to the show. What's your question for? Uh, Privateer hero Weston Pike. Hey, how you doing? How we doing? Um, I have a question. Uh, Weston, as far as being a privateer for so long and having some of the best equipment out there besides the factory uh, riders, why? How come you didn't get the factory um, spot with James on a uh, Yoshimura Suzuki, even though Matt Moss had it? But everybody <clears throat> out there, thousands of people can see that you're a lot better than them. You have top fives and top tens. And now um, you're close to being uh, having championships, and um, you're a runner up for a while. How come you didn't even get that spot? Well, Chris, I, Matt Moss doesn't oh. have like a permanent spot. He's only over for a little bit, I believe. Four or five races. So the the question, yeah, I guess, is was is yeah, it, why wasn't there like a second spot open for you, Weston, uh, at yeah. Yoshimura Suzuki? I imagine that they, if there was any money there, they must have talked to you. Yeah, I mean, I just it's just a you know it's just a budget thing, and you know obviously. You know, James Stewart on there, that's, you know, that's a big, big check, you know. So, I mean, it's just kind of, it was more of like a thing where, you know, they could just help me out instead of, you know, putting me on the team and stuff like that. So, um, you know, who who knows the come for 2015, what could happen. But, um, you know, that's just kind of how it went down. So, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Chris. Right. You're welcome. Thanks. Uh, let's see. Cody. Cody, you want to know if he's faster indoor or outdoor? Cody? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, man? What's happening? Hey, what's up, JT and uh, the Manitoba assassin? Thank Mathis. you. That's me. And uh, anyways, yeah, I want to ask Pike if he feels like he's a better uh, supercross or outdoors rider. I know he wasn't able to really do the full outdoors last couple seasons, but uh, yeah, yeah. We uh, we talked um, about it, JT and I did, but what do you think, Weston? I mean, it's 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 a give or take. You know, I mean, supercross, it's. It's definitely a lot harder. I mean, it's a shorter race, and you know, um, my track record of not getting the best starts. I mean, I have more of a chance of doing better outdoors because I have more time if I get a bad start. But um, I mean, I, I prefer. I mean, I, I like Supercross more over outdoors just because it's, it's not as death-defying every single weekend and, and so demanding. You know what I mean? But you know, it is what it is, and I enjoy I enjoy racing both. So I mean, it's kind of I prefer Supercross more over outdoors, but. Um, yeah, it's just we got to do what we got to do. Thanks, Cody. Right on. Hey, thanks, Lai. I just want to say uh, thanks to JT. I'm the dude that got that jersey. Oh, right whole on. private jersey or whatever deal. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, he sent oh, cool. that out. Thanks, man. Thanks for doing that. Right now we're giving away another jersey to, uh, I think, I think uh, Cody Gilmore's winning the poll right now. Yeah? Cool. Mike Mason jersey. So. Cody, good people, man. Now, Albertson's pissed because 
he's not on the list, and I didn't put Pike on the list. Too good. That's yeah. your stance. Not Chism, mine. Chism. Yeah, I, yeah, that whole thing. I mean, if people. I mean, I'm a privateer, but you know, I get I get support from people. You know, and there's there's yeah. more people out there that deserve you know that kind of money over I do. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so you're not going to. No, I get yeah. support. So if if I was on the list, you know, I would I would have just turned around and you know gave that money to someone else. You know what I mean? That actually is a privateer that deserves that you know five hundred bucks. That's actually taken out of the van. You know? Yeah, we're we're giving it to guys that are like literally like. Like basically homeless vagrants, <laughs> you know. We're giving it to the guy. John Knowles from Scott said a, a rider came up to him this weekend and said, "I didn't, I don't have any goggles." <laughs> so we're giving it to those guys. Yeah, uh, so, yeah exactly. Uh, anyways, last call for a Weston Pike here, and it's about Chuck. Chuck, what's up, man? Hey, hey, what's going on, Steve? I'm sorry, I'm real sick. Had my jaw broken and just got it on unwired. It's not a question for a Weston per se. Um, it's a question about the guys up in the booth. Why do they have to have a rotating schedule and have uh, Ricky, you know, switch back and forth? Why can't they leave, like, K-Dub up there and have uh, Ricky down there on the field? Because uh, I feel he uses uh, a lot of poor grammar when he's up there uh, announcing the race. Um. And... um I think K-Dub would bring a lot more to it because he's more relevant and uh, just retired, and Ricky likes to go back and forth against uh, Jeff about, you know, titles and all that kind of stuff. And um, I don't know. What's your your call on that? This is not me recording myself calling it as Chuck, if anybody's wondering. Um, No, you know what, uh, Chuck? Ricky's not going to make all the races. So Wind- oh, I know he's not going to make so all Wyndham, the races. Wyndham's going to be in the booth when Ricky's not there. Wyndham's going to all 17, doing the transfer, doing the opening ceremonies and all that. Um, right. So Ricky uh, is a huge part of Feld's plans. He does the opening ceremonies. He's got a road to Supercross, bro. Exactly. He yeah. is the announcer. He has a, a road to Supercross program with them. So I don't. I just don't see them – kind of breaking up anytime soon. I do happen to agree with you that Wyndham would be better in the booth. I think he's proven that given the opportunities he's had. And, and I think he will prove that again when he's in there. So uh, the problem is that, that Feld and Ricky are very much in bed together. Uh, okay. All right. Because uh, I think that uh, K-Dub, he's just, he's more relevant. And um, he just brings a lot more to the sport than uh, Ricky does. I know Ricky's the GOAT. But he's not the goat of Supercross. He's the goat of motocross, you know. He has 150 wins. But uh, K-Dub is more, you know, fan-friendly. And, I'm uh, just going to let Chuck go on for an hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is, he's making all your points for you. Go on, Chuck. Let yourself go. Mathis has a lighter. Thanks, buddy. All right. Have a Thank good you. one, guys. Thank you. Ah, Chuck. I like Chuck. <laughs> Chuck seemed like a smart guy. All right, I know I said it was the last question for Weston Pike, but that didn't count because that wasn't for Weston right. Pike. So let's really go to the last Great question. Great job, Devin. Uh, Gary. Gary. Hello, yes. Gairdog. What's up, Gairdog? Hey, uh, thanks for taking the call. I had a question for Pike. He's he's on the line. Right on. Um, well, first of all, um, I'm a big fan of the show and, and a big fan of, of yours, uh, Weston Pike. I mean, privateers, I mean – you got a huge following, and, and for good reason. But my question is, um, as a privateer, I understand you got sponsors, the gear, and so forth. But how do you guys decide what actual bikes you're going to use for that gear? Is it? I mean, are you buying your own? Do you, you know, 
I'm just curious. It seems like a lot of privateers do very well on the Suzuki, and uh, as a fan, I just I was just curious. Yeah, Wes, and you um, you wrote one year, like JT said, you actually wrote I think three brands. Um, why the why do you love Suzuki so much? You know, I, I've I mean, yeah, I have written a lot of brands, but you know, I've written a lot of brands, and you know, Suzuki was the best fit for me as of the way it handled and the way my riding style is. And, you know, I just, like I said, I mean, I really love the Suzuki's and that's kind of what, um, you know, fit me the best for a privateer budget and, you know, the way they work and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's kind of, when you're a privateer, I mean, it's really um, an option on where you get the support at or what brand is going to give you the support the most. So, I mean, that's kind of how a privateer bases it off of is how much support can I get on this bike versus the other bike. So that's kind of how I go about it. And, you know, other than just that, I mean, I, like I said, I enjoy riding uh, Suzuki. So. Weston, did you look at contingency at all? Because the Suzuki, I don't believe Suzuki pays, or do they now pay a little bit? No, there, there's those, I think it's just top three only. Okay. For Suzuki contingency. So did you did you think about that at all, or was the bike working so good? Just just I mean, because Yamaha pays pretty well now, and and um, KTM too, yeah, yeah, KTM. So, but it was just the bike was that much better. Yeah, I just like I said, I mean, I enjoy right. the bike a lot. So I mean, I I kind of I'm not really worried too much about the contingency. I'm more worried about you know what can get me to the next level, and and that's pretty much how I feed off of it. I have a, I have a question. Okay. Um. It's, you can let the caller go or whatever you yeah, need to do. Yeah, thanks, but. Gary. I have a question. So, Thank you. having been in your position many, many times with, you know, a bike that's not as good as a factory, um, there's just a lot of things that you, you know, not saying your bike's not really good, but it's it's never going to be as good as what, say, Ryan Villapoto or James Stewart is on. Mm-hmm. What if you, could, if you could add one thing to your program, whether it's a longer first gear or it's better tires or it's uh, – a mo- better motor setting or a factory ECU or, uh, you know, a kit, you know, the top level suspension that's out there instead of a kit. What is the one thing that you think you could put on your bike that would, that would actually improve your results from right now? Um, hmm. Man, I don't know. I, I mean, did I tell you about Chad uh, not, not wanting the factory carry tranny? Yeah. That's did. crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, my you know my suspension, my engines are good. Um, I mean, it's I would say the, the biggest thing. I mean, like I said, I mean my results show that I can do good on you know a privateer bike that you know any any person out there can buy a part on my bike that they want. <clears throat> so I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to get you know factory trannies and you know all this factory you know suspension stuff. But I mean, you know, working with <clears throat> the people I've worked with over the last two years on engines and suspension, you know, I feel like you know we're right there with you know, what we have and, you know, I'm, I'm happy with it. So. Okay. Yeah. For me, it was always just like, I knew just because I was around and I was very fortunate with that. I was around Tim Ferry for a long time when he was on factory Yamaha, then Chad with Yamaha and Suzuki and Cowie and everyone. And then, uh, even back going back before that Ricky Carmichael. So I saw how much better their tires were than what I was getting at the time. Uh, when I would ride their bikes, their fir- having a longer first gear, because I like to use first gear, was a huge difference. I, c- I couldn't believe the difference. Uh, and a lot of it, too, is just having uh, the crew there, basically. So when you come in, you're like, I just don't feel good. Like, my setting's not right. Uh, the bike's, you know, and the whoops is kicking or whatever. You have someone that's got you on video, has been watching you in practice, like, okay, I know exactly what to do. We're going to switch this and this and this. Boom, boom, boom. It's better the next time you go mm. out. So I always wonder that. I always wonder that on those guys level as far as riding pace but 
a lot of times you're on inferior equipment just on, you know, it's some certain parts you just can't get that they have, whether it's a works brake caliper or, a you know, a better, uh, bigger reservoir on the shock. I mean, there's always little things that they have. I always wondered different guys, what they would like, you know, that one little piece they'd like to have. Yeah. Well, I mean, one other thing I'd have to be able to experience it first to actually answer that question. I'm thinking, right. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have to actually ride it a factory something first just to, you know, to actually see what, what I'm missing out on or if I'm even missing out on anything. So yeah, I, uh, I always found like, again, just in my experience, like transmissions are huge, taller first, taller seconds. And that's why I can't believe Chad didn't want that. Um, Supercross, especially those taller gears, man. I think, just, yeah, I think he may have to buy them. Yeah, but still, you. I don't know. Don't think. Chad but if it's would not a huge, it. if it's not a huge difference, yeah. Then I just, I've it. always been like, hey, here's. He a hates first gear, so that's not an issue for him. Right. So oh, if, he, if he feels like the ratio is yeah. right, then whatever. But, but look, you could change it so that first gear is second gear. You know, you yeah. bang it down, you right. bang it down that second gear. Right. So you can get rid of first. You still got to have first though. Bang it down. You still got to have first. You just got to have six. Years, but I think for, I think years. racing wise, you still need oh, to oh, have. Oh, you're first. saying I see what you mean, right? Yeah. Right, right. But he hates run, He hates it. Right, so. right. Whatever. All right, yeah. There we go. Um, hey, Weston, thank you for coming on. I'm glad you're okay. Sweet Jesus, was that a bad crash? Um, and uh, yeah, glad to see you're at A two. And I know you're you're you know you're probably not pumped on the points position, but man, you've been riding great, and uh, that's what really matters. I think in the end of the yeah, it's it's all about if you go fast. They I think, don't, I think people those, don't care about points. Yeah, I think those managers are sitting there going, right. going uh, you know. So and you got a semi win, and that's the reason why semi having semis back is great. That that reason they're right there, Weston Pike getting on a big screen. So yeah, well, it's actually they actually didn't air it though. So that's I know, kind of, I don't know. Kind of what's, baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. yeah. So, thanks, Weston. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. All right, See thank you. That's uh, Fly Racing's Weston Pike. Um, man, who would have thought two or three years ago, three years ago, four years ago, four years ago? At, I remember at Phoenix Supercross in 2010, passing him in the heat race, and I went on to qualify in that heat, thinking, "What is this guy doing out here?" <laughs> really, he was—he wasn't good, you know. And he'll be the first one to tell you. Um, and now no, he's eh? his skill set is very, very high. Justin Brayton is also on record as saying that what yep. he looked up to you outdoors and went, "I wish I want to have a I, if I could be as good as JT Brayton used to think." Yeah, that I was, would be happy. That was like ten years ago. I'm just, I saying. know, I know, but this is much right. more recent. Right. This, you know, this is such a huge curve. Right. Up, which right. Brayton had the same same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like Brayton, oh, yeah, Brayton, Brayton was has been good for a long time. Uh, right. You know, oh six, oh seven, he was. Yeah. You're out of your whatever, mind, dude. So no, you're right. All right, let's go to uh, BTOSports.com. Tweet at tits segment. Um, this is the sponsored by BTOSports.com, proud sponsor. Of the BTOSports.com KTM team, the nation's leading online realtor. If you're international. Realtor. realtor. They're selling land now? Realtor. Re- retailer. 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 Yeah, realtor. Re- retailer. For all your housing needs, call BTO Sports. And if you need a chest protector, a, ho- a three-story a three <laughs> duplex or a chest protector, BTOSports.com, as you, as you covered. Um, also, uh, if you're calling, uh, if you're international and you're listening to this, check out the prices because some of the competitors – that uh, BTO has out there sometimes doesn't always do the conversion for you. So check the conversion. Uh, I want to get, get that out there. Um, also, um, OEM parts, BTOsports.com has them. Question. I, simply put, I love BTOsports.com. That's, yes, you that's do. That's just simple. Question. Um, are we leaving it at Tweeted Tits? Devin's not tits. Devin was said that he was fine with being called tits. Mm. 2.0. He or got tits. paid, though. I doubt he's okay with it. Then he came back and said his dad told him, to not be called tits anymore. Not so much that. I was fine with Tweet at Tits. Great name. 
It's hard to beat that name. But you're not tits. But I'm not. Exactly. Right, exactly. Right. See, JT, you're yeah. on my level. Yeah, I think Tweet at Tits was awesome. But oh. things must evolve. We have our creative department has been plowing snow. So we don't have another name. <laughs> so we're basically, all we're waiting on is the sound drop. <laughs> I like Tweet at Tits. Let's keep it. I, just, I mean. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, well, whatever. Let's. Uh, Are we going to call this the Moto Show? Let's. Uh, we should have just never changed on. it from the Moto Show. Uh, okay, it's Devin Gibbs is his name. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so let's go with. Uh, uh, what's got your Gibbs? <laughs> God, that's gay. I, that's off the top what's of my head. E- what's eating Gilbert Gibbs? What's eating Gilbert Gibbs? <laughs> uh, all right, so these are your com- your. Uh, is that the guy from the Dodgers? Got you covered, Gibbs. Sweet <laughs> Jesus. Um, Okay, um, Devin, these are you took the best. Uh, Looks like Brian Swing. 7,000. 7,000 <laughs> questions that got sent in via mm. uh, the Twitter show email. If you want to follow Devin on there, um, he had a really weird tweet today uh, that I shook my head at. But if you do choose to follow uh, Devin on Twitter, it's at DevinGibbs27. Correct. What was the weird tweet? Uh, your emoticons with the – that's just weird. Don't recall. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Devin's also does a lot of drugs because he can't recall a tweet. Um, As many tweets and all right, whatever. We need to have our producer over there be super weird. And uh, the last one was, and Devin is slowly following into that footsteps. Okay, <laughs> I can be weird, dude. I mean, I can do it. <laughs> I've been there and back. You're there, bro. Good job. <laughs> all right, so uh, you've picked the best questions uh, from yes, the listeners, sir. and uh, so let's have it. All right, at uh, Brad GMX ninety five. Uh, wants to know if you could own any factory oh, bike oh. or any factory rider's bike in the last 25 years, who would it be and why? Johnny O'Mara's 1985 uh, HRC 250. Good choice. Nothing JT. better than that. His Husky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've, I think I've answered this question before, but it would have been one of the factory Honda 450s. Uh, 05 would have been at one time, but probably, probably an 08. I remember um, taking the YZ250, the factory ones, out for little spins. Me too. I worked quite a bit on them. Yep. Yeah, you may or may not have ridden every bike that Chad Reed has raced. Um, they hit the Supercross ones. Mm-hmm. Sweet Jesus that they have some bottom end. All or nothing. Oh, my God. Yeah, all or nothing. And, and Tim used to say that, like, putting in second, and you could just, just turn it and jump to just the moon. keep going. Yeah, yeah. just never, yeah. never shut off. But uh, the, they're hard to beat the mid-'80s factory Hondas. So, um, Man, they're good-looking. Yeah, they had the seat on top of the gas mm-hmm. tank. They had a fuel pump in them, low low hanging tank. Oh yeah, good bikes. So uh, before we get on to the next question, uh, Michael Strong just tweeted in. How about Gab at Gibbs? Gab at Gibbs. Gab I like Gibbs. it. I Gab- like it. Gab at Gibbs. Gab at Gibbs. Gab at Gibbs. Can Let's we make do? A drop. Can we do like? That sounds a- like Flintstones. I know. All right. All right. Uh, at Ohio Moto One Nineteen, how unacceptable is it that Hill did not make it into the main? Not good. That's not good. Not good. No. And and not only like like okay, so in the old days when we just had a heat in a semi, shit happens. A lot of big names did not make main events. Uh Ryan Villapoto, among them, Tim Ferry, Michael Byrne. Um Jesus, I think Chad's about the only guy that didn't. Uh he, he had never pro- missed a main event. Right, and he had a provisional to get in one main. Um, yeah, but he was hurt. No, no, he I could know. have made it. Easy, bro. I didn't No, no, I'm trying to clarify. I, know he got hurt. I don't care. Um, I'm trying to clarify. Um You raped her. So in the old days, I understood not missing a, or missing a main. It happens. You get a shitty gate pick for the LCQ, bad start, or you are, go are down. Are we willing to put Villapoto and Reed in the same category as Josh Hill? Because I'm not. No, but I'm saying, oh, I'm saying, 
in the old days, missing a main, you get it. But Josh had three chances at it now. Right. And all I heard was about how fast Josh was before the season from a lot of guys. Me too. And that were being straight up, you know, Josh is flying. So that's not good. But uh, the kid's talented. And, um, God, I mean, now he's got no – he can't miss another one. So it's not good. But uh, on a factory bike too. So Yeah. I, I talked to Josh. I feel uh, bad for him. But yeah. at the same time – I know what he's been paid in the past, and I think he's still paid fairly well. And you're there to do a job, so can't feel too bad for him. You got three shots at it. Yeah, That's like I, I said, he, he's there to do a job. You know, it's unfortunate that you got to look at it cruelly sometimes. Yeah. No, yeah, our sport is uh, is cruel for sure, uh, and um, you know, people want to sometimes just you're paid for results, basically. That's what it comes down to. Um, people just really want cheerleaders in this sport, so sometimes they want cheerleaders, so. Who wants cheerleaders? I, I mean, I personally, I love cheerleaders. I don't know what you're talking about. Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders yeah, in yeah, particular. Whoever. I, guy, I don't really, I don't yeah. really uh, discriminate amongst teams. Oh. They're all pretty good looking. All right, let's do it. Next question. All right. Uh, Damon Baver. Uh, everyone says Dungey needs to pass faster. JT, how does one practice passing? You know what? <laughs> it's funny because Reed used to have this problem too. Uh, back when he was in the – when Stewart was his main competition – uh, Stuart was incredibly good at getting to the front in a hurry, and Chad struggled with it. And, you know, it was a big point of focus that he needed to get to the front quicker. That's what James was doing. So he used to make me get in front of him repeatedly, and we would take off and do one or two laps. And he he was like, just try to keep me behind you. Try to keep me behind you, and I'm going to do everything <laughs> I can. That, how did that go? Uh, well, you know what? He wasn't that much better than me at these tracks that we'd practice on because – we would ride them so much that the gaps would come down. I would have the tracks pretty dialed, you know, after laps and laps, thousands of laps on these tracks. So he was still better than me, don't get me wrong, but I'd cut down the gap. A lot of the the reason these guys are so much better than everyone is their adaptability is so much faster that they get up to a faster pace quicker. If you go to a track like Milestone or yada, 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 these kids ride all the time, the gaps are much smaller than you'll see at Anaheim. So... He would, I, I would practice it over and over, and I was always scared that I was going to knock him down or he would land on me or do something, but that's the only really thing I can tell Dungey is to practice that. Practice being comfortable really close to people and forcing it in over and over and over until it becomes habit. I always found it funny because a lot of top guys, and JT, you did this too, say there's three or four top guys riding together at someone's house. Almost every house I've ever been to, at every compound or whatever. Did you buy those houses from BTO Sports? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, whether I went to Ricky's in 99, we did this at Ricky's house when you were there. Yeah. We did. Chad does it all the time. Timmy did it. Blah, blah, blah. The, there's a pecking order. The slowest guy goes fast. Or first. goes first. Yeah. 15, 20 seconds go by. The next guy goes. I'm always interested. How did you riders determine that, that, that order? How did that – like who was the – you know, okay, in your well, case, you're like, hey, I'm slower than Michael Byrne and Chad Reed. I'll tell you and this, Tim Ferry. because we would do sprint laps on the watch, and that's what we'd go off of. So, oh, so we would do math. There was a real – Shockingly enough, yes. we would do math. Yes. Yes. Wow. Typically, I was the one doing the math. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it would be like, okay. You're out of your mind, dude. Oh, Tim, did, Timmy wasn't doing the math? <laughs> I did a 51.2. Yeah. You did a 50.1. That's 1.1. 1. 1, 1. So at, at the end of 20 laps, we're going to need – you know, 24, 28 seconds, whatever the number is, that's how far you're going ahead. So ideally that last lap, it's going to be all out war and we're going to be going for it. That's that, the plan. That's, yeah. That's, the that's plan. what we plan on. So there was a method to the madness. 
Uh, but I understand your point too, where it's like, oh man, feelings are going to get hurt. There's a lot of, you know, pride. Why do I have to go first? I, I'm as good as you, blah, blah, blah. But we would just, uh, if you do it on the watch and what you did as your time, there can be no feelings hurt. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. There we go. All right. Now we know. I learned something. I always wondered, like, <laughs> like even when the 800 was there. You know that NBC Now You Know thing? There you go. The more you know. Yeah, the more you know. All right. All right. Uh, at AMA Doris, is there a clear better 250 coast like last year, or is it more evenly stacked this year? Yet to be seen. In your opinion so yes. far? I, I don't know that we can know because until we see the full lineup of guys on 250 East, I think 250 West is pretty strong, especially the top six or eight. I don't see it being – as deep on the east just because the west is really really good again. this this doris this is all from our podcast yeah. correct yeah absolutely they, they spelled doris with two r's which is ridiculous someone said uh that they had to get back with doris at the ama and there's some this guy whoever doris is, is yeah can't yeah. spell but oh listen clever, more. clever um, name our creative department needs a photo a show photo can you snap one real quick um great radio thank you um yeah, Jay, one thing for sure, no matter which coast, JT is going to be irate when he sees a guy riding around getting national number points. I, Denny Stevenson had a great point today. Mm. According to the AMA point system, Jason Anderson is the greatest rider on the planet because he has more points than anybody in the 450 class. He is leading the overall Grand National Championship points. He's got a point. Yes. Yep. Jason Anderson, everybody. The yes. best rider in our in sport. In the world. In the world. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, AMA. Change that, Doris. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, Joe Simon uh, wants to know, was Brayton too nice? Uh, could he have ran it in on RV at the last lap? Do you think there was a chance there? Nah, Not the last lap, but the time before that. Yeah. The, time, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the 14th, 15th lap, whatever that was, he absolutely could have. But I think he felt in his heart of hearts that Bill Poto was going to pull away and that it would have been a little – it would have been dirty. He, and I don't think he – I think he understands the fact that Villapoto is Ryan Villapoto. He's not a three-time defending champ for nothing. Uh, so that, that all comes into play. I think the last lap though, if he has that same run and that same situation, he blasts Villapoto to get his first win ever. James Lissamore, our own James Lissamore got a good photo of, um, how close they came. You'll see it on public. Well, that was in, that was like the first time that was the yeah, 15th that was lap. The 15th, if he gets lap. that shot again, right. it's on. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Tyson Stagall, uh, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate the, this year's tracks, uh, JT, um, how different is it, the perspective from the tracks as a fan There's versus no way a that's rider? 140 characters. That guy did not squeeze that in 140 characters. Uh, it was two tweets. Ah. I just combined them. I think Good the job. first track I wasn't, I wasn't that impressed with. It was okay. I thought there was a lot of straightaways and, and a lot of just dead track area. Um, kind of the whole section around the finish line at Anaheim, I wasn't excited about it at all. I thought Phoenix track. Other than the dirt was wasn't very wasn't very good. The track design was awesome. It was really technical. The whoops were tough. It made for a really really interesting racing with the guys trying the rhythm sections. I understand for those guys they felt it was tough and maybe a little dangerous at times. But for a, from a pure fan spectator point, I thought it was great. Hmm. All right. Uh, at Chandler Harrell, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. With the additional title sponsor, has Rock River Yamaha team became a legit team, or do riders still have to pay their way in? We were just talking about this. They're legit. They're legit. Absolutely. Cycle Trader stepped up for them. Uh, we are also much more involved as far as fly racing with their program. They are legit. So That's a real team. Yes. Before, you were correct, where they were paying their expenses, yada, yada. They didn't really have any budget, though, so what are you going to do? Uh, but now they are absolutely a Chisholm legit race Smith. team. Chisholm Smith. 
Um, LeMay, Ben got hurt, but yep. yeah. No, they're good. A real team. Great. They have JGR bikes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a, a good team for a guy to be on now. All right. Um, fake Steve Mathis oh boy. asks, oh boy. Steve and JT, what are your guys' dream jobs uh, five years from now? Uh, my dream job. Photographer for Racer X Canada. <laughs> no, my my dream job would be basically what I'm on the way to do, which is um, you know be very very involved with what I'm doing at Fly Racing. Um, I'm on that path now, but I, I really really like what I'm doing. Uh, I disagree. The things I'm doing with Racer X, I, I I'm honestly not doing anything that I don't enjoy. So if I could take the jobs I'm doing now to bigger heights, uh, if we could make Pulp MX. <laughs> If we can make Pulpamex bigger, uh, yeah, I, I really feel like I'm I'm on the right path with what I'm doing. I feel like I've already lived out my dream job. I raced professional Supercross for 17 years. Yeah, I gotta so say, yeah, that's what, you know, it's all downhill for well, you from here. I just I feel like I accomplished what I set out to do when I was a little kid. So no, it, it is know. downhill for you from here. Okay, thanks. Without a Appreciate doubt. Appreciate it. Without a doubt. I would disagree. No. Oh no. Okay. No, no, no. You were professional motorcycle racer traveling the world still doing it making great money sometimes still doing it uh riding a factory husky and it's all downhill bro so depends on how you look at it i don't want to race supercross anymore my yeah no no I, so, no yo, i got it but yeah. you were you're done now like you're not if going you would ask to me that in 2012 when i didn't want to be out there yeah it would be you would have a real big argument on your hands you don't know shit you asshole you uh Is that matt moss no no that's a rourke oh um my dream job, I'm still working at it, but uh, porn companies are they're asking around right now. So, yep. Skin hopefully is one in. Day, hopefully one day I get into that industry. Yeah, working on it. All right. You uh, think there's like a, like plus size porn? Has to be. Okay. Yeah, bear. Got to be okay. sort of like that's gay guys. Uh, oh, what were you going into? St- uh, straight porn. Oh, never mind. Never yeah. mind. Um, there's got to be right. There's kind of porn for anything, everything. There's got to be. Uh, Plus size. Pulp fetish. Mm. Dudes. There's like yeah. 12 that yeah. are ready for that. All right. Let's go. All right. Uh, David Meyer wants to know, uh, what does Dungey have to do to be better in his training program? JT, what is your opinion on what he has to do uh, to take the next step to be a contender? And uh, obviously a someone who would say that, like, oh, this guy could beat Ryan Villapoto at any minute. I think he can. I think he's there now. Mm. I don't think training has anything to do with it. I think it's his – his mental preparation and his willingness to take chances. I that is 100% all there is left on the table. His skill sets there, his bike setups there, his fitness is there, everything's there. It's just in his head whether he is willing to get aggressive and take the chances those guys are taking. One thing I always respected about Dunge is that and I have no problem with the guys that do this, but it was always kind of cool to me Dunge didn't have no trainer. There was nobody there feeding him sandwiches, mixing his drinks. You didn't know what he did. Well, Nobody knew. He was on the Alda Baker train, so I think he took what Alden that. taught him. Yeah, 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 or Ricky yeah. taught him, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. I get it. But now he's hired Rob Beams as yes. a trainer, so now he has that guy. Right. Hey, let me mix your drink. Let me make your sandwich. Hey, how's your resting heart rate? You know, right. I always like the dungeon. Was like, you know what? I don't need those dudes. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't think he does. I don't think you're going to see any improvement. I don't think you do. No, 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 no. Because no, I think no, he, no, no. I'm not saying you need to get better. No, but, I agree. Right. I'm just saying you're, I don't think it's going to change much. I really don't. I think he is, if not the fittest, he is the second fittest rider out there. Yep. Uh, and 
I don't think that that has anything to do with why Villapoto is better. I just think Villapoto, in his mind, is it is not willing to be beat. I just think Villapoto is just angrier. Absolutely, than, than Ryan and Denny. that that yeah. it translates into aggression. Right. It translates into hell no, you're not beating me. And that's it, you see that play it, out every week. It doesn't weekend. translate into a, oh you got me in the whoops. I'm hanging right. I'm gonna go right, and maybe the hot dogs are. You have uh, a point. Uh, you have a point. I, I don't I just, think that situation he could have done I anything know, different. I know. We disagree on but that. But at the same that's time, right. the years of him following Chad Reed around the whole main event without making a move—that's that where Villapoto right. would have never done that. Right. All right, Devin. What else you got? Uh, James Fair wants to know what is the questions? me. Um, James Fair wants to know what are the odds of PC not winning a championship this year, and if they don't win, how scary does Mitch Payton become? I think it's, the chances are pretty high. Um, you look at who he's got going into the East Coast, and none of them have ever really been in any kind of Supercross title contention at all. Uh, yeah, unless Dean can really turn it around and start winning races, outdoors may be a different story. Baggett's always a contender. Dino's a past champion. Baggett's past champion. Cincerillo is going to be much improved. So I think outdoors, he ha- he definitely, definitely has a legitimate shot. But Supercross... I mean, I know we haven't even seen an East Coast race yet, but it's not look. He, I don't consider him them a favorite to win. I really don't. I am going to make a prediction right now. Martin Davalos wins a Supercross. A super, but not the championship. No, 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 no. The no, championship no. was the question. I know, but I'm just saying. Stamp it. Davalos wins. Outdoors, the race outdoors. I think they are. They are the favorite as a team to win the championship. I really feel that way. But Supercross is not looking good. All right, and like you said. On our on our wrap three no, after two rounds, no, you, I mean, it's nothing like FMF I've ever swept seen in the, the first two, and Yosh got the third. Two, and Yosh got the third. With nothing like this, yeah. four hundred and fifty class, they're fine. They're winning races yeah. or whatever, but never seen anything like this in the small class. All right, that's uh, it. No, one more. All right, uh, seeing that we're in Vegas uh, at Moto Fan two fifty four, who is your guys's money on to win the Super Bowl? Uh, Seattle Seahawks. I'm gonna take. The, I am gonna take the Broncos. Okay, but I think. On would you do? Yeah, it's gonna. Man, the great thing is we don't know. I think it's it's awesome, but whatever. I'm not gonna get too dragged into football. But mm. Dan Truman thinks that Martin Davalos will win the title. Yeah, hey, I, I yep. yeah, it's fine. Yep. I think he's gonna win races. I, I think he's gonna have a couple bad races that cost him the title. Right. Yeah. All, All right. right. That's, That's it. That is yeah. the. Uh, if you need a three store b- bungalow with a pool, uh, BTOSports.com will help you. Uh, get that. Um, the nation's online motorcycle parts and accessories retailer, btosports.com. Use the code PulpMX to save money. Free shipping for international guys if you spend some money. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for uh, for listening. We're going to take our second commercial break of the night. We're still giving away a Tech One Designs pitch shirt. The 36th email to contest at com. JT was never better when he was 36 on a Husky. And now we will reward those people with uh, a free Tech One Designs pitch shirt. Thanks for listening. We're coming back with Nick Schmidt, Ryan Villapoto, and hopefully Nick Way. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. 
items when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length or maybe it's because they are available for people of any age, size and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride... You like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that... 
just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Words Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative and producing innovative product, start device, and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA... Proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture 
to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true. If you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at Vortex Racing for... See you on the track. everybody Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com that song's good Jason Thomas's pick right there Angels and Airwaves it's good not as good as Van Halen not bad though oh, whatever. not bad that's Tom DeLong from Blink-182 we're aware we're all aware BlackOpsMoto.com 
Black Ops Moto is the development aftermarket high output ignition coil. Unlike other traditional coils, the Black Ops Motor Coil has several features not found on the older style ignition coil designs. More power, quicker throttle response, easier starting. Sounds good to me. Black Ops Moto has been doing it for a long time, so check them out. And uh, as always, check out sponsor deals on the Pulp Next Show to uh, save yourself big, big time money. All right, let's get to our next guest. Let's do it. I don't know anything about this dude. I don't know anything about the guy. But 702-586-7857. Call in and you can ask Nick Schmidt a question. Privateer hero. Two for two for two, uh, two main events and some great rides. Nick, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Dude, you've been killing it. Wow, good job. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Mathis is a huge fan of your hair. Dude. First lap, we're at TGI Fridays. You know, he's pounding some nachos. He's just like, look at the hair. Like, he's got a mouthful of cheese. Dude. He's like, hair, hair. It just, it, he's pointing like a, you know, <laughs> like, an idiot, like drunk idiot, just pointing hair, and you can barely talk. Ah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's just, it takes me back to a time when racers were racers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Doing, yeah. doing blow right after the race. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's Nick. Yeah, doing blow. Um, uh, no, hey, um, I just, you caught my eye in, uh, in Anaheim 1 because you were in unseated practice, and you looked like you, I didn't have the times in front of you, but I'm like, that guy looks like he's doing pretty good. And uh, it turns out you were a factor all night long. And uh, that's your second main event, though, at Anaheim. You'd, you'd made uh, Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. Vegas was my first main event. And, uh, yeah, Anaheim was my second one. Dude, so, yeah. So, basically, you're three for three right now. Like, because Vegas last yeah. year in the last Supercross. Yeah, yeah. I'm three for three, and hopefully I can keep going. That's the plan. Um, now, um, I don't know if you heard this or not, but I think it was Villeman was like, that guy's a milestone assassin. That's where he no- he noticed yeah. you. Do you do you ride there a lot? Yeah, yeah. They actually help me out quite a bit, like on the West Coast and stuff. They kind of make it so I can go racing and uh, do it like that, and they help it out because I can't pay like sixty five bucks all the Supercross tracks around here. Right. So they help me out with like uh, let me ride there for free and stuff, and so it helps out. So I'm kind of there quite a bit. And uh, I imagine some factory guys, like Villeman said, some factory guys were like, like I can't, you know, you're beating them or you're running right with them at Milestone, and they're like, oh shit, like this guy. Um, yeah, I'm trying, especially when the big guys are out there, I want to see kind of where my pace is at and stuff like that, so I try right. to jump in behind them and uh, see uh, what I can do. Um, so, come, so okay, so you had the preseason, and you're riding with these factory guys, got your fly race wear on. Um, did you think you would do, like, are you like, hey, I'm making the main, or were you like, ah, we'll see how I can do? Like, what was your goal coming into the first race? Did you, or did you surprise yourself at all? Yeah, I kind of did a little bit, but... My goal was to get in the main event. Then after that, I just wanted to put in a good, solid 20 laps. And uh, I did that, and I ended up with 14th, which was, I'm stoked on that. And, uh, yeah, it was surprising to 14th. But May in the main, I was stoked. did my goal. So I was happy. The one thing about JT, there's some guys, and I talked about Jeff Alessi for a while doing this. They make the main, and they really cruise around because it's 20 hard laps being intense. Nick's not like yeah. that. Nick's not like that. I, I saw, like, an effort the whole main event. Like, yeah, you, which is cool. You weren't just happy it to be like, in there. yeah, I made it. Yeah, I right. crack, crack a beer before the main event. Right, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> so so you got you got 20 laps in you all day long, I imagine, like, uh, at, at that pace, at that intense pace, huh? Yeah, like, in Anaheim 1, I kind of, I kind of, I don't know, I got really excited, and I kind of used all my energy in the LCQ because I, I really wanted to get in that main event, and I mm-hmm. was kind of, I didn't have all the 20 in me in the main event at the end, but uh, I had a good solid 15 in me, but I kept plugging away and doing what I could do. How much does it help, too, like, uh, 
Brittany Chisholm mentioned this in a in a tweet on Phoenix. Sure, it was riveting. Uh, how much does it help being in that seated practice too, right for Phoenix? Yeah, yeah, it actually helped a lot, but it was kind of overwhelming at first, kind of being in the A practice with all the other guys, and I kind of yeah. second practice was kind of more loose and riding like myself, but it helped a lot, like. Yeah, figuring out the lines those guys like take and stuff like that, and the track's a lot better than the B or C practice, so it's cool. That's a huge, huh, JT? Getting behind the guys and like you're like, oh, look what they're doing. Yeah. It is, yeah. And I, I don't know. I I might be weird, but I actually liked being in the B practice sometimes because I got to watch what the A guys did before I went out there. I'm like, okay, they're gonna triple there. That's the rhythm I, I got to do. That's you know all these things. And then I I think I had a ton of experience too, so I'm like, all right, so I just got to go do that what they did. Yeah. When I got out there in the A practice. I w- it was just like chaos. Guys are going by me. I'm trying to fit in with them. But I really didn't get to watch anyone and see what the lines were. Yeah. So I'd come in sometimes like, oh, yeah, they're tripling that. And you got to go quad there. And I'm like, oh, shit. I, I, didn't know they were, I didn't even know they were doing that. Oh. So in your case, it wasn't always great. No, no. I, it, it's sometimes better and sometimes worse. If The way the practice was this weekend, it was really spread out in the second practice. I didn't mind it at all. Then. Right, right. So. Uh, Nick, you're going to all the Supercrosses. You're, you're, uh, what's your program? Yeah, the program right now is um, I'm with uh, TPJ, the fly racing team, and uh, yeah, they're taking all my bikes all around, and uh, I'm for sure doing all the West Coast right now. I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to get to the East Coast, and if I'm if I keep going like this, I'm going to do the East Coast. So I'm making some money, so uh, yeah, yeah. the plan is right now to do all of them. So, you know, the the payback for Supercross can always be better, and we always bitch about it and stuff like that. But if you're making the main, you're pulling in twenty one hundred bucks. You know, it's not a bad it's not a bad weekly wage wage if you can make the main, huh, Nick? Yeah, no, it's not bad, it's which, is, which I'm stoked. So just putting the money in the bank, actually, and putting it towards racing right now so I can do the East Coast, and it should be good. Um, yeah, it, uh, it was pretty good. So where'd you, uh, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Um, I actually grew up in uh, Marysville, Washington, right outside of actually, like, kind of Vancouver, Canada. Oh, yeah? So I kind of grew up with Ryan Villapoto, actually kind of riding with him as amateurs and oh, kind of grew that. up riding with him. Then I came down to California about five years ago. And uh, just been down here ever since, riding and training and yeah. stuff. Did you uh, Did you ever go to Port Angeles track? Oh yeah, Port Angeles. I did the PRR series. Oh and yeah, stuff yeah. All. I, And I actually went to Chilliwack as an amateur and intermediate class and did all those. Oh yeah, rounds, okay. So. All right. Well, me being Canadian, I'm very happy to hear that. So you ever seen yeah, yeah. vampires or werewolves or anything up there? Yeah, you see. Uh, yeah, any anybody that turns into vampires or werewolves? Um, no, I haven't seen any weird stuff like that yet. But what about? Uh, do you remember a guy named Ty Birdwell? Is that is that too old? I think it might be too old. Oh, that, I'm just going. Go, it sounds a little familiar, but I'm going to go throw myself in front of a truck after the show. I wrench, I wrench for Birdwell. He's from Astoria. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so I was kind of up there. Hey, by the way, um, you're you're trailing Cody Gilmore right now in the Pulp MX poll. Are you aware of this uh, poll? Because you don't have a Twitter account, so. Yeah, I know. I don't. I probably should get one, but right. Are you aware of this poll we're doing at pulpamex.com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I saw that. It's cool. I know I have everybody voting for me, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully I get the poll. Yeah, Co- Cody Gilmore's in the lead right now. Nick Schmidt is second. Do you have any bucks. connections to the Twitch army? <laughs> That's uh, I'm just throwing that out there. That might be a good move for you. I like the no Twitter, though. Strong. Yeah. I, I get rid of Twitter for a while. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, that's good, Nick. Keep that up. You don't need social media. You just got to worry about making, making the main. Who cares what you ate for lunch? Yeah, I kind of like doing my own thing and coming out to the race and kind of nobody knows what I've been doing or kind of where I'm at speed-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about nationals? Kind of what about nationals? Yeah, no, I want to do all the nationals. I'm kind of just playing it year by year right now. Um, I don't know if the fly TPJ guys are doing it. So 
if that, I don't know how it gets all the race. I'm for sure going to do the West Coast, but uh, mm-hmm. just kind of say how to get to the East Coast because the budget and stuff. So, yep. Um, have you had any interactions with any like top riders saying, "Who are you? What are you doing?" Or or get the get the f out of my way? Or like, has anybody sort of your new uh, you know your newfound uh, fame? Has it has anything happened like that? Anything weird? No, everybody's kind of cool. Like everybody's not. Everybody's kind of cool. Like Weimer Camp talked to me for a little bit at uh, before practice and stuff. So it was cool. Oh, do you know? Everybody's super cool about it. Do you know Weimer at all? No, not really. Just we kind of I raced him at the uh, Milestone Invitational at yep. that and stuff. That was about it. But okay. Well, no, that's cool. That's that, that's really nice of Jake to do that, right? I mean, that's that's neat. So yeah. Um, and then, uh, dude, yeah, you're gonna get a good national number. So you're gonna ditch that. You're gonna ditch that three digit number. Big things are happening yeah, for you. Yeah, that's the plan. That's the goal to get the two digits. So that'll be cool. Maybe those two video, two video Supercross guys are like cramming it up his cram hole. They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick could end up. <laughs> Nick could end up screwed. Hey, uh, what, uh, yeah. what, what color fly gear do you like the best? Which stuff uh, do you like to be wearing? Uh, I like the new the kinetic. It's the blue and yellow fly stuff that just came out. Yeah. Solid yeah. Look. JT, do you? Improve, Solid do you... Look. I like how I like how his gear and helmet and his boots all work together. It's a good look. I know Mathis never sees it because always he's just staring down your hair. Oh, the hair's flowing out the back. It just looks like Bradshaw, you know. He doesn't know who Bradshaw is. Probably. I know he doesn't know who Birdwell is. How's he gonna know Bradshaw is? <laughs> you know? Oh, I know Bradshaw. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, who who did you uh, look up to growing up? Uh, I was just used to watch McGrath back in the day. Like uh, I remember that's the first time I watched him. I think it was he was in the uh, the Kingdom actually, and. Uh, that was the guy I looked up to the most, like riding and stuff like that. Always had cool style, and he's always up front. I don't know if it was the color of the bike or mm-hmm. how he rode, or but all I remember is McGrath was the first one I ever watched. So, <laughs> Mathis, what's what's going to happen one day when? Wait a second, though, Nick Birdwell, Ty Birdwell, and Steve Mathis Super Team made Kingdom main event in '98. We made the main event. Oh, you did? Yeah. He sounds impressed. Uh, hey, so what's going to happen one day? Are we are you just going to be crushed when guys like Nick Schmidt, who are top twenty guys in Supercross in the world, are making main events? You're, you know, talking to them on the radio just like this, and they have never heard of any of your favorite riders, Bradshaw, yeah, yeah. all these guys. Tim Ferry, like, who? Right, Tim Ferry. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a rough day for it's you. It's almost there right now. Yeah, it's, it's getting almost, close. Right, I know, yeah. I know. Trust me. Uh, hey, Nick, have you got any? I don't know what, what, what what's is going it, on. Should, is that a crime scene? Yeah, Can I call nine one one. What's going on, Nick? Oh, sorry. What was that? You guys cut out there first. Uh, what's going on back behind you there? Is there murderers? Oh, I'm actually no. Actually, I'm at the gym right now. I was playing uh, basketball with my buddy Adam Insignat. We uh, we just got done riding. We usually play basketball after and after done working out for a little bit. So yeah, Team TPJ. Ah, oh, dude, Intinap is cool. That's a yeah, good, he's a, he's a, he's a he's a cool guy. He's a he's always a good guy to hang out with. Dude, that guy, I put that guy in Racer X last year. And, by the way, Nick Schmidt was in it, like, last week. I put Adam Entenap in Racer X. You would have thought I gave him a kidney. He was so happy. Like, he was <laughs> yep. so happy. I'm like, dude, I, I just. I think he's still happy about it. Right, yeah. right. It's like, dude, I just did it. I just typed out a janky interview. Like, but the thing is, they, they earned it. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. I really appreciate it. But it's cool, for right. sure. It's cool that they're appreciative. Right. Because Bill Poto's like, yeah, don't call me. Right. You know, don't even, like I don't even yeah, want to yeah. talk to you. And yeah. Adam Entenap is Stop literally. Stop bugging me. Literally, like. Amazed. Yeah. Um, hey, so uh, with your success, Nick, uh, have you got a little more support from sponsors? Have people been coming up to you and saying, hey, here's a camshaft? Here's a pair of match tires here's or anything? Here's a camshaft. Any, anybody like that? <laughs> no, nothing yet, actually. Uh, 
kind of just keep plugging away and hopefully something comes along and uh yeah no that'd be cool if something did but i'm kind of just doing my own thing and hopefully something falls mm-hmm. into place so hold out for the camshaft hey we got hold a out. we got a tweet it says ask nick about minneapolis lcq last year he killed some poor dude on the last lap what was the story minneapolis minneapolis i don't even honestly minneapolis. remember minneapolis um okay all right was his name alex ray uh hey everybody so pulpamex.com if you want this guy who's made the first two main events of the year he's no doubt the surprise of the series you want him give him 500 bucks he is trailing cody gilmore although cody gilmore's a good dude too Uh, of course yeah so how do you even decide but cody gilmore's leading at 31 percent nick schmidt is second at 25 enta nap only has nine he's out we gotta pump him up he's out colton x got you already wrote him out you're you're just writing them off. Yeah, no, no. This Come is a, this is a two horse race. Schmidt and Gilmore are going to the finish. Wow, with this. So, hey, uh, Nick, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Good luck. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, we're gonna follow this story. Uh, you're doing great. You're riding fantastic. You got the hair out the back. You got fly raceway gear. Everything's working in your favor right now, Nick. Yeah, it sounds good. Hopefully, it keeps going in my favor. The rounds go on. So, yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. See you guys this see. weekend. Yeah. All right. Nick Schmidt, everybody. Dude, honestly, I watched him. How does he not know Birdwell, though? I don't. Th- I think Dude, this, 99% it's the late of the 90s. people in the sport don't know who it's Birdwell is. It's the late is. 90s. He's from that area. He was born in the late 90s, probably. No. <laughs> no. No. I, yeah, you're talking obscure guys. Bro, he was a Northwest hero. Yeah. We made the main in Kingdom, and he was there. He was a little kid, Nick yeah. Schmidt. Yeah. Ridiculous. I, I, I agree. We're, but not everybody's a super fan of the sport like we are. But number eighty nine. The thing about I wanted to bring up about Nick Schmidt yeah, is I've been watching him ride and he's earning it. It's not like Dude. he's not like oh just you know things went my way and you know little carnage and got in there which I see happen all the time. He's he's legitimately going the pace you need to to go to qualify. So I just wanted to make that clear for people that you know it's a kind of a fly by night type <laughs> qualification deal which happens and there's nothing wrong with that. But he is legitimately earning these spots. I noticed him for the hair. I even tweeted about it. Yeah, face full of nachos. But, no, 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 like Jabba no, the no, Hutt as he went by. That's A1. It was A1. No nachos. This was no nachos. The reason I tweeted about him was his hair, but it's because his speed stuck out. Like, he was noticeably the best guy in his unseated practice. And I'm like, that guy's good. Look at that hair. Look at that gear. Yeah. Yeah. I think when I noticed him, he was wearing the blue-yellow fly stuff. Probably. Yeah. Good job for him. Um, the Pulp MX show, where we give love to everybody. A guy like Nick Schmidt. I don't even, I've never met him. We're, we may give him 500 bucks. It's a possibility. He may be getting $500 How from us. pissed is Cody Gilmore going to be? Right, because we basically <laughs> without, just. Without this show happening tonight with Nick on, he's a shoe in If Nick passes him, <laughs> this is going to be really shitty for Gilmore. <laughs> oh, man. But we've had Gilmore on before, race tech suspension. <sighs> uh, in, in I, like, rider, I so. like Cody, too. Yeah. That's going to be brutal. Did we just fuck Cody Maybe Gilmore? Maybe a little tie. Did we'll we give just, him two did, each. did we just screw Cody Gilmore over? A little bit. Debo's not happy with us. No, no, definitely not. Look, Entenap is out. He's got no chance. So Yeah. Oh, well. Um, Mafia Moto Cruise, Nick Way. What's up, NYK? Hashtag garage life, bitch. Of course, always is, bro. Your KX450 probably in 800 pieces right now. Swapping out nah. settings. Yeah, looking for that extra half horse. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not looking for any more horsepower currently. Clearly, but. you had your starts dialed this weekend. Oh, that was good. That was killing it. Yeah, what yep, did better. you? So right, right when you got out of the gate, and JT wouldn't rewind it today on the DVR to let me see where you gated from. I told him it was the outside. Oh, the outside. Way to be vague. What? How far outside? There's were only you? 20 gates. He was on. There's 22. The, no, there's 22, and outside. I was the 20th guy, so I was three from the outside. Okay, was, was there anybody further outside than you? Yeah, yeah two guys. Yeah. There's 22 yeah. gates, two guys. 22 guys. Yeah. <laughs> math Dumbass. major, Steve Mathis. Jake Moss hole shot, and he was four or five outside the box. You I would have had it for sure if yeah, he wasn't yeah. so good. You Dude. put the math in Steve Mathis. Do you, you uh, yeah. So right when, you <laughs> left the, right when you left the gate, you were like, I got it. Hey, just felt good. Uh, well, I watched the. Well, I did. I did starts from all over the gate because I raced a lot of times, <laughs> right. and uh, it was it was pretty slick. Like the other side of the gate was super slippery, and then they fixed uh, they fixed the gate after, before the last chance qualifiers. But it was pretty like you know they fixed those holes that show up just on the other side of the gate, which really mess you up. Um, but it was still really slippery, as I knew because I started like in like one of the better spots for the last chance. And it, mm-hmm. I, that was a, that Milwaukee, was a crankshaft. Milwaukee impact down. Milwaukee impact down. That was Nick Schmidt's crankshaft. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to give that to Nick Schmidt. We just had Schmidt on the show. So. Really? Have you seen his hair out the back of his helmet like Bradshaw? He, he, he doesn't tuck his jersey in either. He doesn't care. Strong. Yeah, the jersey untucked thing. We need to get, yeah. Strong. I don't like that. No, I don't, I don't like the jersey untucked. Jason Anderson, two wins in a row, he does it. I know, I know. Hey, so um, – were you sore at all from your uh, practice crash today or yesterday? Like, did it did it take its toll on you? Yeah, that was ugly. yeah. No, I'm pretty sore. My, yeah. my shoulder, my yeah. my shoulder. My I rode my road bike today, and someone did a dumb move in the car, and I wanted to give him the like WTF arm in the air thing, and I couldn't pull it with my right arm. <laughs> God, that was ugly crash. You missed it, JT. I did. You cut the end. Of, yeah, I saw so the I'm whole thing. Out. Yeah, it wasn't good. Poor Nick Way. Good thing. I sure, I sure wish I would have missed it, dude. Yeah, well, I, like I said, I dropped my nachos, so um, it was uh, it was unfortunate. But hey, good good job. Much I don't even want to say it. You're, we we discussed this question before you came on. Uh, you much improvement from A one, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't think I rode like super rad in any of the qualifiers. Yeah. But yeah. In, in the main, like I kind of what we talked about last week. Once we get to like the longer laps, I knew I'd be better, but mm-hmm. still need to improve. But uh, it was good that, you know, I rode with Chad for a few laps. So, you know, I was behind short for maybe three laps. Mm-hmm. I was ahead of Ryan for one whole lap. I mean, so, I mean, obviously I was riding with guys that I want to be racing with, and I think that's the easiest way to improve quickly right. is to ride with those guys. So that's yep. that was definitely encouraging. And honestly, like this last week at the track, I probably did 100 starts. Right, so right. That, that was like a big focus in mine, and I thought that's – that's a lot of the garage life we're doing right now, putting clutches in and whatnot. So. Yeah, you've always been a pretty good starter. Mathis knows about clutches. That motor triple X bike in 02. That wasn't my yeah, fault. Yeah, but I had the same problem the next year, though, and I went up a sprocket because that same situation with the clutch. I've never honestly had that Suck much problem with the clutch except for that bike. The late, great Dave Chase helping me out even on that. So great dude, that great dude, Dave Chase. Right, right. And, I, and so it wasn't just me screwing it up, JT, like you thought. I have my doubts. Well, only could be the next year in 2003. It was yeah, 2003. Was essentially, the exact same bike, and we went up a tooth on the sprocket just for the fact that we had so many clutch troubles the year before. Yep. And I literally could go 
15 laps in the main, and then I could not go anymore, and the adjustment was all the way loose. Yeah. Like, I remember trying to smash Fonseca to get a podium because I knew I could not race in the last four laps because the clutch was done, though. <laughs> well, the reason that Nick got so mad at me at Houston 02 was because you beat him, JT. Hey. And he knew that if you're beating him, he's got problems. I did get eighth. It wasn't like I was in 17th. I, I'm just saying. Around. You were the tipping point. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember Houston away. They suffered the fact that we that uh, bad news bears. They go they go into the they play in the Houston Astrodome in like their final game for the. It was bad their, news bears for you that their night. Little, their little league deal. So I walk in there and like <laughs> I was tripping on the Houston Astrodome deal, and then of course you know JT's walking the track in flip flops and blows out the flip flops. The was, only guy sucked. I've ever seen professional racer walking the track with one bare foot. Yep, it's a true story. This was that Houston O2. That was, yeah. Yep. Yep. Fueled my fire that night, though. If you remember, too, I believe Houston 02 was the race that you, after you tested the the factory Suzuki for a possible filling. Yeah, I had, a, I, had a, I had a stressful week that week, man. Yeah, yeah, you did. And then, uh, yeah. and then Motor Triple X wanted like 300 grand to release you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that night because uh, obviously he was super pissed at you yes. about his clutch yes. issues. I had had my best finish ever that night, and then I, had, I was staying with Nick, so I left the track with him in Nick's rental car, and he's just pissed and he's, he's like we're going me. to mcdonald's we're going to mcdonald's i'm like hey whatever sound your you know sound your sorrows in a yeah. hamburger <laughs> right, whatever right. you gotta do i'm pumped right <laughs> i think i think i remembered though that was that night you did super good in the heat race too you're battling like oh, a I good dude. yeah i made it out of my heat i think it was a, it was a good yeah. and jt so we got we got the nick way thing almost firing me and getting upset about the clutch because you're beating them right and then another JT moment. I had, I had nothing to do with JT beating me. This is all Matt, this is all made up math. No, no, never, no, no, no. Never uh, uh, JT beat me. I want to quit. None he, of that. He, he he's he's doubting you too. Couldn't have helped. Another JT. Let's be honest. It couldn't. Have another helped. JT moment when JT was. Beat- I, I mean, it couldn't have helped. But I mean, I respect you as a racer. Of course, no, of course. I mean, I'm not. I, that wasn't like that wasn't like a reference I ever used. But, I'm, I'm just saying. But and then another JT moment was when he was beating Tim Ferry in Seattle, and Ferry was in the air in the triple, wondering if he had enough money to retire. Right, like that night, if he could live off his 401k investments, because JT was handling him. So, congratulations, JT, on being like a tipping point. I am, yes. If I beat you, you know it's time to quit. <laughs> right, yes. right, right, right. This is my role. Mafia, Mafia Moto Cruise. I'm like uh, the Grim Reaper of careers. <laughs> uh, Mafia Moto Cruise, uh, Nick Way. Hey, can you? So, this weekend, Nasty, Big Nasty, is uh, sitting there, and uh, I go, hey, dude, what do you. What's up? What, what's your job? He's like, crew chief. And I'm like, well, what, what's it involved? He's like, I don't know. He's like, crew chief, bro. I make sure everything's good. Can you break down Big Nasty's job description? Big Nasty's role, uh, number one, is to be the best pickle rep possible. <laughs> yep, yep. And obviously he's got that covered. Yep. Selling a lot of Mandingos. Speaking of this. Mandingos getting a lot of hype. I don't want to interrupt you, but. It goes right along with this on the board where they text you text in your whoever go Ryan Dungey go whatever mm-hmm. on the board it said Big Nasty has a huge pickle. It did say that. It did. Where you text in the the, the thing? That oh yeah. Say? Oh yeah. On the big screen, big Big Nasty has a huge pickle. He probably did that. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Th- I don't know who else would do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really. That's sure. guerrilla marketing at its finest. It is. It is. Um, so nasty is just sort of the chief of crews. He's doing what? He's just the chief of the crew. 
crew chief? No, I mean, obviously, like, he's helped me for years with my yeah. bike and everything, and Daniel's doing a great job with, with my race bike and Peck's bike and everything, but, uh, I mean, with any sort of question I have, like, with my riding or with the setup or, you know, like, he's pretty he's, – he's honestly – with working with Alan for a few years, he's, he's a wizard with the truck. So if anything's like wrong there, he's pretty on it. I think he doesn't necessarily mind driving it. Mm-hmm. You know, he like doesn't mind driving, so works out well. I and mean, then we can obviously help pump up the Mandingo stuff. And yeah, he's you know somebody that I really trust. So you know, it's it's essentially like you know the way he put it to a couple people last week because Donk was actually questioning him last week. We oh. were at Milestone. We were okay. changing a few things. Yep. Donk's, Donk's parked beside us, and he says, hey, what are you doing working on that bike? He says, you know, I do a little bit of everything, okay? <laughs> and then Donk's like, what do you mean? What do you do? And he said, you heard of Chad Knauss? He's like Mike Gossler. Yeah. Chad's team. He's, like, he's like Chad Knauss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, not willing to go with Chad Knauss. Yeah, because yeah, I I, Williamson was bringing up the fact that uh, our rims look pretty shiny this week, and he's definitely in the run for big, the Truck Driver year, of the Year Award. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, I, I said, you ever heard of Chad Canals? And then <laughs> he goes, uh, yeah. Williamson said, I highly doubt Chad Canals will drive the truck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did Bowers try to grab your wheel at Milestone? Uh, Bowers wasn't riding that day, but no. he's not that happy with you, I would have to assume. I, what? I'm asking the question. I, I don't know. I hear you're just bringing up all kind of stuff on the Internet. Oh, God, I ask a question. I'm just simply trying to get to a bottom you of something. You do have a big spoon. I'm an investigative reporter. Big spoon. That's what I am. Stirring I'm an investigative pot. reporter. Hey, uh, Mafia Moto Crew's Nick Way. Uh, type in Pulp Crew, MafiaMoto.com. Save, uh, I think it's 20% off your order, and I think we've generated some sales already. I am wearing my Mafia Moto Crew shirt as we speak. And, uh, David, dude, don't, don't, get in, don't get any cheese on it. We've got to shoot an ad of you this weekend for your button on your website for your Pulp Crew one. Yeah, yeah we're going to work on that. Yep, we're gonna, yep. I, I will have it for this weekend. Uh, how's the X-Brand goggles? Everything's good there? Yeah, I mean, we're working out the bug. We're working uh, on some. With the colorways, me and Matthew. So <laughs> we're going to figure it out. I should have known this. I should have known this. I sh- I'm I- wash- hey, JT, I'm washing goggle straps in, in the sink in the motorhome in the front part. Oh, because, I was told. Uh, I'm not feeling the colorways, and I, I ate shit in practice, and I really got the one side of my goggles muddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I took a face plant and just took dirt to the whole side of my x-brand goggle strap but my vision was clear the whole time what's the over under on the number of times that nick has put a helmet taken a helmet oh. put x-brand goggles on it set it about 10 feet away from him and examine it from every angle i'm i'm so happy to have nick way on the x-brand <laughs> goggle uh crew i'm uh, over that now bro i'm over that I got clearly clearly you washed your goggles so you could wear the same ones I should have known i i should have been smarter this is everything bro i went to go collect his goggles after the race he said Oh, no, bro. You can't have these. In case you jack with me again, I need these colors. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I need to have these colors. He wanted the Michael Essie ones. Yes. What yeah. has anyone ever said they want that? Whatever Michael Essie's got, I want those. White and red. No, no. I, I told him. I said, I really do not. The, the whole basis on the X-Brand thing was to never give me any goggles that Alessi gets. And I was under the assumption that Alessi was not on the X-Brand team because Matthews was talking very not, ha- not highly about him in some text messages to me. So I figured I was in the clear. Like, I wasn't going to be on the team with a bunch of queers. But then all of a sudden I show up, and dude's got a pretty dope colorway. And I'm like, you know what? Well, actually, I noticed it when he was uh, very upset on the podium. I he had an upset, he had, was, a, he had an upset moment in was. which he should have been just stoked. But he was upset, and then it caught my eye. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? 
It's a good I'm thinking look. that those goggles are pretty sick. It's a good look. But, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a bad look. Those goggles are dope. <laughs> I, I thought he was off the X-Band team also when, when, the, when the owner of Moto Concept said to Rich Taylor, we want to wear X-Brands, but we don't want anything to do with Mathis. And, and Rich said sorry. So I just assumed they were off the X-Brand team too. But the goggle is so good that they're still on it. So, so are you gonna? So, so is it okay if like if I if I possibly choke you out and have my good homie, possibly my brother, talk about just beating you down? It's my my checks from X Brand are still good. You guys got each other's backs that hard. Yeah, we're all good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hey, let's get a uh, let's get our, our next guest on the line here. Uh, he won Phoenix Supercross Monster Energy Kawasaki's Ryan Villapoto. RV, what's up? What's going on, guys? You're on the line with Nick Way, also. Oh, awesome! I figured it was him. Yeah. So, uh, congrats, congrats on the win, RV. Appreciate it. Um, Who's on yeah, the phone? Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the phone? It's James Stewart. That's true. Do? <laughs> Mike, <laughs> it's Mike Jones. Is this RV on the phone? Yeah. My Come God. on, bro. I know you're old, but oh, hey, you oh, can't hey, be What's this up? senile. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. So I thought you weren't on it. So what was this conversation we were just, I just heard? Uh, Nick Way is the X-Brand Goggle Athlete. Yes, the Alessi and Way, teammates for life. X-Brand. Aish. I don't know if that's too good. It's good. The goggle foam will soak up tears, bro. Don't even stress. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask, did you make sure you put like some camp at the bottom there, so, or the maxi pad, so it soaks up the tears? Uh, I believe Jake Weimer was almost moved to tears after winning his heat in Phoenix. I, you, you're privy to I don't think I see I don't I don't think I've seen that. Uh, I think you're wrong. Okay. Good job. Good ride by Jake, by the way, to win that heat. Um Yeah, but I, I don't think I've seen that from him. No, no. Not even close. Um all right, so uh both to both of you, <clears throat> let's talk about Phoenix a little bit. Uh we'll have we have both Ryan Villapoto and Nick Way on the line, Mafia Motor Cruz uh Nick Way and Monster Energy Kawasaki's Ryan Villapoto, who by the well, way I got a question for RV. I got a question for RV. When you when you Okay. What? And the first lap, and you came over the finish line, and you saw me in front of you. Were you just stressing your race? Were you like, you know what? I don't know if I can get around this guy. <clears throat> I just watched the race, actually, and <clears throat> from the far outside, here comes, you know, two seven and just ripping into the first turn. A little bit wide, but definitely was yep. a way better start than I got. I felt like, Nick, you could have maybe been a little <clears throat> more aggressive around that outside. Well, I mean, you know. I mean, he could have popped the clutch like Mikey and just burned out over in the tough blocks and come across everybody, like in the qualifier. <laughs> and there's that. And there's that. I'm glad to see that this childhood rivalry is, you know, all, yeah, all, it's all buried. <laughs> it's, it's buried. Good to see they squashed Water it. under the bridge. Good to see yeah. It. Yeah, good. <laughs> glad of that. Uh, so, were you sweating when you saw the two seven ahead of you for that first lap, though, RV? No, I mean, I was like, damn, he's got a good start, anyways. And then he led me for a lap. So, yeah. Um, hey, and then you didn't get the three, 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 and I, I was back on your weird wheel, and I revved you the shit out of it on the third three just to stress you out because I was coming. Just stress you out. <laughs> I didn't hear the rev. You're welcome. I got you motivated. You're welcome. <laughs> Without that little rev, uh, you'd, have been, you'd have been back in the pack. <laughs> That's true. Good. Who knew that way was also you know a motivator? Team coach. Yeah, right out there. He My does friend. everything. Um. Yeah. RV Brayton rode good. Man, Brayton was good. Um, I said he was good. He, that's oh, was the best he ride was, he's ever rode, and, and I, I mean, he was he was on it. It's good in the whoops. He was good, but that's Brayton is always good in the whoops. I tried to tell Steve. Tried to tell him. 
Was Braden good? This, this is nothing new. This is nothing new. Was Braden good in the whoops on a KTM? Yeah, Braden would shred the whoops on a KTM. No link. Yeah, exactly. You tried to tell him that is he was he like he was he's always been good in the whoops, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's been his strongest point is the whoops ever. Like every year, he's always good in the whoops. Kills it. I don't remember the one fourteen on a KTM killing it in whoops. Yeah, oh, I, was I remember when he. I remember he blew by uh, in the heat race one year at Anaheim. There was Jake and a couple dudes in front. Of him. There was like a triple and then whoops, and he just blew by. Dude. I'm assuming he like, blew oh. by me as well. <laughs> this guy can hit some whoops. Yeah. Nah, he's always getting the whoops. Um, yeah, but your whoops, your whoops speed was better this week. I saw you ended up getting by Dungey one one lap through there. Yeah, no, I felt good in the whoops. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I was I was decent in the whoops, but he was probably the best guy in the whoops. Mm-hmm. Um, in the main event, for sure. Math- Mathis yeah. is claiming that that Dunge took a right and a left hand turn to get out of your way. RV. Well, I think he might have been a little nervous because of who's. Oh, Barsha ran him high there, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. Barsha almost put him down there. Bam Bam is back. Yeah, yeah. Bam Bam. So um, I, yeah, I mean, I wasn't coming in that hot, but no, well, and it was pretty well, obvious I, the I, only place you were going to get passed down that. The whoop pad was if somebody was on your left, and then it was hard to get to. Obviously, I tried but, to tell him what was he supposed to do there. You had the line. What you know? What's he going to do? Just bury himself into the hay bales and crash? Like you got to give the guy. If the guy's got the line, you just got to give it to him and try to get him back in the oh, turn yeah. or whatever. Oh, for sure, totally. I mean, what do you? Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do? He could have ran it high like he did with Barsha, but Barsha was obviously he, he. He just goes for the front wheel on a regular basis. Um, it's a lifestyle. Can I get your guys' opinion on Barsha? <laughs> it's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Barsha Roxon thing? Like, I'm not – JT's more like, that was dirty. I'm more like, eh. What do you think, Nick? What? Barsha on Roxon well, in the main. I think it was – I think it's questionable just because of that turn. You're you're really pretty much doing a left-hander, like, mm-hmm. the entire turn there. Right. And you're going left, you're going left, you're going left. And he kind of went, kind of right, straight and right, and then and then left. So I don't know. Are we, are we talking about Barsha and Roxon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like a lot of that stuff can be avoided, but I mean, at the same time, I think uh, was it before that where Brayton got him back, and he was like thinking he was going to get into the lead, and then Brayton got him, and then he got passed by like two more people. I mean, uh, I, mean I, I I can't really back like the moves and essentially, but obviously, track position is huge. The thing for me was just yeah, the, but I think what I think what ended up happening is they went triple, 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 whatever, and then I I don't know Barsha and Dunge were there, and then Kenny sliced in between them, and then I don't know I think that's when that's what kind of started the whole thing. The only thing for me that I didn't like was that Barsha looked over. If he wouldn't have looked over and he just ran it in there and then went, but he kind of like he's like waiting on Roxon, and then you know it's that all that timing thing where okay when when are you going to turn when are you going to and then he hits his brakes and and Roxon falls. If it wasn't I'm going to tell you right. Over. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not looking to talk smack because I'm looking to pull some more hole shots. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> That's you, what I got to say about that. Right, um, and the money for the hole shots uh, it will help out the Mafia Moto Crew. So. Oh yeah, I was really stressed. I was like really going for the line, and then uh, I was going for the forty. What about Matt as, Moss pulling the, pulling all three starts? Jeez, dude! Every, every time he was the only dude on the gate with that the old school sixty two tire RV. Not the 62A, no, the original 62. He was the only no, one, I think. No, Stu ran it, I think. Stu and Jake. Yeah. That was my tire. I used to bring it on the plane with me. I'd take Chad's takeoffs no, I'm saying, on the plane. I'm saying I think he was the 
you you ran the sixty two A or whatever, right? No, no, I'm telling you, you I'm were... saying that Jake ran the straight sixty two, and I think, and so did Stu. Oh, I mean, I, would, I noticed Jake Moss had it, but Matt Moss, Jake Moss was on the beach in Australia hanging out. Yeah, yeah, Jake Moss. Either way, Millstaff, just, like, just like Mill Millstaff and them. <laughs> Millstaff. <laughs> <laughs> My dad cannot pronounce dude's name. Davey Mishaps. If you if you're a dad, it's just whatever. You just call people out who you want. <laughs> my Millstaff dad, my, sure, Millstaff sure was on it. My dad used to try, and then he would just give up and start yelling their numbers <laughs> at me. Number ten was kicking your ass out there. Oh right, yeah, that's that's uh, that's Larry Ward, Dad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're like, I'm, I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, RV, is it more rewarding to win? When you go through the field like you did at Phoenix and pass, you know, pretty much all the title contenders and you had a great, fantastic race, is it more rewarding to do that or is it the sweeter to hole shot and take off? Like what inside, what, what is a nicer, what's a nicer win? Why don't you put your mouth on it, Mathis? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's a legitimate question. All right. That's a legitimate all right. question. Right, That's not... a legitimate question, but I, I, mean, I just like to bust your chops. Uh, yeah, I'm, well, obviously coming through the pack is, 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 I guess, more rewarding, but it's, it's always nice to just see the whole shot, lead 20 laps, you know, just stay out of trouble, not really uh, get any heat from anybody. That's always probably nicer. Okay, all right. Um... In my opinion. Right. Were you stressing a little bit that last lap when you <clears> made a mistake? No. I actually, I think it, they didn't show it on TV because I just watched it today. But um, like two or three laps to go, I like almost slid out before the triple yeah. after the look there. Right, that's what I meant. Um, yeah. yeah, and then I was like, yeah, I kind of need to get on a little bit. And then, but he's always quick in the whoops there, so I was always kind of, you know, not necessarily waiting for something to happen, but but knew that it, you know potentially could could you gotta, happen. Got to get a good run through there. Do you? Yeah. Um, how come neither one of you two, from what I could see? I saw one man jump the sand pit in the main event. The what? I saw one man jump the sand pit. Was he two in guys. one of those Toyota oh, two fast guys. suits? Two-two. Uh, the two-two. Nope. No, no. I was, I, I, once he passed me, I was airing it out also. Really? It was, much, it was, it was way, uh, way, way better on the energy consumption. What do you think, RV? Why, why were you not able to uh, air the nah, sand pit? No, jumping that thing was hack. That inside rut was, was, was better. That was I agree with them. It, it was about the same, but it definitely was saving me some energy going outside and just airing that thing out. Plus, I had a few no, people dude, tweet me no and text me I... talking about the air. The air time was super awesome. So it's like that. freestone, yeah, the but, sand dude, section of freestone. Because I hit it in practice, and and there's like that shelf in it or whatever, and my yeah. rear tire took off on the first shelf and then just barely clipped the top. Yeah. Well, like, oh, you know, maybe I was doing it a little better. <laughs> maybe clearly. If there was a sand, if there was a sand segment, then I probably would have been on top, right yeah. behind Meth. Me and Reed were probably tied because we were airing it out. It's all about the airtime. It's like hand guards for the fans. It's like the Himalayas. Yeah, it's, for, it's for the pictures, bro. Uh, for the pictures. I need to uh, check the segment times for my observations column, but I'm guessing RV. Anything that had to do with the start straight corner right there, RV might have the the best time because you're pulling Brayton there, and even Justin admitted that he's like, man, I had nothing for him in that section, so. Um, I think I was slowest there too in practice. Well, or that's not that's the like, kind of analysis. Yeah, that's the Steve Mathis analysis at work there. It's, it's what I <laughs> it's what I observe. 
Uh, hey, we got a phone call for uh, RV. Brandon, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's happening? RV2, uh, good job last weekend, man. Thank you. Hey, um, I was going to ask, um, at A1, if you had gotten Alessi on that last lap, on that last corner of the heat race, would you have cried as, as much as he did? Oh, come on. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Eighteen handle. No, he was happy, man. But that was that was that was a tough heat race. That was sad. I, I, he 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 rode. He is riding better for sure. Yeah, it was yeah. it was tough. It was it was a mistake made on my part by just stalling my bike. Thanks, thanks, Brandon. Nick, what are you doing, Nick? He's Nick's working what? on his bike, bro. Him and Vincent. You gotta go. Now why? Well, how do you even know I'm doing anything? Because we can hear it, bro. You just said, "Give me an eighteen handle." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you working on? Sounds like you're seating in your main bearing. Jesus. Yeah, what what are you working on, bro? Well. (laughs) Well. He doesn't know. What if I told you, you know? He's not working on anything. He's not working on anything. He's just changing stuff. Super secret KHI parts. There's actually nothing that Nick, right. Nick is just changing things to try to find that half second. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. Hey, do you? You're welcome on the spec changes weekend. You're welcome. Oh, uh, I mean, it was good. It was good. Oh, some testing by, by the NYK. By the way, by the way, we'll keep that on the DL too because Mathis didn't didn't see a change in the bike. He didn't he didn't notice it visually. He didn't notice it. Um, I wasn't really looking to be honest. Is I this, know you're blind. Is this what uh, is this what you were talking about? Wygant about because he mentioned Wygant mentioned something where you guys were challenging him. To look at the bike yep. for something different. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, I, I guarantee you, I could have found it. I just didn't wasn't looking. You guarantee? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. I I, I bet you I could have. I, it's not that hard, dude. I'm ex. You I'm an ex. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't like come across it already. I'm an ex factory mechanic, bro. What happened with Danny Smith's circlip? Uh, it popped out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, which way does the piston go? Hey, hey, you pipe down. <laughs> you pipe down, Nick. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, um, RV, hey, by the way, uh, Atlas Brace, a big sponsor of our show. Yourself and Jake Weimer run the Atlas Brace and uh, atlasbrace.com. They've got a trade-up program coming in where you can have any kind of brace. It doesn't matter what you have. I, I don't even know if it could be a knee brace or an ankle brace. Wrist maybe. brace? Maybe. Okay. Any kind of what, about, what about one of those Nick David-like super nylon <laughs> I had sleeve. those. I had those. Yep. Yeah. JT, are you in the late that, that those strong? What they're, what they're offering up there, actually. Yes. Trade in any brace you 40, have and get 40 off. 40% off an Atlas brace. Just give them anything you got. It's fantastic. That's nice. Atlasbrace.com. Hey, RV, by the way, Nick Schmidt, he's a surprise early this year. We just had him on the phone. He said he uh, raced you growing up. Uh, yes, he, we used to race at called SIR, bro, all the time. Ah, who knew that? I, I thought he was what, California. What did he, what did he say? It's a milestone assassin, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's good this year. He's like, good job for him. Two mains. That's, that's awesome. So, yeah. Had I me, mean, had me I mean, saying, holy Schmidt. He never heard of, <laughs> he said he never heard of Ty Birdwell before. That kind of bummed me out. He didn't? No, he said he never heard of Ty Birdwell. I'm pretty sure I went and ride at this one place. I'm pretty sure it was him. I was little. I was on an 80. I was, but I was too little for it. And I, it was a little bit muddy, and I came in this turn, and I think he, he knocked me over. In the mud. You owe him one. <laughs> really? And then, and, and yeah, and then he helped me pick my bike up, and we took off again. <laughs> uh, tra- drama in, in in Western Washington. 
Um, yeah. Hey, did you know the I can't, believe, I can't believe you didn't remember that, Matt. The, the older guy who wanted to fight you was Ryan's grandpa. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. that, that day that RV got taken out by Birdwell. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, you were there, and then Ryan's grandpa came over. Just do you want to know? Was- hey, do you want to know what track Birdwell just ruled on? Just ruled. Mountain View. Yeah, everyone knows who? who that is. Mountain View. Yeah, what about it? He was good there? He was good there, dude. Oh, yeah. I think I've only rode there one time. Uh, and at Port Angeles, he was good at, too. Oh, Birdwatts. Yeah, yeah. That's, where he, that's, that's where he took me out. Uh, I don't think I was there that day. I would have remembered being there with Ryan Villapoto, this amateur you know, superstar. Hey, so. RV, did, did no, Matt? No, because I, I was only like 10 or 12. I was only like 10 or 11. I, I was little. I was, oh. I was nobody. Did Mathis ever tell you when he almost killed a kid at uh, Baja? Yeah. When he, he did. He rode, yeah. he rode Josh Woods' bike at Baja one time with me and Big Nasty. Uh, there was a bunch of people there. He borrowed, he borrowed Josh Woods' RM250 and landed on this kid on a 80. And the du- and Matt is laying beside the track, like down <laughs> in the ditch type deal. And literally nobody cared because this kid was probably almost like. No, they like fighting. Like, they damn he was near maybe killed like him. 10 pounds, he was maybe 10, he was maybe 10 pounds away from being just no longer, but he he. he that's he survived pretty, that and sounds got helicoptered out, but Mathis was just out in the ditch, laid out. It was that, big bike that practice. sounds pretty typical of him. It was big bike practice, <laughs> and he shouldn't have been out there. And it was a tabletop <laughs> followed by a left-hand corner, and I was on the right-hand side of the tabletop, airing the shit out of it, by the way. And the, oh. ki- and the kid un- went underneath me. He was on the left-hand side. He, he, he hung a right underneath like me. Like Dungey. Right, like Dungey did in the whoops. <laughs> he hung a right, and I landed on the kid. Oh. And did you tell him sorry? No, because no, were, he's still pissed at the kid. Because they were life flatting him out, and then Nick, do you remember oh, that guy came up and asked for my lawyer information? And I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> I, got, I gotta go. You weren't even legal. What a dick. <laughs> I'm not married to Pookie yet. This ain't legal. I gotta go. I'm not even supposed to be here. Come to find out, Josh Woods' bike had a broken fork spring. I'm sure that's what caused it. It did. Yeah, I'm sure that's it what did. caused it. You fork. probably broke the fork spring Fucking on Woodrow. that kid's back. Fucking Woodrow. <laughs> Giving me a bad bike. I was gonna make I, I was gonna make a comment on this post that Matt has posted in Holshine and it looked like Binghamton or it looked like um uh Unadilla. It looked like Langford's backyard no, pitcher. No, no, it was Bud's Creek, wasn't it? Where? Where did a rubber band start actually? A rubber oh, band. Oh maybe it wasn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? My pick my my throwback Thursday? Yeah, yeah with the red numbers. Yeah. Yeah, what what track was that? That was in Winnipeg. Uh I dominated oh, okay. that track also. Um one of the tracks painted that track all the time. What? He popped sham tra- champagne at that track. Oh, I did. No, I dominated. No, I dominated. I mean, seriously. That's, so next time, seriously. That's, so next time you're, and I come up to you and give you shit, now you know why. Now you Because know, why? Because I pull holies like that. I know what I'm talking about. Uh, the inside gate's strong. No, RV, yeah, RV strong. screws himself. Yeah, I mean, dude, dude I mean, uh, inside gate. He, gets, he always gets pissed at me for going to the inside strong. gate. But never anybody else. Nobody else listens to me. It's a good move. <laughs> NYK was on that program. He knows what's up. He used to go to the inside gate all the time. Every yeah, yeah. No, it's too, it's too risky. It's too risky to do that. I know. I, guess. I, don't, know. I don't think so. I don't know. It's, it's not risky is the thing. If yeah, you're like you pretty go. the first couple feet, it's just not risky. If you like flipping into the stands because someone just decided not to turn. No, because right away, if you don't get the jump, you are effed. That's it. You know when your act is when somebody decides not to turn. If you feel like 
good the first yeah, but so what happens if all up. what happens if all the dickheads just stay right on the gas and just go push everybody wide and leave the inside open and then you just uh. you just tinker along the inside and come out like fifth or fourth, you know, like in the yeah, top I'd, five. The, I'd be at the bar right now spinning my nuclear cowboys though if everyone didn't just let off and let <laughs> cruise around. <laughs> Yeah, is that the I next? Said they open up the inside for RV. Is that the next step for you, Nick? Nuclear Cowboys? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I practice. If I can get my whips down good enough. Oh, I don't know. JC beat it. JC beat it. <laughs> uh, your your Pontiac performance left a little bit to, to be so, desired. I for knew it. that was coming up. I got the hot lap. People were feeling me. Of regardless, it was it wasn't good. Was that when I was eating cookies on the gate? That was no, that was, that was the year after I got the hot lap after the opening ceremonies, you know, because I was doing pretty decent in the series, and, you know, yeah. he was pretty close to Pontiac and all. And, it, it, you know, they had it like they backdragged the triples with the, with the dozer, and it was, like, all loose, dude. I was looking to just get drain plug, and I, and I pull off, and JT's like, are you serious with that? It looked like it was the first lap of the first practice of the day. Like, he was <laughs> sizing it up. <laughs> Wasn't good. Uh, that's not good. Hey, RV, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Always a good time. I'm just, lo- I'm just looking at your. Did you do Monday conversation? No, that was Wygant. Uh, what happened? I, I don't know. He's hack. <laughs> he is hack. I'm just kind of, <laughs> I'm just, I'm He's just like jumping the sand here on here. I just, I love looking at the comments. That's the greatest ever. No, stay away from those things. Believe me, I don't even read no, those things. No, this guy says this guy says something. I said something about a sand tire, which obviously we run. You know, yeah. I wouldn't. We don't run a Southwood tire, but we. Right. It pretty much looks like a sand tire, and he goes, "Come on, bro, it's not." Out there, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, like he's thinking you're running a paddle tire. Well, no, I'm just saying if you were to go look at our our tread pattern or the tire that we run, you'd think it's super aggressive. Like a, yeah, yeah, it's really aggressive. It's not like you know, it's not no, I don't even know what, what would be a hard pack tire, but yeah, it's no hard pack tire by no means. Like that, like the commenter standing back there with a clipboard writing down people's tires. Dude, stay away yeah. from those comments. Stay away from those. They're not good. They're never good. Oh, I, I love them. I love reading them. Oh, awesome. dude, I, I can't even handle it. I, I'm gonna Why? End, I'm going to end up in therapy if I keep reading those comments. <laughs> you <laughs> should actually, you should read, you, you know what you should do is you should do a story. You should re, like read a bunch of these comments and just stuff and pull yeah. like, just start writing like great ones, pulling great ones off there. And <laughs> did you yeah, comment yeah, on, then, somebody, did you comment on somebody's comment on the, on the website? Did I? Yeah. No. Why? You didn't, you're just up there just replying. She's like, oh, yeah, bro, I was shredding. Do you see that inside line? He's like, no, nah, dude. Villapoto one. I mean, I, I, that would be, that'd be probably pretty good. But you should just write, like, a deal on it. The, the, the best comments was what you see, you know, like, every, once yeah. a month or whatever. Right, right, yeah, the, the, the ones that are most clueless. And, right, clueless ones. Yeah, exactly, and then use, their, use, like, the username of them, too, just so that they really know who it is. Um, I so, actually, you go, they say, so then they actually start reading it, and they go, oh, that. Oh, look at this dumbass, and then they read it. Oh, that's me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually had to write a guy on there one time and say, "Hey, bro, did I do something personally to you or your family? Like maybe I hooked up with your chick back in the day because you know I hooked up with a lot of chicks." So that, there was a lot of that going on. There was a there ton of that going on. Uh, and, box fans, dude, <laughs> shit went down. The box fans. Ah, the box fans were good, um, and because this guy hated me so bad, so I wrote him. And he was like, no, dude, I just don't like you. And I'm like, okay, cool. But I just wanted to know, like, did I? First name Tony? First name Tony? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. So, But uh, 
Yeah, it's not good, RV, to, to read that stuff. But it would be funny if, if you if we did that, actually. Clueless. I like that. Clueless comments or something. I've been ready to do physical yeah. harm to people. Oh, JT has Could no. Could we do it? JT Could cannot. We, do it? Have, we can. We probably can. Yeah, sure. Why not? You, uh, yeah. Well, RV, you told me this weekend that you made Pulp MX. So can we do it on Pulp MX? We, I, well, I'm not, I want to do it on Racer X, too. Can we do oh, it on okay. there? Okay, we can do that. that. One of my personal favorite comments, if Steve Mathis can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, Some guys just give you confidence, though. Let's be real. Some guy on Twitter is claiming that he was there when I landed on this kid. <laughs> it probably was that kid. He goes, was that kid's last name Diamond? If so, I'm him. <laughs> I think I, he was, no, the dude, the dude who you landed on, was calling you out saying, "Yeah, yeah, this big guy on a Suzuki, <laughs> he landed on. He had some jeans on because no one had his gear size with him." No, I didn't have. Some I had fat my bastard gear. on a GPF. I Suzuki. had my extreme gear. I was wearing extreme back then. I think I had extreme gear. Yeah, that that, that fits <laughs> you your not that fits your gear. image. That fits your image so well. I was thinking I was wearing extreme. Yeah. Um. Oh. What else? Uh, um. No, I think that, I think we're good. I think that's that's all I had for you, RV. So, um, AtlasBrace.com, by the way, check them out. Uh, the brace that the pros use, like Weimer Villapoto, forty percent off. Uh, tra- uh, trade in any brace you have out there as well. They have they're giving away braces, um, which I can't believe they've lost their mind at Atlas. Uh, giving away uh, a brace. Oh, what? Is, oh. Yeah, wait. Uh, show prep here. Great radio, bro. Yeah, this is inc- incredible. Hold on. Where's- so. It must have fell off my thing. So they're uh, looking. It did. The, uh, it did. Uh, it, found it, did. It. found it. There it yeah, is. Yeah, they're giving away uh, 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 each month. They're giving away a different uh, a brace, and they're doing a different social media brace giveaway via Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. One brace per month, rotating through the models. Follow along, and you could be a winner. At all social media is at Atlas Brace. So you want to win a Prodigy, a Tyke, an Original? Go ahead. RVs. Is your signature brace out yet? Is that thing out? Uh, I think it is. I believe yes. it is. And that is a. But I'm not a hundred percent sure. That is a Carbon RV1 Atlas brace. Things bitching. Um, so you can check that out. It Atlas. is. I think it's, it's the lightest one on the market. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, bro. It sounds good. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, RV. Nick, Thank- Nick, you want to try one? I can get you one. I mean, I mean, if I was gonna run one, it would be that would probably be the, that would probably be the one. I like those guys. I think we can run one. Nick, one more, get, get one more on the gate. I I guarantee you, regardless of Nick Way's feelings on neck braces or anything, it is the look. What about Rhino? It is the look of the neck brace. Nick will not do it. Just it, it just it's got to look right. And yeah. What's the look? What's uh, the I mean, look? I've tried I've tried to use it before. I just have a hard time. You need like six to eight hours of stare down. No, but the uh, the reason. <laughs> <laughs> JT beat it. <laughs> hey, RV, you know what Nick did one time when I worked for him as a mechanic? Um, what? I took him to the top privateer, by the way, in the 2002 Supercross Series. Um, oh, I would have been much better without him, let's be real. <laughs> oh, really? You would have got, got better than seven. You would have sewn up top privateer at least three races early. Oh, bullshit. Um, <laughs> Madison says that he took me to the O2 privateer. I would have been better without you, let's be real. Hey, <laughs> the only thing he took back was your bike a few laps early. No, bullshit. <laughs> Hey, so Nick, so RV, Nick would get a new helmet from Schmoots, and he would, uh, Schmoots, 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 what is he, Polish? Schmoots. Oh, RV knows Schmoots, dude, he knows Schmoots. Look. Yeah, dude, so, then for, so we're hanging out, right, we're, we're riding at Napoleon's house, is what this place is called, right? 
and which Smoot, got me shut. Smoot's he probably there. got me shut down in Napoleon because he found out we called him Napoleon, and he probably took offense. Oh man, that track Sorry. was good. You're doing all these. You're doing yeah, all these. Track all was these interviews was, talking it, about Napoleon, and he's like, "Shh, man. come on, stop it. Let's let him tell a story." JD's so uh, we're, we roll up there, right? And like, I think we're riding or whatever, and then it's time to water. So Smoosh gets in this. I'm talking this contraption of a water truck and he's trying to like get this thing like filled with water and the thing just barely runs and and he's and so finally he gets it running and starts watering and then the, the thing buys on the track so i think they pull the hood off this thing and then i think smooch is hanging off the roof pouring gas into like the into the carburetor from the top so through like the right. air filter through like the, right. yeah, the yeah. filter on top and then yeah bro it's called on the hanging track on, hanging on to the top of the, the roof and someone's driving this thing, and it's like, <laughs> up this thing. It was a big, oh, yeah. But it was good. They're, good track. So they're Nick, hanging off the roof, dude, trying to get this thing off the track, just blowing lighter, or uh, starting fluid in the carburetor, and Smooth is, like, hanging off the roof. <laughs> dude, it was awesome. So Nick would get a new helmet. We would be laying in the hotel room, watching TV. Nick would put the helmet on top of the TV, and then every seven to eight minutes, get up and turn it, I don't know, 30 degrees, and then go back down and lay and watch TV some more, staring at his new helmet, then get up in 30 degrees more. Yeah, you got to make sure every fan in the stands is like, don't, pumped don't hate because my look is on point. <laughs> so, what was, so what was that for exactly? I don't know. I don't know. I'm giving Smoots direction for the next paint job, bro. Oh, jeez. Like, yeah. Stop hating on Way. He's got the best style out there. Oh, listen, listen to that. that. What they said the, is that what they said in the, in the forum right now at Pulp? That's what somebody said? No, that's what I said. Devin just gargling your balls. <laughs> All right, you know. um, I like that 27, bro. <laughs> uh, RV, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, always a good time. Um, congratulations on Phoenix, and um, you're going to see you this weekend in A2. All right, boys. See ya. Thank you. Later. What's the chance of getting me on the track over there by the Volvo <laughs> shop? <laughs> Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Damn, come on, bro. <laughs> what track? What do you want to get on? I'm pretty sure it's a Cali track. No? Yeah, but only, only him and him and Jake can ride there. Yeah, I'm really PC, been working. PC's out. You really can't get on there, NYK? No, they have two tracks. I, I, I'm I I'm in at the Cali track, the other one. K2? Where the Pro Circuit ride. K2, right? Yeah. But oh, the, the, one the one by the, the, one the, by the uh, one by Volvo there, only Jake and Ryan can ride. Yeah, yeah, the original one. Okay, yeah, the one and the new one by, uh, by the other ones. Uh, K2. You, you can ride. Yeah. yeah. That's okay, Nick. What you need to do, like you did with the Honda track. Wait till they leave. Wait till they leave. Yeah. Jump in. <laughs> jump in and jump, jump out. Jump off the 15 right <laughs> in there. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's a... I, I, I've got video of that on my phone, on my video camera of me airing out into the Honda track a while ago. You think you bitches could keep me out? You and J-Law. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty sick. We were refusing to lose. I saw, I saw the line they were hitting, and then I noticed that no one rode down there. But even if, even though no one rode, they prepped the track on Saturday and Wednesday. So I said, you know, if I go on Tuesday and I ride, <laughs> and then Peter's preps it again tomorrow, ain't nobody gonna know. <laughs> Always hustle. So I rode there so much, I felt bad, and I told Kehoe about it, and I was like, Kehoe about it, and I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm not really wrecking anything in there. But I'm just letting you know that I'm in there in case you hear from somebody else. I don't want to act like, you know, I'm not being a stand-up dude. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> but in case you in case you hear, I, that is me on the 27. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and Akio was like, yeah, yeah. Akio was like, 
he just looked at me and smiled, basically like, yeah, because I told him, I know you can't tell me it's okay, but I'm just letting you know what's going on. <laughs> I'm letting you know so you know and I know <laughs> that you know that I know that I'm in. Um, hey, Nick, before we let you go on MafiaMotorCrew.com clothing, uh, we're going to do the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment with you. We got rapid-fire questions, all right? Are you ready to do it? You going to ask me something? Yeah, hold on. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, rapid-fire tear-off questions, uh, tear-off uh, segment. Let's do it, uh, Devin. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Swiss Corps birthday, by the way, today. NYK. Happy birthday. So. Oh, yeah? Happy birthday, Swiss Corps. Okay, let's go. Let's th- three three questions for Nick Way. Let's 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 go at it. Are we gonna do Nick Way's first? Yeah, we'll do all three because we gotta let the guy go. He's working on his bike. Uh, yeah, totally understand. All right, Nick, if you could change one thing on your bike and cost wasn't a factor, what would it be? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Two clicks. That's not surprising. That is not surprising. How about everything? You're right. Right. Uh, this is really not an issue at this point. Regardless, <laughs> if I really needed it, I would have it. <laughs> right, right. LP, we're mortgaging the house. <laughs> She's sitting here on speaker. She's just shaking her head. I need a new yeah. crankshaft. Yeah. <laughs> LP, sell a kid. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, next question. You wrote for the, PC, uh, for the PC team and know how their program works. Perhaps you notice they are struggling. Uh, what is Mitch doing wrong? Questions are from uh, Corey Moser. I don't, I, don't so, I don't necessarily think he's doing anything wrong specifically. I just think other guys are the other teams have definitely you know emulated what he's doing and are you know honestly whether it's the rider or a particular brand of bike. I mean, obviously, I think his his setup is fine and it's a proven winner. I just think that circumstances are kind of not going his way currently. But I don't know if that's after two races you can kind of say that he's not doing well this year. Do you think, do you think he's mailed out any any running shoes? <laughs> I, I think I think he definitely probably is thinking about it if he hasn't. Right, right, right. And will any riders light them on fire <laughs> upon, upon receiving said tennis shoes? Yeah, I would have worn those things every day. Nathan Ramsey, Mitch said Nathan was like, "Thanks for the shoes, yeah, man. appreciate it. Right. Wow, my right. birthday's not for another month." Right. All right. Last uh, final question for the X Brown goggle tear off segment. All right, Nick, uh, how can Mathis step up his goggle prep? For one, he can just he can park the pink ones. <laughs> Come on, Mathis. Park the pink ones, and, and uh, the Terminator lens has no place under the lights. Right, right. No, I'm not giving you a Terminator lens for supercars. If, if I show up with a Terminator lens with tear-offs on it at Daytona, I might choke you with the goggle strap. Let's be real. <laughs> this, is a, this, this, this relationship is great so far, two races in. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Thanks, Nick, for doing the, the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Uh, check them out. Pulp Show 14 saves you 30% off on xbrand.com, eksbrand.com. Mafia Motor Cruise, Nick Way, thanks for coming on the show, man. All right, guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me, and I appreciate all the support from the Pulp Crew. It's been cool to get uh, all the orders in at uh, mafiamotorcrew.com. It's cool, it's cool to see everybody kind of, you know, yeah. like getting, some, getting some support and getting their shirts on. You know, they think it's important to, to pull some chicks, so they decided to get some shirts. Yeah. That's what's up. Well said, bro. Well said, bro. If you, if you, want, if you want to get the skirts, you got to buy the shirts. If you want to get the, yep, lift the skirts, get some shirts. That's how we do it. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do that with Kooky. Yeah. yeah. All right. Five are on the way right now. Thanks, bud. <laughs> All right. Pulp Crew uh, is the code on the MafiaMotoCrew.com. Let's take our third and final commercial break of the night. 
on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. We still have the Race Tech email segment coming up. We still have uh, your voicemails. We have the NFAB question of the day. We do. Very big question coming up. Absolutely. Thanks to Nick Way, Ryan Villapoto, Nick Schmidt coming on. It's been fantastic. JT. Villapoto's good. Villapoto's good, I think. Uh, him and Nick, the, the dynamic of him and Nick is, is solid. That's why I did that because um, – Oh, so RV you're, you're was take all credit for it. RV was texting me like, "Bro, I'm ready, I'm ready," and I'm like, thinking, "Crap, Nick's on." But then I'm like, "You know what? No, I'm getting them both on." Yeah, yeah. Sometimes RV is uh, distracted when he's on. Yeah, uh, I don't know what he's doing, but he's not very training. Not, yeah, maybe he's working yeah. out. Probably push-ups. So. All right, with that, Jason Thomas, uh, the great Jason Thomas, um, is in studio, and uh, thanks everybody for listening. And we will see you after this commercial break. Full-time X Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulpon X Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mm-hmm. Mic check. Undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length or maybe it's because they are available for people of any age, size and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride... You like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas. 
And then there's everything else. It's 2013 and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summercross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. 
The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the moto company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the moto company. Motocompany.com. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Pumpkin Pump Show. Pumpkin Show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Steve Mathis. That's Jason Thomas. Why are you talking like a weirdo? That was face-to-face. Courtesy of Swiss Corps. The birthday boy. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Great time tonight. Great guests. Lots more coming up. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's, Devin, let's, um, let's finish the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. X-Brand Goggle is the official gear or official goggle of choice of Jimmy Albertson, Nick Way, Kyle Chisholm, Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, who, by the way, JT, you have to give a little bit of props to. You're a Vince kept, Freeze kept critic. Kept it clean. Kept you're it clean. A, you're a Vince Freeze critic. Kept it clean. And he kept it clean with his battle with Kyle Partridge. He did. I give him credit. Yes, you did. Yep. Um, and Les Smith, who made his debut. Les Smith didn't make the main event on the Rock River Cycle Trader Yamaha, but I, I don't know why not. I mean, he had a 20 minutes on the bike. Coming in, yeah. I mean, plenty it's, of time. It's tough to <laughs> twenty minutes. Yeah, over prepared. Absolutely, almost over prepared. Absolutely. Yeah. What else does the guy want? Um, so tough for uh, for Les Smith. Uh, Xbrand dot uh, ekspran.com Pulp Show fourteen saves you thirty percent off. You can get the official goggle of Michael Lessie, Cold Neck, Kyle Nick, Cunningham, Nick Way, Nick Way, Jimmy Albertson, Kyle Chisholm, Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze. Les Smith. Do you know after X-Brand Goggle Gate with Kyle Chisholm? We all know what happened there. He's wearing them now for free. Karma? Just, just, Car- I, karma. Yeah. No? I mean, we're trying to work out a deal. He may leave, but he's doing... Are you going to be mad if he leaves again? No. Is going to, like, no, just no, blow no, no. up We again? already had our Goggle Gate. We won't have a Goggle Gate part so two. So if he gets another deal and he wears a different goggle at Anaheim 2, you're not mad? Nope, he's free to do it. Okay. Trying to come up with some okay. a deal to make him happy, but you know yeah. he came he came to the scene late. So, all right. So these questions uh, submitted by a Corey Moser. That was ballsy of Moser to ask Nick Way what what Mitch Payton's doing wrong. Would you expect anything less than ballsy from Moser? That is an excellent Ball. point. By the way, someone remember remind me to bring the balls out award this weekend to A two to present it to someone. You're gonna get kicked out of the pits with that thing. Yes. All right, <laughs> All right, let's go. Steve. JT, 15 seconds for these. Don't Ready. waffle. Ready. Steve, who has or had the most memorable haircut in Moto? Nick Schmidt. No. That's a bullshit. Just, 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 I mean, LaRocco, Bradshaw, Larry Ward. My mohawk was good. How about how about what's on your wall right there? Dogger. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Those that just says Strong. speed, dude. When you're when you're pinned at Daytona and it's it says drugs too. I grew yeah. <laughs> I grew my hair out for that exact reason. Yeah. Yeah. All right, JT. Drugs? No, not for to look cool. Oh, okay. Uh, JT, you had a lot of experience with rubbers. Do you consider Come again? <laughs> Excuse me. You sweet, have had a Jesus. lot of experience so with rubbers. Proellis. An advantage or disadvantage for the BTO, KTM, and JGR team? Uh, if it was 10 years ago, I would have said 
huge disadvantage. Now, I don't think I don't know if it's an advantage or not, but I think they are more than capable of winning races. They're they're on the level. How about that? That sounds good. Nick Way uh, or Tim Ferry, Steve Mathis ran Pirelli's in '99, and they were garbage. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you did in '99, '98 oh, yeah, too. Yeah, they're garbage. They're bad. But yeah, better. All right, uh, Steve. Yeah. What does it cost for you to attend the race on any given weekend? All in for or all in for the flight, car, hotel passes, loaded potato skins, etc. What about Lissamore's food? And Lissamore's food. Um. It, it it's uh you can't say uh oh king score, sorry Liz. a Tupac Biggie thing. Mm-hmm. Um, generally speaking, an East Coast race. I live on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Thousand bucks, mm. probably all in car, hotel, flight. J J T. Thousand bucks every yeah, week. It's about that. Yeah. God. Well, no. What about I mean, what about West Coast? I'm t- well. The West Coast ones are a lot cheaper. Nevin, did you drive to A one or did you fly? I drove to A one. Did flew you to Phoenix? Yes. Oh okay. I, I, will, I will be driving to A2. Yeah, I awesome. usually drive to Anaheim. Great. Thanks for that info. Yeah, why not? Uh, JT. Sir. Gerke is riding with a broken finger. Yes. What is the gnarliest injury you've had ridden through? Uh, ACL torn two times. Uh, finished the season both times. Uh, broken fingers. Done that. Um, that was in O2. Uh, the knee, The knee thing was bad. I couldn't walk. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll go with that. Okay. Uh, Steve, it seems you have a rotating door. Who is the cleanest person and messiest person that has crashed at your house? I don't know. No, I, honestly, I mean, um, a lot of people just come in, like, and sleep and then leave in the morning. Like, they don't stay long or nothing, you mm-hmm. know? Um, more is cool. He's, he's low maintenance. The best thing about Lissamore is that uh, he's staying here for a month, and he stayed here for a month last year or whatever. I think he's on his third tour of staying a month at the Hotel Mathis. And he's great because he can sit on the couch and work and not talk to me, and we don't talk for hours because we're, we're both working. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Hmm. I don't have to entertain him. Okay. Unlike JT, who was, you know, forcing, wanting me to dance and juggle. Entertain him. Yeah, yeah throw, throwing, throwing quarters at your feet right, and stuff. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, All right, right uh, JT. Who is the goat of privateers? The goat of privateers. You're talking to him. Kyle Lewis. Okay, yeah, Kyle That's Lewis. That's a great, yeah. <laughs> you were talking to this, the runner-up of the goat of privateers. <laughs> and? That's a good one. That is the X-Brand Goggle Tarot segment. The X-Brand Goggles, the official gear of Colt Neck, Kyle Cunningham, Michael Lessie, top Jimmy Albertson, Nick Way, Kyle Chisholm, Michael Lee, Vince Freeze, Les Smith, almost... 25% of the 450 main event was wearing X-Brand. Almost. The last 25%. 25% okay. of the main event uh, wearing X-Brand goggles. So uh, check them out. Best goggle on the market. That's right. I said it. I said it. Uh... You will not win. <laughs> Thanks, Devin, for that. <laughs> um Okay, we covered the Eck thing. We covered the commercial. Um, Dean Ferris had a good ride in the two. We didn't touch on two fifties much. No, we didn't. Um, you wanted to touch on the riders though. That was weird earlier. I think it was last night. Uh, Talking about touching on the guys. All right. Uh Hey, you want something from our sponsors? Uh, check out sponsor deals on Pulp Mech Show um, and save some money by listening to this show. So go ahead and just blah, try blah, it. Blah. Just try it. It doesn't hurt. I promise you. 
Um, we got a mm. lot of different ways we can go with the show, man. NFAB question of the day. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. We don't have a segment, so. Oh, we don't have a I don't know why you looked at me there. Just no, no, well, no, no. I thought no. it was like the music. Hey, um, Devin. Yeah, what's up, bud? Um, make, make up some music. Just do something right now. Infab. No, no, no. I read. You make music. You just make me. We're going to make up segment right now because Swiss Corps has been plowing snow. So go ahead and do something. All right. This is. Uh, you can I, I think you should just. I think we should just go with it. I, I, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. I mean more like, like noises, like music. You know, not singing. Oh, like sound drops. Just. What about the new quiet? Okay, let me. This let, is going great, dude. Let me show Devin how to do can it. Can we just go into the can NFAB read, segment? Can, can you read this and I'll do it? Can you read the NFAB and I'll show with Devin what I wanted to do? Uh, am I, I'm reading on what's on here. NFAB, Jeep and Truck Products, is the industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories except for Ridgelines. We design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, and best-looking Nerf bars, not for Ridgelines, available in the industry today. At NFAB, we are committed to building a heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts for all of the latest trucks and SUVs dating back to the 80s except for Ridgelines. Go to nfab.com. For all of your tubular parts needs. And dash fab. In dash fab.com. Um, that's what Excuse I wanted. That's, so you did it. With you. What the hell are you doing? You're like, ee, ee, ee. Just make it some music. That? Just make it some music. You know? <laughs> I not, can't. What I'm we not call that it, lame. What we call it in the industry is freestyling. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Like Michael Phelps. Or Flavor Twitch. Flavor Flav. I really don't care. Okay. And Fab. Uh, question of the day. What the hell happened? We touched on the Dean Wilson thing, so do you want to move away from that? No. You want to do that? That's the question of the day. Uh, I had another question. So, uh, but oh, well, is it good? Probably not. You came up with it. <laughs> I came up with the Dean Wilson thing. <laughs> no, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, duh. Okay, so uh, you're buddies with Dean Wilson. I'm buddies with Dean Wilson. Kinda. Um, you're Canadian. He doesn't. Yeah. No. Nah, we're all right. I like Dino. I like I like Dino. Listen and- more. Listen more. Doesn't like him. Yeah, Lismore doesn't like him, right? Exactly. And Lismore doesn't. And Lismore doesn't have a headset to defend himself, so it's perfect. Um, this is not a good. This is not a good um, title show. Chase, yeah, for uh, Dean Wilson. But you're the question. The NFAB question of the day: Does, does Dean Wilson need to panic? It was. Can he turn it around? Can he turn it around? Also, and panic or not panic. And if he needs a house, he can get What are we going to do now? <laughs> no. Uh, I think he can. Um, the biggest concern I have is that I'm not sure that they know exactly what's wrong. He's riding around very passively. Well, I, think he, I think he has arm pump. You think he has arm pump? I don't pump? think he has a choice. Okay. Yeah, when you have arm pump, you're done. Yeah. yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, just, I don't think that they have diagnosed the problem. So that's if, – if you know what the problem is, you, get, you have great people around you. You can work towards fixing it. But when you don't know what's wrong, it's not a good place to be. How are you supposed to fix something Do you, you don't, when you don't know the problem? He won a heat race. So – Correct. Rode great. Had his fastest time of the day. Yeah. No. He didn't? No. Your second? Just Colsey in the main okay. event. No, no. I mean uh, in the practice qualifying. Uh, he was fastest. Uh, yes. So, we, you know, the speed's there and he won a heat and all that. So it's just an arm pump issue. Do we – 
we don't blame Rhino, but do we look at Rhino's direction at what he's doing, what Rhino's doing with him? I don't think so because Dean, okay. I think Dean had the same issue last year in Supercross. I, I really do. I think all those struggles we saw with him, you know, struggling at Daytona, uh, I think he was he's the same issue. So I, I don't blame Rhino. Um, I think Dean's in good shape. It's just whatever is causing this arm pump, if it's, if it's even mental now where he's so worried about getting arm pump, mm-hmm. he's forcing himself to get arm pump. But yeah, it's like a the, the, it's a vicious cycle that's about going it, right, on. Yeah, right. so the everything's there: the bike, the the talent, the riding ability. Everything's there. It's just whatever's going on, they've got to sort it out if they want any chance at this. All right. Well, I'm from this side. Well, that's great. That's just fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do? We're some real pretty shit now, man. You finished? That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do? Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Yeah. I like Noof at the end, the little girl. Yeah. She talks. Um, it's not good. And and you know, he's sixteen points down, seven races to go. Lots of things can happen though. We saw Tomac not make a main event. We saw Roxon. No, Roxon. Roxon didn't make a main event. We saw Tomac collapse in a main event. DNF. Um. You know, so lots of things can happen. I I mean, we put him as a heavy favorite. We think he can do it. But, uh, yeah. What do you think, Devin? I think Wilson is probably – I think he's going to have a couple of turnaround races coming up. I think he's probably going to be still in contention at the end of the run. But I, I'm i going to – either going to hand it to Celia or Anderson as far as the title win. I think Kevin Crowther is going to hand it to him. But you can be maybe on the podium. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we could work it in the deal. All right. Hey, host, jump in here, whatever. Great radio. You're an asshole. Why? He, I was kidding. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. I was kidding. Look, he's got a big stain on his shirt. Is that mustard? Yeah, let's not worry about my stain right now. What's I tried, going on with that? It's a stain. Do you, but did you do it today? Yeah, from today. Do you run that all day? Yeah. Yeah. I can't even see it. It's kind of like. It's oh, ketchup. Yeah, it's it's a coffee. It's a coffee. It's coffee. Yeah, coffee. It's coffee. Pookie. Thanks for the coffee. It was delicious. Um, shirt enjoyed it. Well, I'm just glad. I'm glad you haven't been walking around all day with that. I'm glad. What's your take on this, Steve? My stain? Your, or no, Wilson? No, Wilson. You played your little clip. Oh, no. It's panic time. No, no, no. Yeah? Panic. Oh, just mass hysteria. <laughs> Run around screaming. <laughs> I mean, just. Help me, Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. Help me over underwear. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm on fire. Right. I'm on fire. Okay. Um, no, Dean was my pick for the title. He's 14 down. So wait, wait. Okay, that we've I think we've just figured it out. Is it that you're worried or is that that he's worried? Do you have money on this? Is this is why you're playing these I have money actually against Dean Wilson. Oh. But I'm still cheering for Dean Wilson to get it. So, I have money on him. I just think Devin like if he had Gone out at A1 and was leading and mm-hmm. cartwheeled and got fourth. You know, he still had a lot of speed, so you're not worried about it. If he goes to, he goes to Phoenix, he gets a terrible start uh, but works up, you're still not worried. But the way he's gone 4-4, not so much 4-4 itself, the way he's gone 4-4 is not good. I'm with Thomas, arm pump. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm with Thomas too pump. on arm pump, but I just say the for way he's fab? done it. For men, Fab? Thomas Victor? Okay. Um, all right, okay. So, I, I, yeah. 
I mean, honestly, I wouldn't even show up this weekend if I was Dean. I'm going to text him and say, you <laughs> should hit the panic button. Just go nuts. <laughs> I wouldn't even show up this weekend. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. I know. I'm joking. Um, let's see what he can do. This should be good. This title fight should be good. Anderson's stronger than we both thought, right? I mean, we knew he'd be good. Yeah. Not this good. Not, the, not two wins in a row. Yeah. No. I didn't see and Seeley's about what we thought, I think. Uh, I think Seeley is really, really you good. You were high on Seeley's really, really You good. were high on Seeley's chance. I still am. You were high on. Uh, I think Jerry Canada was high on himself. Okay. Maybe a few other things. But I, I do think that Seeley uh, – I, I still think Seeley's right in there. I mean, it, I, I predict him to, to win Anaheim too, so there you go. And what about the Valentin Tellier bandwagon? Um, that has – the, the plane has crashed into the mountain. Yeah. That maybe should be panic. Right. Maybe that should be <laughs> that, a panic. That's, yeah. Maybe I have it mixed up. I just thought he could do some damage. He did some damage to that guy he landed on. <laughs> I, that did he ever. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Oh, uh, tell ya. All right. Hey, uh, we get a lot of emails at this show. Devin, did we, we got to get you hooked up on the Race Tech program. You have to get that oil changed and get that suspension properly done. I, I really do. Since 1984, Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension mod company. 30 years they've been doing this thing. Uh, some of the prop privateers in the sport, Lieb, Freeze, Blos, Gilmore, uh, some of the guys like McDade and Skaggs in Arena Cross, uh, they use Race Tech. Race Tech's gold valves provide a plush feel, drastically improved bottoming resistance. Look, you just get some springs from Race Tech. Get the oil changed. You know, people have this misconception that suspension work is uh, re- involves all this valving and, and tubes and colors. And you can get the tubes and the color and the valving. You can get it. It's not a problem. They'll do that for you. But the, what they'll also do is set your bike up properly, people. Set your sag. If you're a little overweight like myself, three, four, five pounds over where you should be, you can get the right springs that you need from Race Tech. If you have a new bike, you can get the right oil, the oil change and put the proper oil in it. Lots of things to do that you can do for race tech. So that's all. I beg you. If I, you beg me, then do it for me, factory Yamaha mechanic. I was taking that man up on a wall to wins when you were knee-high to a grasshopper. Can we talk about Herb Braun a little bit? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> I've said all I'm going to say about Herb Braun on the okay. Racer X podcast show. Okay. Um, we actually got a tweet in today about Irvin Lurch. I left it. We did? Yeah, I left it. Yeah, I don't want to go there. Yeah, let's not. This guy says, I swore I was at Baja, bro. I think the kid lost a kidney somewhere around 9901. Stoked I rode the same track <laughs> as that Manitoba legend. Kid lost a kidney. They helicoptered him out of there. He did. They did. They did. It's like MASH. Guy asked me for my lawyer info. I had to go. <laughs> I got to go. Uh, my lawyer is a Rosetti and Rosetti. <laughs> um, all right, so here's this, here's some of the emails we got. This guy here, Nick, wants to get in touch with JT regarding the VIP BTO Sports VIP program. Get at me. How do they get at you? Uh, either the pulp contact form, and you can forward it, or Jason36 at AOL.com, or the BTOSports.com website. There is a request form there as well. This guy says, I know it's an AOL address or something, but Jesus, I thought those emails just went through a black hole these days. That guy signed up on the VIP program now already. There you go. Same guy? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. Um, This guy says, Steve, I'm with – the same guy. Says, Steve, I'm with you on the Stewart observation. He did seem to be in a better place in the last past couple of years. Yeah. 
He's with me on that, bro. There you go. Goon says, uh, Steve, I rarely get to listen to your show live, but eventually I listen to every show on my phone throughout the week. So this message is a little late since I just finished listening to last Monday's show. But I felt compelled to respond to remarks regarding the TV coverage. First, Krista Voda was excellent. She's an actual journalist. She lent a dose of credibility to the sport. That will be very attractive to a segment of the general public that doesn't normally follow the sport. She may not be stunningly attractive, but a performance more than makes up for it. Second, I understand that majority of Supercross crowd prefers more attractive women, but that's what Jenny Taft is for. She clearly struggled in her performance, but the fans who care about seeing hot chicks won't care if she isn't very articulate. Third, it is nearly impossible to take Diana Dahlgren seriously as a reporter when she's wearing that ridiculous outfit. She's gorgeous, I get that. But she's better served as a person handing out trophies or shooting t-shirts into stands. And wearing that outfit and talking into a microphone loses the credibility that Voda adds. Is this a woman writing this? Goon 25. Sounds like a woman. DD is great in the right spot, but that not as a reporter. So that's Goon 25's uh, take on, on that. I think uh, her outfit is spectacular. Big fan. All right. Uh, Math, this is from Craig. Love the work you do. Um, is there any footage of the Hill Moss potential takeout at A1? Not that I know of. For starters, Hill has the wrong Moss brother. And to add to this, Hill has worked too hard to F around with this. He was supposed to be in the opening ceremonies in Phoenix. If he keeps this up, Mossy will park him for effing good, and neither Matt or Josh want this. Gotta say, this guy's from Australia. Is this old mate? No, this guy's from Australia, though. <laughs> um, gotta say, Speedy Reedy looked good. Dungey should have passed earlier, though. This is about A1. Farsha rode well. I completely agree with you on James. He was calculated and methodical from the get-go in the main. Super smooth and quick. He got unlucky in the whoops. Unlucky. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, okay. This is the same argument we've had. You call it unlucky. I call it the same thing he's done a hundred times. P.S. and JT should listen to us on the Stewie thing. Believe in the seven. Yeah, okay. And then uh, Brandon wrote an email, maybe one of the Brandons that called in, about the Monster uh, Cup and the Joker Lane. And he said that. Let it go. He said the Joker Lane's a joke. It's ridiculous. It uh, doesn't belong in racing. And then he made some po- comments and some points that he really uh, actually was proven wrong on. Some of them was right, but some of them were wrong. So. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm just reading this again. Yeah, great. Really appreciate this. The guy's better. the guy's saying that the crash at the Monster Cup was because Villapoto missed Joker Lane, and therefore the crash almost cost us Villapoto. You, you don't even want to talk. I about don't this. care <laughs> about the Monster Cup. I don't. Really, move on. Yeah, let's talk about uh, yeah, LA Coliseum '92. So in '83, Anaheim. Um, all right, that's been the Race Tech email segment. Racetech.com. Check out sponsored deals on pulpamexshow.com to save money at Race Tech. Chris and the guys down there working hard for us, the big supporters of the show. They've always been there for us, and uh, and we thank them for that. Um, it's, it's a great uh, great deal. So, all right, let's move on from that. Nick Way, Ryan Villapoto, Nick Schmidt, Weston Pike, all in the show Strong. tonight. By far, though, the Villapoto Way thing was it's good. Yeah, it's good. It good. You get anytime you get those two idiots talking about to each other, it's classic. Um, and we got a winner for our Tech One Designs pit shirt. Tech One Designs. Uh, Check them out, techonedesigns.com. They are there for um, uh, anything you need for uh, stickers, custom stuff, pitch shirts, everything else. Like I said, if you make those goddamn awful noises into the microphone, I won't listen to the show. 
he keeps using language like that, I don't want him to. Killing it right now. Some hot chick says she's got to be up at 6 a.m., but she's listening to the Pulp Nook show. Is it Pookie? <laughs> it is Pookie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, this guy said, did the audio cut out on me? I don't know. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, I'm doing the show. I don't know. <laughs> wait, you tweet wait. me Hang on. asking me if the audio cut out. I don't know. You said some hot chick has to be up at 6? Yeah. Did she write, I'm a hot chick, I have to be up at 6? No, I can see her photo, though. Twitter photo. Dude, Pookie's listening. What are you doing? Pookie ain't listening. She's in bed, bro. Oh, no, she, right. can't no, she, she can't hear us at all. She can't hear nothing, I say. Oh, all right, all right. Um, Play over here. JT, remember those orgies we used to be in? <laughs> no, oh, I oh, okay. no, I don't. <laughs> all right, never mind. Um, Blame. Um, all right, let's do the voicemails. Let's do that. Let's do it. 702-586-7857. In all actuality, we had 26 voicemails this week. I'm not playing 26 voicemails. No. Some of them were terrible. But I went through all of them, picked the best ones uh, that we have. 702-586-7857. Um, we're on the air for a little bit while longer if you want to call in, and we'll, we'll try to get your, to your question. But as it is now, let's play the uh, the voicemails, the best of the best. Hit it, Devin. Hey, Steve. It's Victor from New Mexico. Hi, Victor. Just want to call and thank you for having the show on the night of the show on Stitcher. Badass. Uh, thank you so much, dude. You really are the best when it comes to Moto radio internet um next thing nice Swisscore's job thank you Swisscore, for getting that up it's late where he is yeah so good job appreciate yeah. it on yeah. his birthday yep so we'll, we'll we'll see if he does it tonight jury's jur, jury's out if he does it tonight yeah i don't think it's, it's his birthday yeah i don't see it happening he's married with uh kids and it's his birthday so like he's busy yeah. you know getting busy yeah he's busy getting busy yeah he's getting bitten getting busy all right, let's uh, let's keep going. The wall, the sand section, the wall. Um, everybody, Bill Poto, Dungey, everybody in that race were just simply, uh, you know, front tire popping over and rear tire, you know, shredding the sand as they took off. Um, Chad Reed was just incredibly jumping it and launching probably fifteen, twenty feet past it. Um, uh, I saw one Kawasaki do it in the midst of the race, and I never saw him do it again, so I couldn't figure out which Kawasaki it was. But I know Chad did it most of the race. Um, did you guys discuss that? And if not, could you please? Um, why was he able to? And No one else did it. Even the people following him didn't even attempt it. And then I just wanted to say how um, uh, people that you do have on the, on the show regularly were, were incredibly great to my, my kids. Um, we saw Nick Way walking through the pits, and my kids went up and asked him to sign autographs. And uh... Nick probably asked him, hey, you got any hotlines? <laughs> hey, you got a cam I can borrow? <laughs> what about a high-compression piston? <laughs> you want to buy a shirt? Yeah, I'm just trying to get busy here. <laughs> yeah, he explained that he had, his bike had broken in, in uh, one of the practice, and uh, you could see his shirt all dirty, and he was just incredibly nice to, to talk to at that point. Uh, stopped and talked and then um, signed and then took off. And then JT was great. I went up and uh, shook his hand, spoke to it. him, and, uh, and he was just great to, great to see and great to meet and just uh, very uh, obliging to talk to. I doubt um, it. So I just wanted to say the guys that you are uh, connected with there were fantastic. Right Thanks. Bye. 
I don't know why you're hating on JT. JT is a great guy to come up to at the Supercross races and talk to. I ran into him at A1. Now that I'm not racing. Exactly. Yeah. Not so, ang- not so angry. Different story back then. No, yeah, JT's very angry when he raced. Listen more, you can back that up. Not happy. Throwing nope. shit. Not pumped. Scowl on his face. Not pumped. Yeah, yeah. Not pumped. No, now? Brand new yeah, JT? all good. Right. Hey, it's Tony from Arizona. Oh, what you seeing Supercross? It was by far and away the best race I've been to in a long time. Not only the 250 uh, main with Anderson and Seeley again, uh, and that pass was right where our seats were. Uh, and I didn't get a picture of it, unfortunately. But shit, good. And then uh, also congratulations to Zachy Poo with another podium. Ferris? Or uh, not Ferris, uh, Dean Wilson. What's going on with him? Uh, he's not even... I don't know. Not on the box. Two races in a row, and he was upright the whole time. So uh, you can talk about that. Also, the 450 main, uh, Chad Reed was a big old question mark. I just saw him riding alone. and kind of curious what was he's going on. And uh, uh, Barsha. Barsha looked like a little, uh, I don't know, he was all over the place out there. He was just. He was in it for a while, and then he looked like it's kind of like he started getting knocked around like a pinball machine, and he just didn't know what to do, and all of a sudden you just lost sight of him. But I don't know. Anyway, great race. Uh, also, I got to meet uh, Jim Hollywood Holly. Let me have a picture, and I got to meet Berluti. Love the Berluti. Took some time out while he was working on Brock's bike to shake my hand. So, uh, anyway, love the Pulp Next show. You guys are awesome. Bye. Who doesn't love Berluti? Hey. Right? Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Good guy. Great guy. Hey, Steve. This is Anthony from Ohio. Uh, love the show, man. Been listening ever since the first episode. Um, wanted to call in regards to last week's show. Um, I think the emailer's name was Jimmy, complaining about all the sponsor plugs um, and how he finds it cheesy. Uh, the guy must not listen to much radio. Um, I drive a ton for work. And actually listen to a lot of not only your stuff, but a lot of ESPN radio. And that's how business is made. Um, personally, I think if people have a problem with it, they need to buck up because it's no different than TV and kind of the crowd that they were complaining about in the summer. You now they need to be able to, to realize that it takes sponsors to pay for the show. I think that how you plug it in and how you name the segments after uh, – what you want to talk about, plugging the sponsors that way. I think it's great. Uh, not saying I'm a marketing expert, but I think you're doing a great job. Uh, so keep it up. Don't let these guys try and tell you otherwise because that's how good business is. So take care. Um, so here's show tonight. Keep it up. Thanks, bro. We appreciate it. Yeah, that guy was a little weird. The guy wrote an email in. Uh, that was only half the voicemails, everybody. Devin, uh, Devin, Devin screwed up. Fuck right. that one up majorly. Sweet. Sorry. All good. Sweet. <laughs> I think we had some. I think we had some good voicemails in there, though. Oh, we can go back. I guess we'll never know. We can go back. Greg like. Oh, pumped. some somebody uh, really loved Mike Mason. They said they they Villeman can go fuck himself. Um, but Mason rules. <laughs> Sorry about that voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> had a few too many one night. Yeah, you know that happens. Uh, TJ. Hey guys, want to say killer show? Thanks. Not most of it. Thanks, bro. I was having having been working late tonight. Uh, a little construction incident. I had to get it cleaned up. But uh, hey, I don't know if you guys touched on it or not. But there's a privateer, uh, Kevin Wisebrush, number I think 252 on a Cali, got hurt. 
at Phoenix. Actually, uh, broke a trachea in his larynx. Couldn't breathe on his own there for a while. He had surgery uh, yesterday and seems to be doing a lot better. But uh, I know that they're trying to set up a little little deal for him to pay all his bills and all that stuff. So I was kind of want to give him a shout-out. What, what was this in practice qualifier? When was this? Uh, I'm assuming it was the night show. Yeah. I got all, all my uh, info from uh, Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 252 on a Cowie uh, in the 250 class. Okay. I'm just wondering when the – because obviously we're watching every I don't race remember. The, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I mean, there's crashes all night, so it could have yeah, – yeah. you know, yeah, it's hard bum- to tell what's going on. Bummer. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely a bummer. Hey, JT, I'm uh, signed up for uh, BTO Experience second year in a row at uh, Dallas. So Nice. Uh, wait, on that. Good times. Oh, yeah, well, I, I missed Dallas last year. So you already did it, so wait till you see your experience. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, I was at, yeah, I wasn't at Dallas last year. So oh, you weren't? I had to do any trade show. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, last year I went to uh, San Diego. Oh, so. okay, yeah, 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 right on. Are you doing Indy again? Yeah. No, no, there's no Indy anymore. Oh, that's right. It's, yeah, it's, in, the fall. it's in the fall. Yeah. It's Chicago. Oh, guys, well, hey, yeah, go to the show and uh, keep it up. Thanks, TJ, Thanks. and yeah, and uh, get well soon to um... Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. Thanks, bud. Bye, guys. Later. See ya. Thanks. Um, yeah, that guy's cool. I remember doing it with him last year. You remember his voice? Well, I remember TJ Fontenot. That's his last name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. He's cool. Wow, look at you with the, with the last names and stuff. Yeah, bro. Um, hey, this is the the show that p- people call into, stars of the sport call into directly. Former uh, factory rider Brian Swink, what's up? What's up? What's up, Swingster? Nothing. Hey, thanks for calling Nothing. the show. Nothing. I just I watched the first race and I totally thought it was good. What about the second one? You watch the second one? No, I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. Second one, I, that's all I watched. I missed the first one because I watched Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, was, that, was that shows you how much I. Really care. Brad Pitt gets me every time. Uh, Jason Thomas is in the studio. You know, you know JT Swinkster. Yeah, Swink, what up? What up, JT? Oh, you know, still short. Um, what's up, Swink? What's 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 new and exciting? Nothing. What'd you I, What'd you think of the first I race? I was calling to make a show for next week, but I don't know. Well, you got, you were you were uh, you yeah. were. You were supposed to call me. We, you talked to me like a couple weeks ago, and then I said, "Hey, call me the next day." And you never did. And then uh, yeah, because I was going to do a Q and A with you. Right, and right. I want to. I'll, I'll kill it with a question and answer. Come on, Matt. Let's get reliable. Uh, every everything all these pussies won't say, I'll say it, dude. Yeah, because no, you're swingster, what do I got bro. to lose at this point? <laughs> been riding at all, swingster? Right. Have you been riding? What? Riding dirt bikes at all? No, no I, I no, I don't ride dirt bikes. I haven't rode dirt bikes in ten years. One of the uh, how was Tim Ferry's house? I was Red Dog looking. You talked to him? Red Dog? Oh, he, yeah. It's, I don't know. Change your own and spit bikes. I saw that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're in Florida now. You're down in Florida. Yeah, yeah. I bought a house in Florida. Where are you living at? Built my house in Michigan. Inverness. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know where that is? Right. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's like yeah. 40 minutes from my house. Right, right, right. Wow, you don't live yeah. in well, and, uh, house there, though. My buddy, John Kitch, who's the gray mechanic. One of the best mini riders ever. ever recognizes. One of the best mini riders ever. 
Possibly. Right? Yeah. yeah. And he's a great mechanic, and I went with him. He's like, I'm going with Red Dogs to do some work on his, you know, his practice bikes and stuff. And I was like, I'll go with you. And then me and him ended up there. And so I changed the oil on all the pit bikes. Is, uh, and, is Kitch helping Hampshire? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Our, yeah, thought so. Oh, so RJ's got a, a yeah. Kitch is uh, RJ's mechanic. Yeah, something oh, cool. like that. Not really his mechanic. Oh, just... that, that's what that's what pisses me off. What you know, he what? helps he helps the kid out a hundred times, but he's not his mechanic. Nothing wrong. Know? Nothing wrong with being a mechanic. I was a mechanic, bro. One of the best <laughs> in the sport ever. Well, yeah, but he, I mean, he should be his race bike. Yeah, he's saying he wants to get him a real gig. Like he wants, you know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He's just like helping. So he's you like know, helping. You know what week. I got? You know what I got going? No. I, me and Kitch are going to San Diego because oh. Oh, I got Kitch and myself a flight to San Diego Supercross to try to get Kitch a little recognition because he's he's not getting what he deserves, and I think Did you? he deserves a little bit more. Did Watson get you some passes? Are you all dialed? What's that? Did Watson get you passes and stuff? Are you all dialed? Yeah, I hope so. And I talked to uh, Pat Shooty. That's a... No Michigan boy. Watson, that's a 50-50 thing with Kenny. (laughs) I mean, you could have him. Yeah. No, I didn't ask Kenny. Oh, okay, all right. I didn't know that. All right. Paggio. I'm supposed to go stay at Paggio's house. Oh, yeah, there you so. go. Right. Yeah, there's a natural connection. Padge, well, man. I mean, we're family, right? Right. Kind of. Yeah, no, it's Padge, bro, for sure. And then, right. So, and then Pat Shooty is, you know, he's an old Michigan guy. So, he says he'll give me the red carpet. <laughs> right, so, right, right. He'll be um, able to get passes, I hope, at least. You know, yeah, I would think so. Sweet, you're you're a two time, <laughs> one twenty five supercar champion. Yeah, I, I just think me and uh, Kitchy should be able to go out there and hang out a little bit and let people know Kitch ain't the goofball he used to be. You know, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's cool. Maybe I'll interview Kitch. Put him on the on the on the show or on the on the website. <laughs> right, right, yeah. something. Right. Um. Oh, the the privateer that's down at Phoenix, Kevin Weisbirch. Weisbirch. Why don't you try to get his name correct? Uh, how do you spell that? RJ Hampshire. No, this other guy. I'm going to defer to you. See Weisbirch. Oh. Yeah. Um. Heal <laughs> up, Kevin. I think it's Weisbirch. Hey, go to uh, help this Kevin guy out. Go to uh, website dash veracity. Dot com v r a s t y. It's a clothing company. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. And any purchases on there, a hundred percent of the proceeds go to Kevin and his family. So the, he's in ICU in Phoenix. So. Wow, that's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. So, um, good luck to Kevin and good job for uh, Veracity. For, I don't know how you pronounce Veracity? it. I just know it's a clothing company. Yeah, Veracity for helping out. Not Veracity. That's, yeah. that's Veracity three. If Scooby Doo was Velocity. Tr- no, that's Scooby Doo if he's trying to say Velocity three. <laughs> Rossity. Rossity, Shaggy. Wow. <laughs> hey, Swing, can we take another call for a second? Can you stay on the line? Yeah, I'm on the line. All right, hold on. Stay on the line. 
John, what's okay, up? Okay, go ahead. All right. Hey, how you doing? Swinkster's the man. Nice. Is he still on? Yeah, Swinkster's the man. He's still there. Nice. All right, well, look, off the subject, I called in earlier, and T2 kind of effed up my voicemails, so he's not going to play them, right? He effed up, yeah, half the voicemails, for sure, if not more. Uh, oh, tits number two, you. All right, well, um, did you guys see Jim Hollywood Holly? Uh, the camera kind of panned up to him in the practice broadcast, and it was on the big prompter in the whole entire stadium, and he made a jerk-off motion. <laughs> Real hardcore, and he started, like, doing it up and kind of pointed at somebody, and then he's like, oh, shit. Like, he kind of realized. No, but that's awesome, and that's something that Jim Holly would do. Yep. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm I'm 33, and I'm kind of like, Jimmy, just grow up. You got to work, like, what, like f- four hours? And, you know, but it was pretty awesome. But uh, if you didn't catch it, I don't know how you'd see it. Yeah, but, how do we uh, get, ask him about it. How do we know? get that back? Because uh, I could see Jimmy Holly doing that, absolutely. And, if somebody uh, called it, post it, and 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 uh, let's let's bust his balls about it, you know. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Well, off the subject, real quick. Just did did, did anybody ever ca- back in the day? Uh, Mathis's boy RC did the first backwards whip. Did any did it was it was pro circuit days number six Kawasaki. He won like six or eight in a row. Was the only one to do it. And after he won the race, took his goggles off. ESPN two caught it. And he threw the first backwards whip way before Potter anybody ever did it. Does if you that's another thing if you haven't caught it, you should realize that that dude that dude just and he overjumped about ten feet and landed in the flat. It was nuts. So yeah, it was, another it, it thing. was right after it was right after he won his first title. It was well, and yeah. nobody did anything cool other than Timmy Ferry. According to Mathis, yes, yes. Let's make that straight. L- look, no, no, no. RC Dale, was not. Dale or Ferry? Go ahead. Ferry got flat. He was better jumper than Swink ever was. Dude, you're you're like <laughs> Kenny Watson. You're sniffing glue, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, there wasn't. McGrath told me one time that he watched Swinkster to see what he could jump or not. That's a true story. Jeremy told me that directly. He's... And I and I remember that from you guys' podcast. Yeah, saying that. Yeah, McGrath said he watched Swingster to know what he could jump. But listen, uh, that was not a backwards whip though. It wasn't what they were doing. It was a RC could go flat. As- Look, I I wore the VHS tape out, pausing it, playing it. I mean, it was backwards, bro. Goggles off, over jumped it. Mitch Payton was probably bitching at him after, but he did it up. Swink, do you think RC ever went backwards? Yeah. Uh, no. Well, nobody went backwards until way after. Oh, my only time. way we'll ever know is if T Blazer caught it I've on seen some it. kind of. I was there. I watched. It. I watched. <laughs> I was there too. No, if it was nice, JT. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not agreeing with you. I was just there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys got it. Well, look, you got. It's awesome. The podcasts are awesome. The, everything's you're doing is great. Keep it up, Mathis. We'll talk to you guys soon, and we'll take your time up. Have a good night. Thank Thanks, you, man. John. Thanks, uh, Jim Holly. Jerking off video, though. I do not just imitating it. Not the not a real thing. <laughs> I would like to see. That would be funny. Um, but uh, yeah, Swink. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got to ask me? Um. Hmm. Why did you? I said, I said I'll tell all on podcast. Okay. All right, Swing. Listen. I'm the pulp. I've been pulling, pushing the pulp for I don't know weeks. 
on my uh, Facebook. All right? Anything goes. And they, they go, really, dude? Anything? I was like, anything. Hey, listen. And I know, so I know that's you win, what you like, Mathis. You win, the 90, you win the 91 125 East Coast title riding for Mitch Payton. Right. Um, right. you're, you're one of the up-and-coming superstars. Why do you take that Suzuki offer? Um, Why did you stay with Mitch? Because the first motorcycle I ever rode was a Suzuki. And I always said, I'm always going to make those guys famous. And this was my thought. Honestly, I mean, it might sound crazy to you people and everybody. And I said, I'm going to make those guys famous. And I went and had a meeting with a bunch of Japanese guys, and Mitch told me, he said, do not sign a contract with those guys, Brian. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Mm-hmm. He said, give me a chance to counteroffer them. And I didn't. And the offer they gave me, I took. and signed my name off. That was it. Oh. So, it, it, so I mean, he still it, was, it. it was more of a like I don't know, I, I don't know what I was trying to prove or something because Suzuki sucked at the time. Yeah, but they I was they weren't show good. that I was going to show that Suzuki could. They just needed a rider. That's all they needed. But they didn't need a rider. They needed a motorcycle. <laughs> you know, come to find out, that was. Uh, Bottom line, the one twenty five wasn't bad. <laughs> he still right? killed it when he went to Suzuki one twenty five. One twenty five, yeah, yeah, right. But so the, I the, killed myself. The two fifty, so not so good. I cut my own throat. I mean, man, I look back. You know, how many times you look back in your life, you cut your own throat. <laughs> what they, uh, what they pay you? Uh, what they pay me? Yeah, Suzuki. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you that. You just said you tell everything. <laughs> you well, just, I ain't going to tell you that. You just said I'll tell anything. <laughs> well, I ain't going to tell you that. That, I mean, even in our contracts, that's confidential information or whatever. All that bullshit. It it, it wasn't. It wasn't enough. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, Let's just say that. You might have. You might have uh, really, really. Uh... Uh, killed it. You stayed another year at Pro Circuit, no doubt. Um, yeah, I, I, if, if I could go back in a hundred times, I would, I would have taken. Which which racer pulled the most chicks back in your day? Uh, I would say Phil. Phil, Phil. Um, Phil. That's so fun. Yeah. Hey, hey, Phil, you know, a big old handsome guy and stuff. They don't call <laughs> That's him. That's what I always tell everybody. He's like, but he, he didn't, like, try to just pull them all, you know, but he, they just came to him. So, and he was, like, my best hangout buddy. Right. <laughs> um, so it was cool because I always got second hand. They didn't call him Factory Footlong for nothing. <laughs> So. And that's another thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Love this guy. Yeah, right look, here. At, look at this thing. Look at this. I'll tell you a, a funny story. The first time, because I'm an East Coast guy, and I don't know, I guess West Coast guys think it's natural. Mike Craig. He's like, come on, swing. 
Let's see what you got. <laughs> Pulls his ass down in front of the mirror at the hotel. What did that mean? Like, what does this mean? <laughs> this happened? Like, I'll do it too, dude. I told you Fuck about the first time I ever freeze. met Mike Craig, right? What? The first time? Am I only, yeah, yeah. Mike Craig, about the same way. Only halfway your size, but... What happened? I'm scared of you. What happened you to know? Mike Craig? What happened to Holy shit, look at dude, mine's bigger than yours. I was like, yeah, I already realized that. I ain't scared. 90s motocross, bro. <laughs> that's, just like, that's just like the funny stuff we would do. We'd just be like, oh my God. Yeah. You uh, wouldn't even think about it. You'd just be like, all right, pull your pants back up. And that's it. Really, I tell some of my friends back home these stories, and they go, Dude, you guys are fags. I'm like, we're not fags. Dude, we got more pussy than you guys ever even looked at. You did. I'm sure that I'm I believe that. I believe that. I should have probably said that. No, you, but, you can't. You know, we got more tail than you guys ever looked at. So, no, we weren't queer or nothing. We just, we weren't uncomfortable with ourselves. Yeah, so, so Mike Craig. First time I ever met Mike Craig, it's uh, 1997, Troy, Ohio. I'm with Lou Lopez, who was just sun- a low, lowly Sunstar rep at the time. And Lou was helping me out. It's like, oh, yeah, come to dinner or whatever. So I'm rolling with him. I'm 17 years old. And I'm headed. We go, we're like, oh, we're going to go. Uh, we're going to go meet up with some guys, riders, you know, because Friday night was just right. dead time. There was nothing going on on Saturday. It's like, oh, cool. Like, I was a kid, you know. So I walk into this room with Lou, Lou Lopez. Picture the scene. There's there's a few riders like lingering about hotel room. Or? I see some chicks that are scantily clad. Mike Craig sitting on the bed next to a chick jerking off on the bed. Everybody watching. <laughs> <laughs> and I look at Lou, and my eyes are about as big right. as you know uh, pool balls. And <laughs> blown away. And this is totally normal. This is just like you know 90s late motor- '90s motocross <laughs> right. at its finest. Yeah. Everybody just you know checking Mike Craig out. <laughs> Unbelievable. Craig unable to contain himself. This, like just, was, this just, was my intro right, yeah, right. into the scene. Yeah. Swings, yeah. Swings, do you remember those uh, strippers that were at the Honda Troy in the parts room? Um, 96, 97, I was there. Um, there was probably about 20 of us, and the strippers put on a show in the on the floor in the in the order room at Honda Troy. <laughs> no, I don't remember. But uh, yeah, I, I, could, I could imagine. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was I remember Bill Austin was just as horny as any of us. I re- yeah, just it just high testosterone guys. I yeah, mean, not- what do you, what do you got? <laughs> you know? uh, I mean, we just we just saw Jim Ollie, you know, pretend to jerk off on the camera, and he's fifty fifty five or something. So it happens, man. Nineties um, <laughs> motocross. It was definitely funner. Just everybody's running high test. Yeah, 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 it's like ninety three octane. Right, right. I remember the strippers going at it on the Honda Troy order room, and I think Jeff Nutter was it Nutter? He was yeah. a mechanic. Yeah, yeah, big yeah, guy. big guy. Nutter, the big guy. Yeah, Nutter had to like be the bouncer because we were all trying to get so close <laughs> that he's like, give, right, him, right. give him some space, <laughs> give him space to eat each other's box. Back up. <laughs> what the hell happened? You know what I mean? Like we're like, like he was freaking out on us. He was like, get a, start busting heads. 
We just want to get closer and closer to see what you know what's going oh on. Oh my god, my mom listens to this show. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, Cindy. There wasn't no, there wasn't nobody married at that time. Ah. I mean, we're just banging everybody. If, if there was social networking, then could preach. Oh dude, oh, my you god. got you guys would all lose your rides. Dirt bike races. Everybody's been <laughs> so laid up. Yeah, Athens, no. buddy. That's it. <laughs> I mean, and now all these guys are married. That I don't know. I look at them. Oh. It's, I guess, it's just a different thing. It's a different. No, time. it's a different world. I, yeah, I remember I, when I could say something bad, but I'm trying. I think not we already to. covered it. I remember, oh, I remember you're when... way too professional. You, you know what I mean? That is. Come on, man. If if I could get social networking right now, and I was. Bam Bam, or if I was Villapoto, you think I'd get married? <laughs> you fucking nuts. I'd be banging every bitch that walked across the... Laying pipe weekly. Every, yeah. Yeah, everybody. I don't care who they were. <laughs> Bang them. <laughs> That's it. But I probably wouldn't win races. <laughs> well, fuck so. it. Yeah, I mean, you'd have a good time, you know? Swink, you're te- you were pretty talented. Like you didn't need to train a whole lot, because then you'd still do well, because you're a pretty talented guy. So you could like just- I trained hard, and even like a lot of the guys that were around me knew I trained hard, and they said, "I don't know, he's got physical issues or something," because I trained hard, but I don't know. It is. This was uh this was a different time. I couldn't hang in. Long races, I arm pumped in supercrosses a lot. Not always, but a lot. And then outdoors, listen, outdoors, I over-sweated sometimes. If it was 70-degree weather, wash shoegold always killed it. You know, cooler weather, I was always good. What about this? Brian Swink, JT, 1994. First national of the year. Killed All the it. heavy hitters are there. Brian Sweet, mm-hmm. boom, first moto. Elevator. Yeah. See ya. Just you, you dominated that first moto of the year. Led the mm-hmm. second moto, too. I don't remember that. Yep. Took off on him. Yep. And then what? What happened? Yeah. He had blisters and yeah. Yeah, some issues. But, dude, the first moto no, of the year. I didn't year, have you blisters. Come... No. I got tired, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got fatigued. Trying to go the easy way so out. <laughs> I couldn't hardly ride a motorcycle no more. That's, that's at the point. Listen, that that's seriously at the point where I decided it ain't worth living like this because I was trying to keep going fast and I was going through all the square edge. JT knows what oh, yeah. I'm talking about, the oh, yeah. square edge holes where they're breaking people's tires. Yep. But I, I don't have the strength of my legs to stand up no more. So I just, but I kept hammering it and kept trying to ride it. And it beat my insides up so bad that I was sick for three or four days. Jeez. And I even, like, went to the hospital and got IVs and stuff and thought something's wrong with me. Like, I hurt myself. And I said, I'll never, ever push my body that far again. That was when, and, how, that was how tracks were that, back then. You needed kidney belts just because oh. the tracks just beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I remember... Yeah, they beat me. Yeah, watch, they beat me. Watching some beat old, uh, watching some old nationals. I mean, there's dust everywhere. Yeah, like it's brutal. It was bad. That's why they pulled that place. 
The timing wasn't good, but it was more the track condition. Yeah. Upgraded back here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Swink, it's been fun, man. Thank you. All right. Um, maybe we'll have you on again. Is that cool? Whenever. You guys just keep. I told you, Mathis, you got to give me a couple days ahead of the time. Uh, you told me you, you, you told me sometimes you go weeks without looking at your phone. Well, I do. I <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I'm one of those guys. I, I Like, sometimes I just throw my phone down and it just goes dead or whatever, and I don't, I don't even think about it. Yeah. No, it's been good, Swing. Thanks for the stories, man. It's good. And maybe, like, if I know you're coming on, I'll prepare some questions for you, a little more in-depth details. All right. Um, Sounds good. Good time. Thanks, Swink. All right. See ya. See ya. Okay. Two-time 125 Supercross champion, Brian Swink, cold calling the Pulp MX show. Always the best. BTO Sports. The impromptu calls are always the best. You go through the show's history. Yeah. They usually are. Yep. That was crazy. That was. It's good, though. So Swink's, Swink's, Swink so you, let me ride at his track, Supercross track, when I was less than nobody. I was riding the B class. I was less than nobody. I was. <laughs> I was in the B class. And he's like, come on down. Like, when, uh, Win Kern, who owned performance engineering at the time, he's like, hey, we're helping this kid. Like, he was tight with Swink. Let me come out. And, and I was, like, doing the triples, and, like, I was decent. And Swink's like, oh, yeah, you can ride, whatever. You're good. Whenever you want. Oh, so. he like, he, you had to, like, uh, uh, he had to test you out? Well, I don't think he knew what to expect. He didn't even know who I was, you know? But then we started riding together. He would come up and ride this track I rode a lot, and we'd ride at Reddick a lot, whatever. No, I always so, had a ton of respect for Swink. So, okay, so you're on the scene with MC and Lawrence and Swink and everything. Not you, but, I mean, as a racer. Yeah, yeah. You just got to pull your rod out right away? I never was in that experience. The, the, yeah, the, so, the so, Mike Craig thing. Oh, if, so if when, now? So when you met Timmy and Chad, yeah. was there any sort of like, hey, guys? No. No, I, like, what's up? No, nah, the, the generational gap. <laughs> Somebody forgot to pass the torch. <laughs> Different times, apparently. Right? Yeah. Who's to blame? Why didn't that get handed down? I, I mean, know. that was a strange '90s it motocross is. ritual. Yeah. Well, how mean, do you think I felt? 17 years old, walking in and just watching Craig go, just wailing on himself. <laughs> <laughs> just like, and also too, like you being a fan, you knew that who that. I mean, you're like, wow, it's Mike Craig, right? Right? Yeah. Of course I knew it was Mike Craig. Just going to town on himself. Yeah, it's like, how do you do? Oh, my just God, Mike Craig. Well, yeah. There's like 10 people in there, and it's just like, yeah, it was like he was performing some kind of act. <laughs> oh, my God, there's Mike Craig and his yeah. penis. Yeah. yeah, and he's just beating himself. He was. He's just, just going to town. That's how you stop arm pump. I think, we, I think, I think, I think yeah, maybe Steno, Dino. Steno, get on it. We got Mike Craig could teach he's you got a, little... a bottle of Endura in one hand and himself in the other. Well, there was uh Oh, Nick just goes. Nick just texts me, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's got. Yeah. What, what else can he say? <laughs> not much else. Yeah. Um, but like also too, so you ripping out your rod in front of your friends. Let's see what you got. Like, right. So what? In fact, you feel it's like goes, practice lap times. Factory field just goes thunk. It's like practice lap right. times. Phil just drops it yeah, on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Thunk. Yeah. Un- unrolls it. Unrolls it. Were you at Swink? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, people wonder why 90s motocross is so good. That's why, right yeah. there. It's in a nutshell. Yeah, in a nutshell. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. By the way, did you look close enough to see if Mike Craig had one or two nuts? Because apparently only had one nut. Uh, I didn't look at all. I was stunned. I'm a 17-year-old I'm kid. Right, yeah. Um, but I, I, 
Yeah. Mike Craig only has one ball. And it's huge, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's strange. Strange deal. <laughs> right, right. There's another motocrosser, that apparently, that can uh, perform fellatio on himself. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's out there. Believe me. It's out there. Like, I'm not going to name any names, but there's an old motocrosser that was well, was rumored to be able to do that, and then we had Mike Craig with a rumored to have a massive ball. <laughs> this sport, this show's gone to, like, freaks and geeks. <laughs> This show is so far into left field. I feel like we need to edit out the past two hours. <laughs> I think we should just go. I think we should just go. We can't. <laughs> just drop the mic and <laughs> just sweep. No exit or and no ex- outro or anything. Nothing. Just no, bang. Just, we got to go. Done. Thanks to everybody for listening. Um, maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll run some sort of. Sorry, Cindy. <laughs> yeah. We're really sorry, Cindy, right. for this. Yeah. It is. This got off the rails. How, how horrified do you think she's going to be about that story with <laughs> when I walked into Mike Craig's room? Oh, yeah. Right. Her baby. There's, still in high school. There's another story that Kenny got into. I wasn't – I was there, but I wasn't there. I was at – it was Troy, Ohio. Yeah. Not the same story, I don't think. I don't know. These, I think there was actually charges pressed at one point with these, <laughs> with these girls. Uh, maybe. Not again. You know, yeah. It was, not, it was ugly. So. I mean, it would have been a decent exposure for sure. With Mike Craig? Yeah. <laughs> who knows what? I mean, we left yeah, pretty yeah, quickly. Right. You know? All right, so who knows? <laughs> I got to get to the bottom with some other 90s motocrosser about this contest. This, this. <laughs> Phil won't talk about it. No, Phil won't. Phil's no, out. no, no. Ping? Phil's... Ping might talk about it. Yeah, what time he is He might it? not talk about it with Phil, though. It's 1030. Can we call Ping? No, it's late. Too late he has to work, yeah. Don't call oh, him. Oh, he could be at the fire hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. We... I gotta ask another '90s motocrosser. Kitch, if, if this is the shit. <laughs> Maybe feel, Kitch. I feel like Kitch would back this up. Yeah. Just go straight to the what top. What about Timmy? Ask what about Timmy? Uh, Timmy is so unpredictable. There's no telling. He like, no, I don't even know who. I don't even know those guys. Who swink? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's no telling. Yeah. Yogi. He's impressed with Ivan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ivan looked good. <laughs> Ivan right. was great. Right. BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. Race Tech Suspension. X Brand Goggles. Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, and Fab Jeep and Truck Parts. <coughs> Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection. Huh? That was a dog, I think. Oh. Cherubis, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, and, oh, Optrix. Yeah. We, we got off the rails. We got to talk Way about Optrix off the a little rails. bit. We got to talk about Optrix. Okay. I have no objection. Go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about Optrix. Um, Optrix is actually just coming out with one of their new lenses. It's called the uh, 165 degree lens. Uh, it's available for sale at Optrix.com for uh, $29.95. The lens is a wide angle lens. It doesn't have any vignetting, uh, the black area when you take photos, uh, and has flat exterior lens, so it has a crisper and more accurate color when shooting underwater. It's a truly a do it all lens, and you can also use the code pulpamex.com or pulpamex uh, at Optrix and save fifteen percent off. Um, I actually am going to get that lens. I've been using the fisheye. That lens is probably going to step it up. So, yeah, people right. Optrix. People in the chat room have a, a, an idea called Denny Stevenson. There's someone we that can definitely yeah. call. Yes, yeah. I feel like Denny would lay it out. I think it's pretty late there, though. No, no, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm saying we got to get it for future. Yeah, like deal. Uh, oh, Denny would not. Denny's not scared. Did you see him in Phoenix? I didn't. Oh, good no. to see him. Yeah, good I didn't to see, see him. Debo. 
Um, always, always, a, always a good time. And um, no, Ryan Villapoto, Nick Way, Nick Schmidt, Weston Pike, all on board uh, with us tonight. Um, hey, don't forget to support our sponsors, make this show happen. If you want to hear more stories about guys who can perform fellatio on themselves, guys with huge ball, one ball, and uh, and '90s motorcars dick measuring contests, support our sponsors as they all just quit the show. Right? Yeah. They just that's it. They're just out. Um, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Devin, good job tonight. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. JT, always good time. Better when you're in the studio. I wish, uh, I wish Western Power Sports was located, uh, inside my circle. That would be awesome. Yeah. Cause it's always fun. It's like the size of your circle. <laughs> it is probably right. Uh, if, if it was in my circle, would I take out my favorite sushi place? Probably. Maybe. Which is your favorite sushi place? Sushi Co. Oh, really? It's pretty good. Over here. You, you ate there? Yeah, yeah. It's really good. You've been to lo- Sushi Loco? That's disgusting. Yeah, they've gone way downhill they, since they've they changed use, management. They use, like, mail for, like, their filling. Yeah, last time I was there, it was just not. Ugh. Sushi, crazy. Loco, crazy. There's no telling what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We put mail in it. Loco is correct. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. We had a, we had a good time tonight. Uh, A2 coming up this weekend, and uh, we'll be back next Monday with more of the usual hijinks. Thanks to Tech One Designs for the pitch shirt giveaway. Thanks to the Moto Company for the hoodie. Thanks to those guys for entering. And, uh, yeah, man, support the show, support sponsors. See you next week. Shout out to Megan for listening. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff and... I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho. <laughs>